This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Hey everyone, this is Carrie Stevens and I am here to conquer the shouted out loud cast. That's right. Tom and Zeus are in big trouble. Bend over, boys. Carrie's taking over. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Kiss. Stop pressing the button. Star. Robert Simmons. Star? Holmes Manley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. I Thing. Okay. Alright. But it grabbed me an ice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck what are you talking about? 617 You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like yes? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 198. This Cruise 11 band extravaganza. It's a big one, baby. Yes. Super size edition. Super, super duper super, size. Duper fresh. It's a big one. Woo. We're excited about this one. Yeah, this is this is it's- good. This is good. Uh, as Tom said to me before we got on the air, this is like a full-time job. We have been recording. Now, it's a nice problem. It's a nice problem to have. Yes. Well, if you want to call it a problem. But we set up these four band interviews, one on Monday, two on Tuesday. Two. I'm sorry, one on Monday, one on Tuesday, two on Wednesday. Now we're on Thursday recording like the wraparound session. Just, But hey, it's good. It's good stuff. All for you. The fan. the fan, yes, yeah, and not only that, we did one in LA, one in the Carolinas, one in Australia, uh, one in Australia. Where were the girls from Plush? They were, uh, it was Arizona, New York, and Maine, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were all over the place. We spanned yeah. the globe, that's right. We do it all. The fan is always correct, yeah. See, we're the opposite of the Kiss Cruise, we give you more for less, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, that was a joke. Don't get, don't flip out. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go forwards, we go back. And yes, this is the month of the Kiss Cruise because last week we did Kiss Cruise Heart Duh. That's um, right. Yeah. Hey, when the, when the cruise is a big event, we got to dedicate some time to uh, it. Oh, yeah. And it's always a lot of fun. Those stories are fun. Yeah. But before we do that, we always got to give a shout out to our sponsor. And who? Tax season is almost here. 
end of the year time, get your shit in order and you get yourself the best accountant you're going to find. And uh, he's a friend of the show. And that is ABCPA Inc. Hey, Loudcasters. ABCPA Inc. is an accountant firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all your accounting and tax needs for businesses. They offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business. For individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorships, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in uh, South Carolina, like LA maybe, or Maine, like some of the bands <laughs> from Plush, uh, ABCPA Inc. can prepare an e-file on your behalf. Did you know, this army, <laughs> if you own a business, I like owning businesses with employees and have a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state-mandated shutdowns, you might be entitled to additional tax credits. Follow them on Facebook, LinkedIn, and visit their website, abcpainc.com. That's abcpainc.com. Or email Tony Barone, who's been doing this for over 30 years, at Tony at abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com. Or call them at 708-430-3232. Again, 708-430-3232. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. And don't forget, they have their... I think new associate joining the firm. Oh, that's right. Tax attorney Paul Fraley here. Give me a dime. Save some time. (laughs) I'll save you some money. (laughs) Those dirty socks are a write-off. We we got some good Paul Fraley stories. (laughs) Oh, man. This episode is full of them. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Please wait till the end. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Please wait yeah. to the very end. Yes. Yeah. You might I like told it. you, these episodes are like Marvel movies. There's end credit scenes. You can't <laughs> yeah, leave. Yeah, you got to watch them. You got to watch them. They don't happen every time, but when they do, they're usually worth it. That's right. Uh, Tom, we did a poll last week. What yep. was the poll and how did it turn out? Yep. So we asked the question, which of these songs that Kiss played on the cruise should be added to the end of the road tour? So we threw in four of our favorites that aren't on the end of the road tour right now and wanted you guys to pick. So it was love them, leave them, take me, come on and love me and king of the nighttime world. No real surprise. Come on and love me takes it at 36%. Uh, then we had king of the nighttime world on uh, second place at 25, take me 23, love them, leave them 16%. So kind of, uh, you know, a little bit even across the board. I mean, you get love them, leave them kind of trail in there, but uh, come on and love me there. People love that song. It's not a surprise. I don't know why the hell it's not on the goddamn set list there. Oh. Um, all four of those. I mean, I know love them, leave them. And, you know, is people aren't enamored with that one. We love it. But um, and then we got some some episode comments here. People love these recaps. Um, Our buddy John Schaefer. It sounds like Gene got more use out of that robe. Week one, we had that same raw wind on the fourth day. Yeah, because he was on week one. Uh, Amber at crochet nose. OK, <laughs> wow. 
future sponsor, maybe if it's a business of yours, Amber, just listening to the latest episode, please do an episode in your ace voices. Yeah, we get that a lot. Okay. Uh, then we got a guy here by the name of Jazz Slob to be to be 21. I need to hear Detroit Rock City shout it out loud, love gun and rock and roll night at a kiss show in an intimate venue like the cruise. It makes it even more special. Mm, no, but that's okay. Twisted Kister part two electric boogaloo hearing and saying that line will never get old to me. Hope Jeff Trot and the other me had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then our buddy Tom Dust, who does our fantastic music for our yeah, Door Damage podcast, he goes, it was him or his twin. And then he posts a picture of the two cops from Phantom <laughs> of the Park. Oh, it was him. He goes, Twisted Kissed, his brother was an only child. Oh, <laughs> uh, then we got, all right, Dr. Two. This is a great one. Just getting my ingredients. So he posts a picture. It's a picture of tomatoes and sliced oranges. Oh. I'm just getting my ingredients together to make Pulse special spaghetti sauce. Thinking about adding some mayonnaise and ginger ale to balance out the flavors. Oh, God almighty. Uh, um, our buddy Mike from uh, Mike's Record Collection Pod. We were on his show talking about Love Gun. Uh, Mike's a great guy. Great show. Uh, Love Part One, as always. Jealous of those who went, especially since Plush was on this one. Yes, Plush was great. And you'll hear from them later. MD, because I'm stupid, I googled orange juice pasta sauce and found actual recipes. As a full-blooded Italian, I feel violated just knowing that this is a thing that exists. Oh, you should feel violated. All right, that's Twitter. What do you got on the book of face? Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, extravaganza. That's a big word. I don't even know how to say it. Jeff Kinsley, Michelle and I were listening to it on Drive Up the Cap'n. Brought back some amazing memories and lots of laughs. Those two are awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Jeff and Michelle. Awesome. Love those guys. Yep. Uh, our buddy Brad Rustovit. Oh my God, that Ace Friendly Camp Counselor bit had me on the floor. <laughs> Please make it an ongoing segment. <laughs> All right, kid, here's your first lesson. Don't carry shit into the gig. Let somebody else do it for you. Kids, come with me. We're going to learn how to build a fire. Got to rub two sticks together. Go find it for me, please. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Here's how we come up with the name for an instrumental. Uh, I think Genghis Khan has already been taken. How about Romulus and Remus? See that kid? That's a raft, but it's not Gene's uncle like the song. <laughs> uh, Ryan Michael Spencer Cook, Tweed Cronin Dold Simmons, Kulik Lane. <laughs> It would be so fun choosing a deep cut set list for hardcore Kiss fan base. There's so many songs to choose from. Do they really not want to take the time or thought behind it? It's yes. a shame. Thank you guys for taking the time to document and share the cruise experience. Once again, great episodes. Thanks, buddy. Shane Boot Bootcrafter. You guys are awesome. Number one Kiss podcast on the internet. Keep it up. Wait on the internet. Oh, okay. So there's a qualifier there. I'm just I'm just fucking with you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh Doug Bentley, uh, better known as Montreal Doug. He put a bunch of stuff on it that he's seen shows and you know from 79, 90, 99, 2000. And yeah. his uh, I think he's he's trying to state that um, you know, the it's not the same old set list. I've heard there was, you know, 
How many I think 174 to, I think, songs during that time period? I think he's trying to say that the set list isn't as bad as we make it out to be, but that's okay. We, Perform- we, we met we we met Doug on the cruise. Great guy. If he enjoyed it, that's God bless him. That's okay. Yeah, but he says Kiss performed 56 different songs during their time. Yeah, 79, 90, 99, 2000, 2019. Okay, great. Now do the last 20 years. Right. And tell me there's more than 30. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry for the amount of money we paid. They should be playing. And I know he's not alone that say, well, if I'm going to see an intimate kiss show, I want to hear Detroit Rock City Love Gun shout out loud. You're in the minority on that, buddy. We don't. That's why that's why the kind of cruise was sold as you. The diehards are going to hear the shit because that well, that's- you wish you could hear. But now because Paul's argument has always been like, oh, that's when the people don't know those songs. They leave. Nah, Tom, the other day I saw something where it was like the convention video. Somebody had posted it somewhere. The convention video with them doing Mr. Speed. Yeah, I was at that now, in the Boston convention in 95. Okay, so now think of it this way. The convention, right? Yep. Kiss wasn't as big as they are now. Yep. That was still the non-makeup era. Yep. They were doing some of these, you know, they're doing convention places, right? Yeah. They were floundering. They were kind yeah, of in limbo. Okay. Paul stopped half the song because the crowd was singing yep. all the words to Mr. Speed. Yep. From the 90s. Yeah. You're telling me that your fucking fan base wouldn't want to hear this shit. Well, here's the thing that's more frustrating for me about the crew set list. And I know. Oh, and just to clarify, uh, shout it out loudcast podcast and our social media. You are allowed to talk about the set list. So just to let you know, I know that there's some people out there where you can't talk about the set list. Oh, no, you're a whining fan. Yeah. Feel free to jump on board our loudcasters page group, all that stuff, because we talk about everything. Yeah, you're so, allowed to like a band and not be 100% positive about a band. Correct. The fucking audacity to think that, well, you know, oh, you're just a bitch and you can't bitch. You know what? Oh, I got an idea. What song do you want to hear? Well, it's not the song I want to hear. I don't give a shit. Replace something. Show me that you care. So if they replaced and put Take Me in there, which I would probably say I would want to hear 50 more songs before I heard Take Me, I still would applaud them that they took something out and put something in. At least they're doing something. It doesn't have to be. No one's making the argument, well, it has to be what I want. No, you're saying give us something different. Right. My my problem, we talked about this last week. My problem is that the cruise has devolved into the end of the road because Go back and look at those original, those first few crew set lists. They're playing the fucking the oath. They're playing like rock bottom. They're playing like shit that you would never hear. And that's what people wanted from the cruise. Meet now it's greets, Kiss Cruise autographs. Now, yeah. Not, well, that too, well, that too. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking music being played. So if, 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 if the first cruise was like, we're going to play this and you might hear one or two some songs special fine, but it was always deep cuts it was always unique and creative set list now it's back to end of the road with take me that's why people are bitching that's why yeah now down to two songs so anyways anyways, go ahead yeah um so that's where we're coming from and again tom is absolutely correct you want to fucking talk about shit you can you want to say i like the set list you can absolutely what you fucking want we're not fighting with you our listeners about what you want to hear no 
Yeah. You guys well, talk about whatever you want. No one's going to throw you out of a group or ban you from a page because <laughs> you say something. You have an opinion. For Christ's sake, we let Sink and Stanley post his dumb shit, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're not going to put up a fucking stupid oop shows where it hurts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking Jesus. Talk about not. It's the opposite. It. You're showing that you're sensitive. Yeah. Like, you can't have a discussion. Right. Over on Loudcasters. Uh, Adam Stevenson says that I am, uh, Zeus is such a slave to the grind. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Brad Baird says another great episode. Like y'all said, just do less and less. It's what they do and the fans. The most part accept it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we're, 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 we're guilty. We went on it. Yeah. Two years yeah. in a row. <laughs> and we're willing to do it again. Exactly. Dan Holler, Houston. The airport stuff was the highlight. I grew up overseas because of my dad's jobs. Whenever I get super pissed about how slow airport or TSA, I just remember the time we were in Ayanapa, Cyprus, Ooh. and the terminal had a chalkboard for departures and arrivals, and some guys tried to take a duck on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Three-point plan. We talked about it on Twitter again. Fix the fucking airline travel. Fix the pricing on hotels. And fix fucking Ticketmaster. Well, especially now, Ticketmaster's in the forefront because the whole fucking Taylor Swift debacle. Fuck those You know people. what? It, she's the type that'll fucking... Her fans and all that, w- things will happen. Because oh, every dude. politician wants that Taylor Swift fan base. Yeah. And if they can fix that for her, fuck them. Dude, fuck don't... Don't fuck with the Swifties. They'll come after you. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, on an Italian note here, Tom. Uh-oh. Jack Pinocchio. Orange fucking juice and <laughs> sauce. I'll never ever want to eat Paul's food after hearing that. My reaction to that, he puts the photo of Al Pacino as Michael Corleone. Oh, with that, that face. When, when his wife tells him she aborted his son. Greatest face in the history of film. Dude, when you talk about acting, greatest your eyes. It's no one does it better than him. In the scene where he comes in when he's about to get testified against you and he oh. walks in. Yep. With fan, uh, Frankie Pantangeli's brother, yep. and he's just getting, you know, he's getting patted down, and his eyes are just through the screen. You can just see him piercing. Yep. And he's like, oh, oh so good. So oh. good. So good. Godfather 2. Yep. Um, um. Mm. Uh, over on uh, our Instagram, Gabley DeGook. Yay. Can't wait to listen. Comment really doesn't deserve that much to be read, but I just love saying her name. I, I, I'm okay. 
Okay. Gabbly Gook. <laughs> Over on YouTube. YouTube. Miss you. Oh, excuse toy. me. What? She just fart? No, I just burped. <laughs> Fuck it. Don't edit that out. <laughs> was, that, was that like that fucking governor? That little old lady governor. Oh, dude, that that looked like special effects or something. They are, um, we're getting a excuse me a slight increase in the number of doses that we'll be getting to the state. That is a hearty fucking burp. It was like that guy that in the on the that YouTube oh, the, video, the, the violent the, burp guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 people are like what the fuck oh my god uh, Mr. Antonio 2005 if I was given a choice between listening to burn bitch burn yes for 24 hours straight or eating Paul's pasta with orange <laughs> juice I would listen to Uncle Gene also I like 12 gracious melodies comment a possible future ARC episode I hope so well, you're in our uh, Patreon group. Please uh, make sure you vote for it. Yeah. Marty White wants to offer Ace an, uh, a mellow YOLO and a slice for his camp. Oh, God. Um, only because time is of the essence, buddy. Um, <laughs> Matt Weller's dick says, this piss cast is awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Mark Stewart says the only reason that Ace plays old Kiss songs is because he wants to prove to Gene and Paul that he can still play them. Why? I don't know, because I don't want Ace back in Kiss. He's doing fine without him. Well, if you've seen him lately, Mark, you will realize his band is playing those songs and he's up there, you know, hitting a chord and two here and there. Yeah, it ain't working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then FM Big Hair writes, what the fuck is Air Conolingus? <laughs> <laughs> you can only see the video oh. of fucking Alan walking around with it. That's air conolingus. Yeah. All right, Tom. That's what I got. All right. Let's bang out some emails and get going here. Our buddy, America's favorite realtor, Joey Romanick. I love the cruise recap over the last two weeks. Some observations. Have any of the karaoke singers ever heard the songs that they're singing? My God, horrendous. <laughs> and based on the photos that I've seen of the people on that boat, I'm wondering if all the girls that the guys from Sisters Doll were hanging out with were old enough to be their mothers. Definitely. Maybe next year I'll go. Yeah, Joey, do it. I'll tell you, those guys had chicks all over them. Yeah, yeah. They, they are what you would call handsome men. Uh, our buddy Johnny G. And he puts in parentheses, ace voice. I would like to send out an invitation to all rock fans to attend my first and probably last rock and roll fantasy camp. Yes, you too can be rocking with the boys. <laughs> Included in the fee, luxury accommodations at the Bronx YMCA. 24-hour <laughs> gourmet buffet featuring the McRib. Filet of fish and pizza Regina with a variety of fountain cola. I will critique you on your playing skills just like that ass Bob Ezrin did to me and my buddy Peter. I will sit down with you and teach you how to rhyme words together while songwriting, like in my masterpiece, Ozone. Kind of guy, not too shy, feeling high. Want you to be mine? Really? 
Also included in the $8,500 Rockstar package will be your own Space Ace astronaut diaper. You're going to need it because none of the rooms at the Y have a bathroom. <laughs> Believe me, these are of the highest quality. I can wear one for at least three days until I need my new bride to change it for me. <laughs> my Thanks, bride. babe. Dude, the creativity of our listeners is just unparalleled. Got to love him. That's fantastic. Then we got a message from our buddy, longtime fan, Patreon supporter, our buddy Jim Riley. He comments to us through our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. Here is to the commitment from Tom and Zeus delivering two parts from the Kiss Cruise for us, the fans and friends. What's up, Tony and Tracy? By the way, cell phone holster boy on the plane was lucky he didn't get his ass whipped <laughs> SIOL style. P.S. Join Patreon. We are having a blast, says Jim Riley. Awesome. Love it. Jim, you're the best. Absolutely. We love him. And then our buddy Adam Stevenson sent a very nice long email. Hard to believe a year has already passed since the first time I wrote into your podcast. I was driving back from a wedding, listening to part two recap. In tears, hearing Zeus rip through the classic ace line. It's not your place. That's right. A year ago. Uh, and then he sends us some really kind words about the show, some cruise observations. Uh, we love Adam. Anyways, boys, keep up the great work until next time, Adam. He's got a great show himself. If you're really a metalhead, the Metal Oasis. Check out his stuff. Great stuff there. Um, and we're going to wrap up comments with something special and different this time because our comment that I'm going to read here comes from our Patreon page. And this comment comes from our lovely friend and cabin mate, Tracy Selt. She says to us, I listened to the recaps of the cruise and I laughed all over again. What great times. It was my first kiss cruise. And I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed rooming and hanging with you two and Tony from restrained. Regardless of how people view the band kiss, the band is what brought me to you two, Tony, Jeff, and Jeff and Michelle and the countless others I've met on the cruise and creatures fest. Yes, I love seeing the bands play, but I love even more the community that is formed around these events. We are united in our love for these bands and the music, but just like relatives you have in love, you have to be real about who they are and what they do. You can still love them, but are also able to call it the BS, much like the bathroom by the buffet on the boat. I love you fuckos, Tracy. Tracy, we can't say enough about you as a supporter of the show, as a friend of the show, as a friend in general. And as a cabin mate that helped make our cruise experience wonderful, Tracy, you're the best. We love you. And you are our first ever Patreon comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. Tracy is the fucking bomb. She uh, made this trip even better than we expected. Yep. Fucking a blast with you, Trace. And thank you for jumping on board and much appreciated love out to you and the fam. And I hope she doesn't mind that we just read that on the, on the show. So, And if she does, fuck her. Because <laughs> why? Fuck them. <laughs> but we love Tracy. She and speaking knows. of Patreon. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Uh, we have grown again. So a special shout out again for Tracy, 
who is a demon tier Patreon member. Boom. I think I counted Tom five or six Patreon members on the cruise. Yeah. And uh, I, we can't thank those uh, members enough. We say it all the time because we mean it. And we want them to know and feel how, uh, appreciated because we appreciate them. There is such a big part of the show all the way from Catman, the Spaceman, the Star Child, and the Demon Tear members. Every one of you is a vital part of our Patreon family. We have a couple things in store still before the end of the year. Uh, we appreciate all the support and love we get from you guys. If anybody else, again, I say this all the time, if anybody wants to know the number one way to support the show, that's Patreon. You go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. It's right at the top. There's a Patreon button. You press that button. It takes you to our Patreon page. Read all about what it means if you want to help out the show, how to help out the show. What do you get in return for helping out the show? It's all there. Uh, but more importantly, the thing is, it's a family. We all uh, have our own little click, our own little catchphrases, our own little community, and it's constantly growing. It's at its highest peak at this moment. Be the next one to bring us to the highest. We keep breaking our record of members, and we can't thank you enough. Those that have joined, thank you. You have helped this show grow tremendously, and our show is growing tremendously. These last two episodes, these Kiss Cruise uh, recaps, and I think this one as well, has just continued to grow our sh our little Kiss show done by uh, two, uh, I don't know, Kiss Tards in, oh, am I allowed to say that, Tom? We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, from uh, Boston to grow this into the number one Kiss podcast out there. And uh, we don't say it often, but it's true. And you guys are the reason we stay the number one Kiss podcast. We don't have friendships with the band. We don't, uh, we're not musicians. We uh, weren't former podcasters doing something else. This has been built from the ground up with people from Patreon, with loudcasters that follow us on social media. You, all of you, have helped grow this show where it's at. You have no idea what it was like to be on the cruise Again, from last year, just even from last year to this year, mm -hmm. how many people stopped us to talk to us about it? And 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 usually it's like one of those things where Tom they would say to us like, "Yeah, no, I love the band, but I, I but I love when you guys say shit like, oh yeah, and yeah tell yeah. the truth, yeah." And there's a lot of that. Yeah, there are people that love to do their footy pajama kiss stuff, and everything is perfect. Oh yeah, play Love Gun all day long. I'll hear that all you know the whole time. This whole cruise. Hey, people love that shit. God bless them. Have fun. This, we tell it like it is. And you guys have seemed to enjoyed it and continue to support us. The Patreon family is the number one reason why like that we keep uh, being able to come back and put more content out there, bigger and better things because of the help we get from Patreon. So if you want to help us out, you want us to keep growing, Please take a look at our Patreon membership. See if that interests you. Come join the fun and be part of the best fucking community out there. 
And thank you to all those that have helped make us the number one kiss podcast. Thanks. Tracy, you're the best. We love you. Thank you for making the week so much fun. Um, and uh, just thank you so much for jumping onto Patreon demon tier. Thank you to all the Patreons. You guys are the best. And I'm just going to echo what Zeus says. You guys have helped build the show. Um, you know, Tom and Zeus may be the hosts of the show, but it's uh, it's everybody's show. And uh, we love you guys. And thank you for everything that you've done. Tom, from here, we go on to Kiss World. What's going on there? Okay. So they did finally announce official dates uh, for 2023. They announced uh, six dates in, uh, excuse me, five dates in Germany uh, from June um, middle June 17th to June 2nd. I also saw something today that there were some dates in Mexico, but that's not on the official KISS page. The only thing that's official on the KISSonline.com is the German date. So um, they're starting to get back in there. and uh, I'm sure we'll see those dates sooner than later uh, for other places around the world, including the U.S. Uh, also, by the time you guys hear this, the Creatures of the Night Super Terrific Happy Fun Hour Deluxe <laughs> Box Set will have been released. Um, I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy picking through that. And uh, we've posted the interesting price fluctuations on Amazon. Yeah, uh, since we posted that, it went up again. Another, I think, 30, 40, 50 bucks. It's, oh, back. I, it's it went up a regular price. It's almost, yeah, yeah. Yep. You posted it when it was like 175 or something. It's now the last I saw it was like 289. Yeah. What happened? I want more. I saw these guys posting stuff on Twitter about a low price. Fix that. That's what happened. By the way, uh, I guess my thing had been delivered. I just got it. It said from uh, Walmart, my little Kiss Alive 2 Funko set. Yes, I got mine too. Apparently, the people in Canada and other places can't get them. Can't get them, which is, I don't understand. Walmart's, uh, that's weird, but that thing is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I also also got the Metallica Master of Puppets one too, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's nice. Another big thing in the news uh, that actually dropped today on Thursday, the 17th, Joe Lynn Turner decides to throw bombs at Kiss, specifically Paul Stanley. Uh, He was doing an interview with Metal Castle. Uh, I don't know anything about Metal Castle. But he starts talking about bands using backing tracks. And then he says, quote, I understand there's a technology that certain bands use today. But if you're Kiss, for example, maybe you ought to quit while you're ahead, guys. Don't you think you've got enough money to where you don't need to take all the static for what you're doing? All it's doing is destroying your legacy, and you'd probably be better off if you just stopped. I'm not trying to point them out individually, but they've been known to use it. Ouch. Dude, I loved myself some Jolene Turner. What he's prompted out of line. that? What prompted yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yikes! Oh, can't wait till that his name gets brought up to Paul sometime soon. Oh, he's just a wannabe. Yeah, two yikes. very sensitive, sensitive people. Yeah, uh, and another thing that happened: uh, Shannon posted some pictures, and then Gene jumped in and told everybody that he's okay. Gene had some kidney stone problems. Uh, mm-hmm. poor, poor Gene, but Gene's got a great sense of humor, told everybody that he's fine. Shannon likes to have some fun and like took pictures of his hospital slippers or whatever the hell they were. Um, Isn't Gene just lovable at this? He thing? is. He's awesome. He just has a fun time with everything. Yeah. It's just fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and one more thing that's not really kiss related, but more shout it out loudcast related. We'll kind of wrap up news and, and stuff with this is it's been brought to our attention. By some loudcasters and, and fans and listeners out there that 
some of the things that we talk about on this show have been the topic of other shows. Uh, in particular, a choice word that has become a hot topic on this show. Um, look, I'm not talking about this word anymore. Kistard is the word. Okay. If it upsets you, fine. If you don't want to listen to us any more, fine. If you feel the need to talk about the word, fine. I don't care. You can talk about it on our Twitter, on our Facebook, on our Instagram, on our YouTube. You can post videos if you sing in a song using the word in a sentence. None of us care. There are people out there that took it upon themselves to say that that word is not welcome in their community. And I don't care. That's fine. No one asked. So do what you want with it. But I really, really don't want to have to get into this anymore. We have stated our case. That's it. Use it. Hate it. Love it. Curse it. I don't care. Yeah, we had so many. Uh, we had uh, band members that played, performed, use it. Yeah, we won't Everybody, say their names, but yeah, they, in, in conversation, they were saying it. So Yeah, because it's all meant in jest. It's not mocking anybody. So stop with your fucking... What are you talking about? Yeah. The, what's, the root, what's the root word, Zeus? Don't you know what you're saying? Oh, you're making, just, you're making, don't you know what you're saying? Just stop looking to be a victim, okay? Yep. Stop it. You have your own agenda. Do it. Take care of yourself. You don't like that, you know, it gets said on this show, then don't fucking listen. Yep. Okay. And don't you, say it. No offense. Nobody asked if that word can be used on your platform. <laughs> so to make a preemptive statement saying that it's not welcome in a certain place, no one cares. Yeah. Most people that use that word are referring to themselves. Yes. We refer because, to it as ourselves. And how many other people have Star Wars tarred or yeah. fucking wrestling tarred? Like it. It's all the same. It's fucking meant to be in jest. Somebody that's a fucking fanboy over the top extreme. It's not about your mental abilities. You know, it's just fucking ridiculous. If you want to be offended by it, you'll find a way to be offended just by it. Go enough. for it. God bless. Grow just up, leave us out of it. Babies. Anyway, anyway, let's get to the most important part. Yes. And uh, and that is uh, these young bands. But before we do, let me take another photo of my feet on a dashboard with my brand new socks that I got from Rachel as a parting gift. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 
and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's Factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. All right, we're back. I was just trying to see if I could collect those kidney stones from Gene and sell them on eBay because I know somebody will pay a pretty penny for those. Oh, absolutely, they will. Yeah, yeah, make a necklace out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, Tom, uh, we thought of uh, we were so impressed with some of the acts that we saw non kiss acts on the cruise, and we're like, you know what? Let's talk to these guys. Let's talk to these guys. I bet these guys will have a good story. And it went from one to two we're like let's put a wish list together let's get let's see how many we can get of these four well they know the number one kiss podcast out there and all four of them said yes so unbelievable then became the logistics of getting this thing done and then came shit all these interviews we're like yeah we'll just do like 10 15 minutes for each nope and then it's like 45 minutes later i'm like i'm not fucking editing this no way it's too good. The the interviews were too good. They were oh, too yeah, much we'll, fun. We'll just go shorter on the next one. Nope. 45 minutes later. Like, fuck. Um, so again, so when we get these super deluxe edition of Shout It Out Loudcast, we get it. You got a 15-minute commute. You're not gonna hear it all. Break it up. You don't have to eat it. Put the sub away. Eat half of it now. Eat the rest for dinner. Exactly. 
Exactly. I just talk about eating the sub. <gasps> save some of it for time. Save yeah. Save some of it for your commute to grandma's house back and forth to Thanksgiving. You know, it's a, you know. Absolute although unless you unless, point. Unless, you're, uh, unless you have kids in the car, then don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but we, we we were so excited for all these bands: Black Sabbath, Plush, Sisters Doll, LA Maybe. We threw it out there. They were gracious enough to get back to us. Magically, the logistics worked out. We were able to get them all in, and we said, "You know what? It's a super deluxe, happy, fun hour extravaganza episode." We talk about the bands themselves. We talk about their cruise experience. We talk Kiss and Kiss stories. Then we started talking about what we talked about on our recent dorm damage episode. We started getting into streaming discussions, music, the business that it was just an amazing, fun and awesome time. And we hope you guys have a blast with it because we sure as shit did. Yeah, exactly. So we're not going to tell you about, you know, how it went and all that stuff. I want you guys to listen and then we'll wrap up the the conversation. We're not going to jump in after each episode. But uh, Tom does the introduction for each time the new band comes on. So yep. we're going to start in this order. Black Savage, Plush, Sisters Doll, Alley Maybe. We're going to go right through them all, and then we'll catch you guys at the end. And we'll, when we come back, here they are. All right. Tonight, we have very special guests. You heard us talking about them on our Kiss Cruise recaps. They absolutely blew up the stage on the cruise. We have Angie, Melanie, Emily, and Alice all here together tonight from Black Sabbath, one of the most incredible Sabbath cover bands you'll ever see. They're all here. Guys, welcome to Shout It Out Loudcast. Thank you so much for being here all together, too. This is awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Awesome. Yeah, and we appreciate it because I know it wasn't easy getting everybody together. So thank you for that. And we're going to get right into it because we want to get as much time with you guys as we can. So we always ask these questions of everybody. They're called Murph questions. I'm going to ask you a few kiss questions. If they apply to you, great. If they don't, who gives a shit? No problem. Yeah. And don't hold back. If somebody is not a kiss fan or doesn't like anybody, just tell us. Cause that's the kind of show yeah, we, we, I mean, shit on the I, band too. So don't worry. Yeah, about I met Paul Stanley. He was an asshole. You know, we love that shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Tell us that if that was really yeah. true, by the way. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, Angie's kind of uh, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. We already started. This is uh, gonna be let's, rough. Let's start. I'm looking at my my uh camera view here. I got Emily, then Angie, then Alice, and then Melanie. So start with Emily. Favorite kiss member. Uh Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah. Angie. Yeah, I gotta go, Paul. Uh Ace for sure. Ace. Ace <laughs> okay. because he's got that, he's got that New York, like New York dolls kind of, you know. Sway, swaggery, kind of crazy thing. That's because he's because he's drunk. He can't stand. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. He didn't practice as much on his boots. Yeah, I don't know how to practice. Um, (laughs) I don't know how to fucking practice this guitar. Oh, nice! A new Ace impression. (laughs) We love it. I'm from Queens, so it's easy for me. I'm I'm from the Bronx. That's why they call me Bronx Boy. (laughs) Um, Alice. Um, I don't have an answer. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Do you, do you have a least favorite? Like I fucking no. hate this guy. No. Alice is Vin- Alice like- is Vinnie Vincent. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Vincent Cassano. That's okay. You can like him if you want. That's fine. Um, do you have a least favorite? Like I just fucking hate this guy. No, don't make her say that. 
no, no, no. Here's the thing is like, I don't, I, I, I'm like a new kiss fan. Like, okay. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, um, I just heard this band called kiss. You guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm in a black Sabbath cover band, but I've never heard of kiss. Yeah, but that's yeah. okay. No, I'm joking. I just didn't like, I, like, unlike everybody else I know, I just didn't grow up listening to them. So, okay, that's cool. Like, Do you have an image, like a fate, like, uh, oh, I like this makeup better, like, uh, so therefore I like this character better or something. Anything I like, like the guy that spits blood better. <laughs> or I like the uh, star guy, you know? <laughs> the star guy. <laughs> can, I, can I interject and say it's that? The I'm cat. Very it's disappointed. the cat. Thing. That no one on the cruise had the onk makeup going on on Halloween. I know they did, but they got thrown off. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Paul went around and was like, "Get this guy off the boat." (laughs) I thought for sure there was going to be a few. There was none. I don't think anybody. I don't know if anybody had the balls to do that, but that would have been pretty (laughs) awesome if they did. Yeah. All right, we'll leave you alone, Alice. We won't. We'll move on, Melanie. You got anybody? I will say Peter because he's the cat. All right. That's Zeus's boy. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm going to maybe it's time to let my kittens come in here. Maybe like this big. Oh, please. Oh, Oh, yeah. See kittens. Oh, yeah. So my kittens. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, Next is do you guys have a favorite kiss song? Emily. Um, I have many, but I'm going to say come on and love me. Yes, that is the correct. The lyrics on that song are like the greatest, like rock lyrics, like of not just Kiss, like they're freaking awesome. What? So really? That is what I'm gonna say, Emily, that is the correct answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Tom That's calls hilarious. it. Tom calls it poetry. You know. Oh my goodness! It's dancer, <laughs> dancer, good romancer. Looking. Looking yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Angie, I got a feeling it's coming off Destroyer. Um, I think my favorite Kiss song is "I Want You." That's wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you both then, got to hear those songs. On. And yeah. And they played it at the indoor show the first yeah. night. And I, I was, and I turned to all these guys like, this is my favorite. Yeah. Ah. That's the show we were at too. Yeah. And they played yeah. come on and love me. And I was fired up for yeah. that too. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Alice is like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't like any of their songs. Guys, let's, let's do things a little differently. I'm going to direct this. Why don't you give me oh. multiple choice? Multiple choice. (laughs) (laughs) That okay, rock and roll all night, Detroit Rock City, Love Gun, or uh what's another uh, I love it loud or Beth. Beth. Uh what was the third one? Love gun? (laughs) Love gun, uh Detroit Rock City, Rock and All Night or Beth. Oh, they're all so good. (laughs) I'm gonna say Love Gun. I'll take it. Perfect. All right, (laughs) Melanie, you're up. Well, I'm going to say Beth because Angie told me on the cruise that Beth was about Peter's cat. Is that dog? Dog. 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 That is is so not true. (laughs) But you can still like that. You can still like the song, though. That's cool. It's actually written by the band he was in before Kiss, right? Yeah, it was a band met. a bandmate of his in a previous band uh, wrote it about his wife named Becky and he called it Beck. And then oh, Gene funny. loves to tell the stupid story about well, it sounds about like you're playing for the other team. What is this Beck shit? Change it to Beth. Yeah. 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 Gene, Gene's, so, Gene's so, like, people. Gene, yeah, Gene said people are going to think you're singing about Jeff Beck. We can't have so you singing where, a song about a guy. This, 
Where does the story about it being about someone's dog come from? You never heard that story? I think you made that up, Angie. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Somebody in the Kiss world told me that story. The son of Sam. I have no idea. Yeah. The son of Sam. <laughs> he didn't like dogs. I, I, I think it was Peter Chris who told me that story. Could have been. Peter told you? Yeah. How, how fucking coked up was he? That he told uh, you that Beth was about a dog. When I saw, when I knew Peter, he was pretty sober. Ace, on the other hand, was not. Of course, well, there's a there's oh, breaking wait, wait, news. Yeah. So, yeah. Save it, save it. Yeah, we got to yeah, get yeah. to it. All yeah. right. So the next one is pretty easy. Emily, favorite album? I mean, it, I don't think that's an easy question, but no. um, I'm going to go Dress to Kill just because it has my favorite song and many, many others uh, on that album. That's nice. You're getting Great bonus day. points for originality. Yes, you are. Because almost every guest that we have, 99% of them say rock and roll over. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There's, yeah, there's yeah, nothing wrong with by that. By far. Yeah. And we're talking yeah. all through the gamut. So, yeah. uh, Angie. Uh, fucking Destroyer. There you go. And for those who can't see, she is pointing to her official a coin Destroyer poster signed by all four original members in a frame. Yep. Right behind me. Incredible. Yeah, when we put an image up of all like who we had as guests on, we're definitely going to have that of you pointing to that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Should we give you a multiple choice, Alice? No, I, th- I think that Angie's answer was good enough that I, I can Perfect. be from this one. Okay. <laughs> good. I'm a Destroyer fan. It's one of those things of an album of a band that everybody likes so much that now it becomes like anti-cool like oh everybody picks the story so it's not that cool anymore i think it was just the first one i heard so it was yeah you know, there you it's go that, it's that thing yeah yeah yep yep nostalgia melanie I'm gonna answer for melanie because she's on a theme okay. i'm gonna say animalize yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you real are you really picking are you really picking animalize yes <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> she read my mind we that's had okay i love that theme. album she really likes. I uh, think somebody Psycho else Circus. is taking. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh no 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 no. We don't want that album. No. Talk about points for originality, Melanie. You may have been the first to ever pick Animalize. No, I think it was. <laughs> I think there was somebody else that picked it too. Believe now, it or not. Now yeah. ask her to name one song off of the record. She knows. <laughs> um, now I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck's on that? Um, Heaven's I on fire. Heaven's on you fire. know that. You know that's that song. That's there you mean. go. That's yeah, She's like, what? What's that? Song? Taking you higher. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, Emily, uh, how many KISS concerts have you ever been to? Um, I have been to, well, not counting the cruise. I've been to three before that. So I saw the, when they did the first reunion with everybody at Madison Square Garden. And then I saw that a few other times, like a few more times. And then I saw, um, I think once Tommy came into the picture one time. And then I saw them the three times on the cruise. Nice. Nice. All right, Angie. All right. Well, I'm going to have to tell you my, the greatest kiss story of all time while I tell you how many times I've seen them. The the Uh last question I'm going to ask you is your favorite kiss memory. So this might be both of yours, right? There you go. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I saw them at some point that I don't really remember when when Bruce Kulik and Eric, I guess, were both in the band. Then I saw a bunch of shows on the on the first reunion t- tour, including the show at, at Dodger Stadium where they played for about a hundred of us. It was okay. the rehearsal show. Oh um, wow. You saw I that. saw them play, I saw them play 
a bunch of times in rehearsal studios because I'll tell you the story. But the best one is when they played for just me in a room about the size of my living room, the four original members of the band. What? Um, so what? this is a very crazy story, but it's absolutely true. Okay. The, the first time the four original members of the band played together electrically after the, the, the unplugged thing where they got back together and they played the first time the four of them played together, even one note, there were five people in the room, Gene, Paul, Ace, Peter, and me. Okay. You got it. That's <laughs> you, you got it. You got to tell us yeah. how that happened. Okay. So, uh, back in the day before they did the unplugged thing, that version of kiss would rehearse at this, at the studio that I worked at here in LA coal rehearsal studios. And at the time, Tommy was actually working for kiss. Yep. Right. Um, and after the, after that thing, the, after the, you know, unplugged. unplugged thing, when everyone thought they were going to get back together, I got a call from Tommy and he said, Hey, we need to book a room. I can't tell you who it's for. And I was like, Hey, Tommy, like, um, if I think it's cool, I'm going to give you a better rate. So what is it? And he was like, you can't say anything to anybody, but kiss is coming in the real kiss. So over the course of a few weeks, first, Peter came, Peter, Peter's drums came and Peter was learning the songs on on a boom box of headphones. Then Tommy came with Ace and was teaching Ace his own solos. <laughs> this is probably stuff you guys probably already know this. Yeah. Yeah. Gotten out. Yep. Um, then I think Paul came or Gene, one of either Gene or Paul came first, but the other one wasn't there. There was a there was a gym across the street, Gold's Gym. They're mm-hmm. kind of famous Hollywood gym where like Fabio and people like that would be working yeah. out. And those guys were all working out at the gym. Like I think that the one of the conditions of Ace and Peter rejoining was they yep. had to get in yep. shape. Yes. So they would come in and like little nylon running shorts and like <laughs> t-shirts and they were rehearsing. But oh, no. But there at you know, first it was just, you know, Ace and Peter with Tommy and like Ed Cannon, who was Peter's drum tech. But at one point, all four of them came and they got in the room together. But the PA had no microphones because nobody had been singing. Right. So the four of them were in the room. They're tuning up the guitars. I think Spike was the guitar tech at the time. He was, they were all in there. And then somebody came out and they were like, can we get some microphones to put in the room? So I said, sure. I went in the room with the fucking microphones and everybody left. And I put them on the stands and I checked the mics and I was like, I'm going to fucking stay in here and watch what happens. (laughs) So I went to the console and pretended I was mixing, which is bullshit. It's a rehearsal studio. There was like, (laughs) there was, there was just mics on the vocals. Nothing else was mic, but I was standing there and Gene looked at them and said, let's play deuce. And they fucking played deuce right in front of me. They had never, the four of them had not played together in whatever that was 17 years. And I was the only person there. Damn. I went outside, I picked up the phone, I started calling my friends and people started showing up and they were hiding in the storage lockers of the studio, yeah. like to listen through the wall of it <laughs> happening. So, but, but I, God's honest truth. And these guys can tell you, cause they all know I work there. I was the only person there when the four of them played together the first time. That is by far one of the greatest stories we've had on the show. And we've had some pretty awesome stories. That's some insider shit right there. Yeah, And then wow. I, 
I was there for the, they, they rehearsed all of that stuff until they moved to SIR and they went to a couple mm-hmm. bigger studios. Then they came back and they did all the pre-pro for Psycho, uh, Psycho Circus there. And then they rehearsed for that tour there. I actually, my drum, all my drum stands that I still use to this day were all Peter's from the, from the reunion tour. No shit. When they came back from the reunion tour, Peter gave me a bunch of his stands wow. and they still have numbers on them. Like, like seven. Cause, was, yeah. cause he had like seven Tom stands, you know? Wow. So yeah. Yeah. That's so, a yeah, story. That's, that that's a so freaking story. My favorite right there. concert is of course that one, the yeah. one that they played. That is the, a, an the, incredible story. Wow. Yeah. And the, the, what was the number? Like 20, 30 times you've probably seen them. I don't know. Well, I mean, they were playing next to my head for like ah, six months. Right, like it right. Was, it, was, it was months and months where they were rehearsing. So I heard them over and over and over. And one of my favorites is then they would come from Gold's Gym dressed in, you know, workout clothes and they would put the boots on so they could oh. rehearse, like not falling oh, down. All the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would they'd be like, they come out in the hall, like in like nylon running shorts and a tank top <laughs> with, with those fucking boots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the best. The oh my god, that's incredible! That's yeah. fucking awesome, yeah. Alice. Yeah. You got a story like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw them for the first time on the Kiss Cruise. Okay, the, what'd you think? Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's fun. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and it's a stripped down show. But time, yeah. So that's your first. Is that? Did you get it? Did you guys like, I don't know. Do you guys interact? Do you guys get a chance to see the artists and everybody? No, no, not really. I mean, we did our our autograph signing and they were sitting across from us. So, I mean, that was like, I I could have stood in line. I kind of wanted to. (laughs) We'll get, we'll get into all the, we'll get into all the crew stuff. We'll get into that in a minute. Let's let, yeah, definitely. Cause we have a ton of questions about, about your cruise experience too. Yeah. Did you have any kiss memories growing up or anything like that? Or you just ah, kiss? They suck. I ain't listening to that. Show. No, I never thought they sucked. It just never came yeah. into. I don't know why. I mean, I guess just living in Vermont, being like a hippie oh, kid. I mean, I, wow. That's but, probably like, a good reason. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I heard Ozzy and Sabbath, but somehow like kiss just never came into my circle. I don't know. Yeah. And they That's have fair. a, a, a real fair. good connection too. Because uh, like Paul and Sharon are like as close as can be. They love each other. And, uh, and there's a lot of mutual admiration. If you see docs and stuff, it's always like Gene will be bragging about Ozzy and stuff. And Ozzy will always say positive things about Kiss. So they always had some good interaction. And sh- we all know Sharon's not the easiest to get along with. So the fact that she likes Paul and Gene is kind of rare. And she's because Paul's not that's because Paul's not easy to get along with either. No one of their buddies. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's because they're all business. Those guys are very all much business. all business. Yeah, that, and so been, is she. You know what I yeah, mean? That's true. Yeah. Which Good is point. like when I and when I notice there, you know, that I mean, obviously, this is nothing that everyone doesn't know, but but having been in in very close proximity to them for a long period of time, you know, you could see what didn't work was the fact that like Ace was a fucking rock star, like and he wanted to act yep. like a rock star, you know? Yeah. And like, and Peter less so, but still like those guys were like still kind of seventies rock stars. And sure. and at, by that time, this was the 90s or nineties, like Paul and Ace and Paul and Gene were just, they were like fucking businessmen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they're, they are obviously rock stars, yep. but you know, they had, they were like, you know, they came to work and they went home and the other guys were like, 
you know, Rock Ace stars. was showing up like all crazy, like and yep. doing crazy shit. But you know, yep. that's why he's Ace. You know, yeah. yep, lovable Ace. <laughs> all right, Melanie. How many concerts and favorite memory, if you have any? Two concerts. Okay. The one outside on the cruise with the, <laughs> yes. and the one inside. <laughs> the one inside on Halloween with the makeup. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Super cool. So glad I got to see both. Okay. Um, yeah. But I do have a cool memory. I, I did go to a wedding uh, last year where Paul's Motown band. Oh, was, Soul Station. Soul, yeah. Soul Station. Yeah. Was the um was the entertainment and that was no shit surprise. yeah so wow. it was it was really cool you know there's only a couple hundred people at the wedding yeah. and, and he was really good yeah that we we actually did an episode on that we reviewed that album when it came out and uh, Zeus and I our music tastes run the gamut of everything so we went into it with like an open mind and uh, it was a it was a pleasant surprise it really was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. yeah, I like his. I love the '60s and Motown music and stuff. Yeah. How did it? Because there's that story and the rumor all the time about him in tracks. Did he sound like he was singing live? The best of your knowledge? I really think so. Yeah. Okay. It it really did sound like it to me. I know okay. they say it's a different voice that he's using when he sings those type of songs versus like the high, like the rock songs he sings for Kiss. Yeah. Um, there were so, a decent amount of background singers, though. So, oh sure. Oh, yeah. I know he yeah. does, and those singers yeah. can really sing. Alice, you, this is more in your department. Use a different voice, right? Singing like Motown stuff. I'm assuming than his, then, the, his then when you the, 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 when you're singing like War Pigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they think that he can get away with it because he's using a different, I don't know, tone or whatever he's using, yeah. but. And yeah. that's why he can hit those Motown stuff, but he struggles when he sings the other Kiss songs live. But I'm I'm curious to hear that. That's great. Yeah, I wow. haven't heard that. I haven't heard him do that stuff before. I'd like to though. I love Motown. He's good at it. I mean, you yeah. got to give him credit. He's good his at band it, so. is incredible. That that backup band that he has, insane. They're, they're pretty talented band. Yeah, that's really that's cool. All right, so let's it's shift gears for a minute. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get. We'll, <laughs> We'll get back into Kiss in a minute, but let's start, you know, obviously you guys are Black Sabbath, the, the the Sabbath band. So first question, why, in a, in a, and I mean this like in a good way, why Sabbath? What, how, how did you guys all come together and say, let's do Sabbath and let's do it the way that no one has ever done it before? Because I'll tell you right now, I've been on two Kiss cruises, seen all the bands, and I'm not, you could ask Zeus, you could listen to our previous recap episodes. You guys were, for me personally, were an absolute highlight of the cruise. Like incredible, incredible performances. And I felt bad that you guys were shoved into those tiny little clubs, especially that place in, over by Magnums, where like you were oh, like yeah. six inches from the ceiling. But that that's the cruise. But t- but tell tell everybody like sabbath how did that how did how one did last pull? thing tom i want to oh, jump yeah. on that yeah. so i put our poll and i showed it to angie i put our poll the four bands in sneak peek the other three bands are coming on too on this yeah. episode oh, later on so but i put all four of you guys up you guys won the poll oh, so, yeah. Nice. yeah i, I saw guess. that yeah and yep. uh and i could tell you from not just tom but us me being there and i saw you guys separately from him we weren't even together watching you right and it's word of mouth the word of mouth like you can't so people that missed your first show 
were, were all, all yeah. told, don't miss them again. Yep. You, you got to right. go see them. So kudos to you guys. You really, really oh, impressed you. everybody. You know, yeah. thank you. So, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so no. So I was just going to say, tell us how four women get together and say, let's do Sabbath. I mean, the short answer is it's my favorite band of all time. Okay. And, and the answer to the second question was why do it like that? So authentically or whatever is the same answer. Okay. Um, you know, um, it started with me and very quickly, Melanie was with me, um, before we even played the first show. Um, but I started it with friends of mine and then, and one by one, you know, we kind of picked them off and replaced them with great, you know, players and singers. And then I was friends with Emily because we had been in a band before. So when we were looking to replace the guitar player, I actually called Emily and was like, like me and Mel were in a bar, like, what are we going to do? We need to get, find the best guitar player in the world. And, and I was like, let me call Emily and see if she knows anybody thinking full on Emily's in five fucking bands. She can't do this band. And she's yep. like, well, I want to do it. I'm like, great. What are you doing Thursday? You know? And um, that's awesome. And uh, you know, and I knew from being friends with Emily that she was a massive Sabbath fan and she has the, you know, the right hand of God for that, you know, that Tony rhythm sound Indeed. In, Indeed. in her hand. And, um, and then when we found Alice, it was like, you know, it was like finding, you know, a lost sister. Like, you know, we, she was also an artist, like all, all four, all the rest of us are like, we all had our own bands. We all make original music. And, and we were looking for someone who wasn't, you know, a cover band singer. We wanted someone who was a Sabbath freak, but who wanted to do this in addition to what she does for her own, you know, um, creative output. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that we, we love fucking Sabbath. And when my edict from the beginning was like, we don't do this unless it's right. Cause if I go mm -hmm. to see somebody and they play Sabbath songs and they're not right, I'm not happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so like, so, you know, I, I really wanted to go see black Sabbath in the seventies and I couldn't do it. So I basically invented it so I could see it from behind, mm, you know, nice. cause I'm the drummer, you know? So, yeah. um, and you know, everybody in the band, I think feels the exact same way. We like, I mean, I'll let somebody else answer, but I feel like we have, we have ownership of this material. We don't play it like their covers. We play it like it means something to us. And like, these are our songs. Well, that's the thing. And, and just before somebody else jumps in. So we were at the, the, the first show. Cause you know, when you're on the cruise, everybody's all over the place, splitting up and, you know, trying to keep schedules. And that next morning, the people who weren't at your first show, like Zeus said, I said, guys, you, you take a look at the schedule. You have to see them uh, because they are nailing every note, every tone. It, 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 it was just, it was an uncanny experience. It really, I mean, you got, it was really, it was really awesome. Um, I just want to get that out there. I know I'm kind of really gushing, but that's how I am when it comes to bands that impress me. So. No, but, I, it, I super appreciate that. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I, the whole reason I wanted to play guitar was because I wanted to play like Tony Iommi. So, yep. you know, having an opportunity, you know, all my other bands are kind of been that, sound anyway so having an opportunity um to play black sabbath live is both challenging and rewarding and super exciting i mean we've all seen a million sabbath cover bands i'm mm -hmm. sure live and you leave disappointed yep. so, yes know, the idea is like you don't leave disappointed you know and and you know nowadays you're not really going to be able to see sabbath Right. You know, that much longer and it's kind of changed. And, you know, the idea that we can do it um, kind of as they 
were when, mm-hmm. when, you know, those albums came out is, you know, you don't get to see that live now. So we want yeah. to bring that to people. Yeah. Alice. Yeah. yeah. Talk, okay. talk to us about like doing Ozzy, you know, like, 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 yeah. like, like capturing that, capturing that, that energy and that spirit of Ozzy. Well, Ozzy taught me to sing because I, I just, I love rock and roll. My mom is a jazz singer, but I just okay. connected with rock and roll immediately. And the only thing that really I could sing in my key, like I, I never, like I, mean, I love Bowie and I, but I can't sing that stuff. So like Oz, everything that Ozzy ever sang is right in, it's in the perfect register for me. So I didn't have to change the key. I didn't have to, so I could always sing it. And I just always did. Ozzy was my first concert. And then um, I found Black Sabbath after Ozzy's solo stuff. Um, yep. And so, you know, I've always done original bands and I always have covered Ozzy songs or uh, Sabbath songs. And um, when I, you know, when I found out that Black Sabbath was looking for a singer, I just sort of, I had a couple friends point me in the direction and I was like, hee hee hee, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Melody. I saw her. She, uh, oh, she oh. tagged us on Instagram and I was like, I saw it and I was like, who's this chick? And I looked at her ah, Instagram yeah. and, I, and I saw her solo music and I was like, and I, and I told the other, I told Melanie and Emily, I was like, I think, I, I don't know, but I think I found this. I think, I, I think I found the girl that that's going to be our, our singer. I, I don't even, I don't even know if she can sing the Sabbath stuff, but I like her. She looks, she looks cool. I think she is cool. And thankfully she was fucking cool. Nice. The Melanie, magic. Of, me- yeah. The magic of Instagram and social it's, media. It's true. It's yeah. true. It, uh, it makes me curious that like how musicians and other artists, they, they still use it just like podcasters use it. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. And that's great that it worked out that way. I'm sorry, Melanie, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, truth be told, um, Angie called me up and asked me to come and and play in this project. And um, I had very um, surface level knowledge of Sabbath, to be honest. And Mm -hmm. um, and she said, but I had played with Angie and other bands, which Mm -hmm. we were great rhythm section. And I really, really loved and valued that relationship um, and what we did together. So I didn't want to say no, but she was like, you know what, learn war pigs because that kind of covers so much of <laughs> everything. It just, you come in and jam this one song with us. And then you tell me you don't want to do this. And yep. sure enough. Um, I mean, it took me like three weeks to learn that song. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm never fucking going to be. But, but, and, and sometimes I still do that with, with some songs, but it takes a minute, you know, to get it right. But man, it really, not only have I completely fallen in love with the band um, and yeah. you know, done a deep dive, but become a way better player. And I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. I love that Mel just, she's like, uh, you know, it's like, learn how to play bass like Geezer Butler. Oh, no sweat. Took me like three weeks. And then yeah, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> she blows my mind. No, I, the, like, I'm, I'm, Emily, I'm glad you said that because she's like, yeah, I was a surface level Sabbath player. It took me three weeks to play War Pigs. I'm like, okay, that's like a gift all, that it only took you three yeah. weeks to play she, War Pigs. She's leaving out two very important parts of the story. One. Okay. She's a fucking incredible bass player. And the reason why we I saw, we saw. With me yep. is that she's my favorite bass player of all time. And we play together like hand in glove, like we're yep. a great rhythm section. And so I really, and she's one of my best friends. So I wanted her to be in the band with me. So she said, I don't know. I don't know these songs or whatever. 
what she's forgetting is I invited her over and we sat in this very room and we opened We had a bottle of wine. And I got her, got her super drunk and we played <laughs> and I played war pigs on the stereo, super fucking loud. And then she was yeah. like, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. And then she went home and spent three weeks learning the song. Nice. But yeah. I mean, she, That's- I mean, you know, of course, it took her three weeks to learn the song because she had fucking never heard it before. <laughs> right. She's like, I mean, she's the greatest bass player on earth. So, That's but awesome. like you, you just heard three out of the four of us literally said the re- like I grew up, the, I learned how to play drums from day one, listening to Sabbath. Like that was yeah. my teacher and, and Emily and Alice, the three of us, like, that's how we learned how to be musicians. Yeah. So of course, like it's just innately, we sound like that. Right. You know, I play drums like Bill Ward on other projects that I'm not even trying to sound like him because that's just how I sound. Yep. Yep. You know, because that's what I did when I learned, you know? Yeah. But I think like a compliment to bands like yours is uh, for me, I look at it is like, I don't want to see a cover band. I want to see a band that kind of channels the band and get that vibe. And it seems like that's what you guys show when we saw you live. Like you get the vibe you get, you feel like that band is being honored, respected. It's coming with a little bit of a twist. You got four girls out there rocking and making it like, I don't know, seeing it live. Because like you said, I never got to see them live. I certainly didn't see them in the seventies, but that's the closest we'll get. But you feel that energy. And you don't feel, oh, it's a, just a cheap knockoff in a Gene Simmons suit in bad makeup. Because we see that with bad Kiss bands all the time. Yep. Okay. But there are some, like you, or Bruce Kulick band, Todd Kearns, I, I say it all the time. He channels Paul Stanley without acting like Paul Stanley. Right. And I feel right. the same way with you guys. We, it's the respect. It's, you know, uh, talent. And it, it's you guys kind of doing it. It's not just, okay, this is the part where I do this. This is the part where Ozzy sings the, you guys are doing it your way, but it's with respect in, you know, class towards the band that you guys love. Well, and it makes sense too talking to you guys, knowing that you grew up and you, you have, you've loved Sabbath all along. So like, like Zeus said, like cover bands, probably not a good word. Tribute band is probably the better way to say it because you're taking that passion of a band that you grew up and learned how to play from. And you care so much about it. Like, it's not like Zeus said, we've, we've personally seen some kiss cover bands and God love them. They're doing, they're they're doing, they're doing the best that they can, you know, they're doing the best that they can. But at the end of the day, you're just like, eh, but, but seeing you guys, I mean, when Alice pulls out the harmonica for the wizard, you're like, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, it's like, holy shit. I don't think there's, I don't see, you don't need to say cover in front of it. I just think they're an awesome band band. Right. 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 I will look from now on like, oh, shit, are they coming to the Northeast? And that's a kind of a hint. Maybe you should come out this way if you get it. We, we play. We play. Are you in Boston? Is that where you are? Yeah. 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 Based on the accent and the hat. What uh, accent? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I know. Um, I know you're from Queens, so I had to put my socks hat on. Um, so. okay. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually a, I, even though I'm from Queens, I'm not a Mets fan. I am, in fact, a rabid. Yankees fan. Ooh. Um, oh, we could do this. We could do this with you all day. Back that's, in that's trouble. We're we're not, I'm not, not going to engage. I'm right. not going to engage. Okay. Don't. We, but we, in fact, were, we played Boston. Um, when were we there? Like, like recently, uh, right? Like oh, over the summer, right? Oh, no shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, we played at, um, at what is it? A city winery in Boston. Okay. Well, this is your invitation yeah. to come back. 
Yes. And we play Providence. We played Providence a bunch, and we play we play up there. You know, we we'll be back. We'll be back there. Do you um? Like, do you guys ever summer. go to Hampton? Um, uh, casino ballroom up in New up in New Hampshire. Oh no, I don't think so. No, there's yeah, because yeah, there's there's a ton of clubs a and, of, and venues up there. Yeah, the place is packed in the summer with bands playing everywhere up there. Yeah, the okay, hard cool. rock kind of thing up there is yeah. a pretty good uh, niche there. But so uh, one, going one, one thing before, because I, I want to get back to the cruise real quick, because we know your time is valuable, so thank you. But tell me if, if if there is an answer for this. You guys stick to the Aussie catalog. Is that's that right, a, yeah. is that and that's a conscious decision to stick with the Aussie catalog? It has to be all all four members have to be there, or we don't. So we don't play thirteen. We don't do anything that everybody's not on. And 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 for us, I think it's be, it. I don't think it, I know it's because. I like the Dio records, you know, yep. I like the Ian Gillen record. I know that Emily does. I know that, you know, but that's a different band. Sure. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. and it's a different vibe. And yep. for me, Sabbath is all about that 70s swing. And they're more of that hippie kind of like acid rock um, jam band thing that Sabbath had that the 80s Sabbath just doesn't have. Like, right. And that's not to say that it's not good. It's different just band. not what we're doing. And sure. we have an identity for a band that we enjoy that feel. And, and I just don't, it just doesn't fit in, yeah. in the thing. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I know these, we, we talk about this all the time. We'll be like on the road and a Sabbath song will come on in a restaurant or on the radio. And it's almost like, Oh, that's, Oh, that, oh that's not us. Like, <laughs> like, it's almost like, you know, like, like that's our song. You right. Know right. I mean? Like, yeah. like, you know, here. It's so cool. Yep. That's just kind of how we feel about it. Yeah. You know? And uh, you know, I just don't get that same feel from, you know, from the DL records or the sure. yeah, different bands. Like when Sammy yeah. Hagar took over for David Lee Roth, still a great band, but it's just a different band. Yeah. It's know? a different so band. To, be, yeah. to piggyback on that. You don't do Aussie stuff ever. No. Yeah. yeah. And again, no, that's Aussie. a different band. Yeah. yeah it's a different yeah. band. Yeah. You know? so I mean, Bill, go Bill, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, Andrew. Go. Bill Ward has to be there. Geezer has to be there. Tony sure. Has to be there. And I'll gotcha. has to be there. Yeah. yeah so so tell us real quick, or, or it doesn't have to be real quick. How did you, how did the whole thing work with the cruise? Like with you guys, like how, how were you, how were you informed that you were on the cruise? What was your reaction? Were, were any of you like, wait, kiss has a cruise. What the hell is that? What are we doing on a oh, boat? I've like, been wanting to go on the kiss cruise. for years. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. so, Emma, so very excited. When okay. We got the offer. Okay. So were you guys, <laughs> so were you guys like lobbying to get like, how does that work? Cause no, Zeus just... and I would, Zeus and I were talking about that. Cause obviously we're not in the business. We're, I'll, I'll, we're let fans. me jump in Tom real quick. Yeah, I ahead. had a friend tell me and I doubted their, their, what they told me. And they said, Paul, Paul and Doc pick the bands. I'm like, Paul Stanley does not sit there and pick. He doesn't know any of this shit. He goes, no, Paul Stanley and Doc pick the bands and say, these are the bands we want. And uh, what's the what, uh, six men go six get man. them. That's what I was told. Is that accurate well, or no? I mean, I didn't get an email from Paul Stanley, but we did get an email <laughs> from, got an email from six man just saying like, hey, this is, you know, so-and-so from six man. And, you know, he, he, we were, we want you guys on the cruise. And they made an offer. I asked for more money and we got more money. Good and, nice. uh, and, uh, and then we said, yeah, we were literally, I mean, it's a good, we were, we were in England for almost a month just before oh, it. So it's a good wow. thing. We were getting back. We got home. We were home for what a week. And then we went and then we left on the cruise. So, um, so yeah, no, they just, they emailed us and we said, yes. So Emily, yeah, said, Emily, you know, Emily was pumped. Emily was pumped. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was pumped. 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I I like the rock cruise and I love the kiss, you know, the kiss angle. So I was I was very excited to um, go. On I mean, in all honesty, <laughs> the person who was probably least pumped was me because not because I don't like kiss, but just because that the idea of being on a cruise didn't appeal to me uh, that yeah. much. But now I'm I'm good with it. Well, we'll I mean, we'll go on. We'll do it again next year if they ask us for sure. You know, I had never been on a cruise before, so it it seemed like I felt like, ooh, like, am I going to get seasick? Like, is a bunch of like yeah, crazy old people playing shuffleboard, which <laughs> Melanie and I, which I Melanie and I, Melanie I and I did, and they threw us off the shuffleboard court because we, it was too late at night. We were wow. playing shuffleboard. Yeah, <laughs> but I won. I, I, I saw yeah. over Melanie won. Yeah people being on it. I mean, I was destroyed after five days, so I cannot imagine the, the two timers like me. Oh, oh, I yeah. said, we said the exact That's same insane. thing. We said the exact same thing as we're, we're packing up our stuff the night before. I said, can you imagine, not that it wouldn't be a blast, but mentally and physically being able to handle another five days of this. Hell, you guys I didn't do both. You didn't do oh, two weeks. No, hell God, no. No. God, no, 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 God, yeah. no, no, way. no, fuck no, no way. No, that was um, never an option. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, um, the question I have is, do you guys do monsters of rock cruise? And have you guys looked into that? Um, um I, no, uh, we, we haven't. I mean, I, my, uh, I've been on, I was on the motorheads motorboat with, with my other band. That was okay. my, wow. okay. my only cruising experience. Very fun. Um, but I know there's a ton of these, these things and oh, yeah. Yeah. are awesome. And some are probably not awesome. <laughs> I think you can, maybe you can look into the beach boys. Uh, cruise. <laughs> they got one too, this which is a real, yeah, th- which is a real thing, gonna, by the way. Yeah. I think we're doing that one next. Uh, yeah. We're doing, yeah. we're doing pet. We're going to do pet sounds in its entirety. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah. Now when you got on there the is, cruise, did there you is get something to- called the seventies, the time life seventies yeah. cruise. And I think there's oh, an offer no. for us to do that. It's like really it's like Rick Wakeman. And all this, like, I don't really? know. Really, it's still like I, I, it hasn't been nailed down yet, but I, but I know. But we yeah, do there's a, lot a bunch of, of them. Yeah, there are a like bunch we, of themes like that. They have. I don't, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know if people on a time life cruise would be able to handle you guys. <laughs> well, it's a seventies cruise, so like it's seventies music. So okay. So whether I mean, that, I know, I, whether I know, that means it's like Three Dog Night and like Eleven Spoonful. Well, that's or, what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I don't Black know. Sabbath <laughs> is seventies, but be careful. You might yeah. have like Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah, 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 so yeah, so is like. Yeah, so was yeah. bread in the carpenters. So yeah. I mean, I just don't hey. know if you fit in there. I'm a yeah. huge carpenters fan. No, I'm so. just saying okay. I don't know if right. your music fits in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Did you guys catch uh, I think Sebastian did War Pigs, didn't he? Uh, yeah. yes, I caught that. Yeah. Um, I was actually bummed, not bummed, but since we were on week two, I had wanted to see LA Guns on week one. So I yeah. was you know, when Tracy Guns came out to play yep. with Sebastian. So yeah, right. I think we all caught the war pigs. Yeah. Right after, right after that thing, I was in the artist lounge, and the guy, all the Sebastian guys, they were like, "Where were you? We wanted you to play War Pigs with us." I'm like, "What do you mean? Where was I? No one told me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I, I was there watching you. Like, should I have just known to jump on the on the stage? Like, you know, if someone jumped on my stage, I wouldn't be too thrilled about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then right. they were like, "We want you to play it tomorrow." So I was like, "Great." And then the next day. They moved. They ended up moving their set because of the weather. Remember? Yes. And, yes, and, it, yes. and yeah. it ended up super early, and and I couldn't go do it because we were sound checking oh, for God. our show. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but, yeah. I was like, "Where were you?" I'm like, "What do you? Where was I?" Like, yeah. You, 
Why didn't you tell me? And I you should have said there. to him, where were you last year when you missed the fucking cruise when you oh, were supposed yeah, I heard, to be on the- I heard that story, yeah. He literally yeah. missed the boat. He didn't get on the boat last year. They, they had a, Oh, yeah, they had, a, they had to shuffle up the entire lineup. So last year, they were supposed to do what he did this year, the Sebastian Bach jam thing. He, he didn't get on the boat last year. There's a bunch of stories why that people have heard about why he didn't get on the boat. But so what they did last year was they did a super jam with members from of, every band that yeah, was on the cruise except right. for Kiss. So you'd have like the lead singer from Night Ranger would come out and then say like Angie would be the drummer and then you'd have like the guitar player from whoever would come and then they'd yeah. play like, you know, ACDC music or something. It was pretty wild. It was pretty wild. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's what was supposed to happen this year, but nobody, none of us, none of the other band knew that. So yeah. none of us, we were there watching it, but we yeah. weren't, we weren't standing backstage to be right. called on stage. It's like, and it just felt a little like weird and like, like presumptuous to be sure you know what I mean like oh yeah like where were you like, yeah I know so like I did in fact uh judge the drum off with Eric though which was oh okay quite, which was quite hilarious because um uh pardon me which uh, which of the sweet brothers is the drummer uh, oh Robert uh, in Stryper. yeah yeah so Robert Sweet was backstage and he was he was trying to show all of us all the other drummers like it was like me and uh, Eric and uh, the uh, drummer from Black Label and uh, Robert and you know a bunch of people and he was trying to show us this video of him from the eighties playing a hundred and ten piece drum set. Oh but Jesus! As you guys know, the internet was so bad on the boat. Oh, oh it was terrible. You, you couldn't oh, even download an email. So he's we're all standing there waiting for his phone <laughs> to load a YouTube clip. You know, yeah, and good we're luck. Like, you know, we're all like, um, okay, like, how much this is, take, is, this is taking too long, buddy? Yeah, he better pray to Jesus to get that fucking internet working because it wasn't going to work on its own. Yeah, yeah it was very. It funny. was brutal. Any other yeah. funny stories you got from the cruise? Because I, I mean, never mind just the people watching on that cruise. You could have stories for months, but anything else crazy happen along the way? Oh my God! I mean, I don't know what what didn't happen. <laughs> I. Uh oh. Uh oh. What does that mean? No, I, I, I don't know. You know, I was, I was actually listening to your recap, right. Of, yep. It's interesting. Like the, the, it's like, everyone's on the same, <laughs> the same boat and, but you can kind of, you know, have these like divergent uh, experiences, right. Oh, totally. Depending yeah. on what you, yeah, cause you didn't go into the men's bathroom across from the, well, that's what <laughs> I, I heard about this. And uh, we didn't have that problem like at all. It yeah, was across from the buffet. Like, you didn't hit that bathroom. Oh, what, yeah, what no, was happening? Like, what was happening in the men's bathroom? Uh, um, it, was, it, was, it wasn't uh, good. It there was wasn't like a guy up. with a hazmat suit that came in. Then there was oh, a, right. like a yard waste bag out in front. It was, it, yeah, it just it, smelled like, there was something bad. Throw yeah. up, puke, <laughs> shit, and death. Oh my god! And citrus, because <laughs> yeah, they had a yeah. lot of citrus in the bathrooms there. Oh my god! You know, you I know, did you know go what? to the. Uh, I went to the pizza thing, the Paul's. Oh, pizza oh thing. god! You got his oh. orange flavored pizza. His orange. No, that was his. Own, I had the, the pasta at the. Oh, that, that was the pasta. <laughs> You're right, Tom. Sorry. Oh, good. Come on. Yeah. Very nope. rock starish. Here's my fucking orange juice pasta. No, no, no self-respecting <laughs> Italian puts orange juice in their, orange in their pasta. Orange juice pasta? Wait, what? So so what at, pa- so it's in the, his at, recipe. So at one of the events, the, the Paul Stanley kitchen thing where he, he cooks yeah, with yeah, the yeah. chef and everything, yeah. and he's making pasta, and he started to pour orange juice into his pasta sauce. <laughs> See, look at Angie's face. 
Well, you know, you know, I'm I'm 100 percent Sicilian, so right. yeah. I'm the last name like I see Scarpa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent Italian. So one of the guys even said, Paul, and he was trying to do it like with a straight face, like, Paul, can you tell us why are you putting orange juice in your sauce? And Paul was like, well, you know, it brings out the f- aroma. And I'm like, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Nobody puts. So so when they served the pasta in the buffet and somebody said, oh, Paul didn't make that batch of pasta. It tasted like somebody poured a bottle of orange juice over it. It was horrendous. Just horrendous. Horrendous. Is that is that true, Emily? You had some, right? It, it did have a citrus note. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. note it tasted yeah. like the, the note, shit that was in the bathroom. Yeah. That's why a- that bathroom was stinking so bad. It was the fucking <laughs> pasta. People were shitting out. It was horrendous. I'm glad, I'm glad you got to hear it because, uh, yeah, everyone has different experiences on the cruise. But in the end, it, it's like, I don't know, like a bunch of people all enjoying good music. For the most part, everyone's getting along great. There's booze, there's unlimited food, unlimited music, and you can meet people, hang out, have fun. It's really win-win, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, a it was great. And then having it be like Halloween, you know, there were yeah. some extra like crazy people, you know, dressed up, running sure. around, shenanigans. Yeah. I, I, I think it was a very odd. What were you wearing, Alice? Because you got your hand up. Oh, I had a couple of costumes. I filled a whole suitcase with costumes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's all she brought. Yeah, you came <laughs> out one you came out one night with something on your head, like cat ears or, or whatever it was. Or it was They're bat ears. Bat ears. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, it was like, bear with me. It was around midnight. I was a couple of drinks deep into your show. So I, I saw something. It's okay. It, it did seem like a like an odd choice to me though, for them to not have us play on Halloween night. Yeah. Like you go through all the trouble of booking Black Savage. And then, I mean, I guess Kiss played Halloween night. So maybe it was probably for the best because we, you know, would have, everyone would have been at Kiss. But, um, you know, like that's, it's Sabbath. Like, yeah. this, this, you know, we should have played that night, you know, it's a good but point. whatever. It's a good point. Yeah. So, so what do you guys have lined up next? Any, any, are you guys taking a break? Do you have any shows or touring going anywhere? <laughs> what do you guys have lined up? Oh, uh, we're home for the holidays, but, uh, okay, we're, good. We're right now, we're going back to the UK in May. Um, okay. And I, I think we're going to do some, some uh, like West Coast and Mountain West touring before then, like uh, Colorado, you know, uh, that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. place, you know, on um, this side of the, this side <laughs> yeah. of the Midwest. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, Emily, you're, Emily, you're in a few other bands, you said. Can you tell us, tell us what you're doing outside of this band? Um, so, uh, I'm in fireball ministry. Yep. So I, um, and we're, we are kind of like writing new stuff, but we don't have like touring plans. I think if we play, it'll be like local, like mm-hmm. locally, you know, like LA shows, um, coming up. And then, uh, I have another band called Hex and Dagger, but we're kind of spread across, across the globe. <laughs> We've got okay. uh, England and <laughs> California. So it's, uh, a long distance scenario. Um, okay. Yeah, the bulk of my touring is with these lovely ladies, and um, and awesome. it's very very fun. <laughs> awesome. So tell us, so Angie, tell us where our so our listeners obviously going to love you guys. Where can people find you? Uh, social media, you know, all, all that stuff. Where can people, if they're interested in, in you, and buy some merch or follow you guys or what? Where where can we find you? 
Yeah, I mean, the easiest thing is just go to blocksavage.com and then all the links to all of our stuff is there. But if you, our store is there so you can buy shirts and hats and pins and all kinds of things. Um, but also, you know, on Facebook, just search Black Savage on Instagram, Twitter, you know, all those things. Um, yeah, you can find out what we're doing. Uh, there, we also have a massive YouTube page. We have, you know, there's lots and lots and lots of videos of us on YouTube. So you can just awesome. search Black Savage and, or you can go to our uh, YouTube page and, um, yeah, uh, awesome. like us, like us on the socials and mm-hmm. you'll know what we're up to. Um, we'll be, we'll be posting some, you know, um, some new, uh, um, tour dates really soon. Awesome. Yeah. We just got home from doing a lot of touring. So right now we're like, sure. <laughs> <Taking a break. laughs> yeah. we're yeah. like, Oh, can we stay? Well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Zeus, anything else? No, I just wanted to thank the ladies for coming yeah. on. You guys, uh, I- I'm telling you when we were like, okay, let's get some bands. Let's, you know, if we can interview them and we reached out to you and you guys are gracious enough to get back to us and work this thing out. And, uh, originally I'm like, yeah, we got a couple of them. And then when Andrew's like, I got all four this time, Tom wakes up and he's at work at five. He's like, fuck this. I'm staying up and we're doing this. And, uh, thanks for staying awake. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> Absolutely. That's not I mean, we're on the We're on the West Coast, so it's it's, it's early yeah, for us. And, yeah. and believe me, we're honored to have you guys. Thank you for your time. And to all like our listeners and loudcasters out there, go blacksavage.com, I believe. Follow them, like them on all social media platforms. And uh, if they come around your town, you got to go see them and then tell us about it. Absolutely. So make sure you guys get on this because uh, you're, you're not going to be sorry. Ladies, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah thanks Emily, for having us. Emily, Melanie, Alice, Angie, they are Black Savage. They kick ass. Check them out, ladies. Thank you so much. Appreciate having all four of you guys at the same time. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye. All right. We have another amazing special guest. Fresh off the Kiss Cruise, we are joined by Bella, Ashley, and Faith of the female rock band Plush. We were lucky enough to see them a few times on the cruise. They kicked some major ass, and we're very excited to be joined by them. We're missing their powerhouse frontwoman, Mariah. She was unable to join us, but that's okay. Bella, Ashley, and Faith are going to take over. Welcome, ladies, to Shout It Out Loudcast. Thank you so much for having us. Awesome. All right, Zeus, take over. We're going to we're going to find right. out what these girls think of Kiss before we start talking about plush. So these are what we call the Murph questions. Murph was Tom's roommate. We're college buddies. Yeah. So this is uh some of the questions we ask every all our guests. So any of our rock star friends that come on, they get all these questions. So we're going to start. I'm going to go for my uh right top here and that's Faith. So you get the first one, pretty simple. Do you have a favorite Kiss member? Um, probably Eric Singer, just because he's a drummer and I'm a drummer too, and he kills it. He kills it live. I love watching him play. Okay, awesome, nice, cool. All right, Ashley, you're up. I'm gonna go Paul Stanley. Okay. Okay. All right. Bella. I think I'm gonna have to agree, Paul Stanley. Of course, uh-huh. everybody loves Paul. Yeah, we saw the nice photo he took of you ladies there too. I saw that online too. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool meeting him. He was super nice. That's awesome. Super That's nice. Awesome. Uh, all right, do you guys have a favorite Kiss song? And we'll start again with Faith. Um, my parents played a little bit of Kiss growing up. Sure, no, something was one they would play. Yes, sometimes. 
Excellent. Nice. Ashley? I love it loud. Nice. Okay, that, that was a fast answer. Okay. Bella? Uh, I don't know if I can narrow it down to just one. Um, I'd say maybe like lately, either Unholy or Parasite. Ooh, all right. The Gene stuff. Excellent. That's great. <laughs> all, all right. right. Do, you, do you guys have a favorite album, Kiss album? Faith. Um, Dynasty. Yes. Dynasty. That's a little off the board. That's great. I think that might be our first dynasty pick. I think so too. Yeah. That's awesome. We love that album. So oh, that's yeah. awesome. Ashley, what about you? Maybe Creatures of the Night. Oh, Ooh. Zeus loves creatures. Yeah. I do. Bella. Good I pick. It's revenge. Yes. All right. Oh, see, Bella's hitting them out of the park here. All right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like looking at Tom's picks or something, because these are he's like loving this shit. Yep. All right. So uh have you guys besides the cruise? How many have you been to any Kiss concerts? If so, how many? So Faith. This was actually my first time seeing them on the cruise. So okay. did you get to see them? You saw the um sail away show and an indoor show? Did you yes. see? Yeah, we uh, watched all of them on the cruise. Did you awesome. get to see both indoor shows? Yes, yes, I did. Awesome. They were great. Erks. We Very only cool. get one. And <laughs> some of us don't even I don't know if you guys are even aware of that. So we have a cabin of four. Only two of us get tickets. The other two yeah. people oh, really? buy tickets yeah. to the Kiss Cruise. Don't get tickets to see them inside. Do you believe that? <laughs> no way. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's how it is. First two in, get the tickets. The other ones, oh, I'm sorry. There's a capacity. You can't have that many people. So. So yeah. How do you figure out who gets the tickets? Rock, paper, scissors. Fuck it. I signed up first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys figure it out. Yeah. It's kind of messed up. But all right, Ashley, have you seen them other than the cruise? No, I haven't. And I thought it was hilarious that the first time I ever saw them, they didn't have makeup on. Oh, that's oh, right. That's the right. Sail yeah. The sail away show. That's right. I'm so like, did, this is crazy. Where, did, where, where is it? Where are their faces? Yeah. Did you see them both shows as well? Like the I both did. indoors as well? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. All right, Bella. It sounded like you saw them before the cruise. Yes. Um, I honestly don't even know how many times. Really? All right. Didn't you say you're like 18? I'm 20. Oh, okay. you're 20. Actually, the first time I saw them was uh my second concert ever. I believe it was the Live 35 tour. I was like seven or something. Nice. <laughs> so your so parents I'll... must have been into KISS, I'm assuming. Oh, right? yeah. They're huge KISS fans. Oh, see? That's beautiful. Imagine having <laughs> a kid and your kid grows up and she performs on the KISS cruise. It was totally surreal. Like, um, you know, we had extra tickets. So, like, my dad got to go. And it's, like, oh. so crazy. Like, you know, like, Ace Freely is the reason both of us started playing guitar. Actually, for yeah. both of us, we were, you know, kids. So, it's, like, yeah. totally cool. It's, like, a multi-generational thing, you know. To, like, so, did he teach you guitar? You learned from your father and he taught you? Um, I learned a few things from him. Um, I definitely started playing because of him, but actually I kind of like he owns a music store. So I was always there and would take lessons from the teachers and stuff. That's very awesome. cool. So very a, cool. There's a nice little kiss connection there. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's so awesome. What, what, what was that number? What was the final number? You, if you would had to guess how many shows have you seen? Oh gosh. Um, 
feel like six. Okay. Are you including the cruise? Oh no, that's not including the cruise. Uh, so so, so let's say let's say ten to be safe. Yeah, okay. about that. <laughs> Perfect. All that's right, pretty good. Now. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Twenty years old, and you've seen Kiss about ten times. That's pretty awesome. So yeah. Faith, <laughs> Faith is eighteen. Yeah. Ashley, how old are you? I am nineteen. Jesus Christ. 18, but 19, I'm pushing 20. twenty. I'm ah, pushing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those photos of you guys having drinks in your hand on the cruise. What was that? Oh no. Uh, there's no drinking age on international waters. I don't think that's right, right, counselor. Good job. That's that's right. Water. Yeah. It's water. Uh, oh, oh yeah. it's water. But okay. even yeah. the water on the cruise had alcohol in it because of that. Cruise funny, water. Yeah, funny water, they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was smart, yeah. whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it was nasty. Um, water, I, smart water, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Faith, so the last question is for all of you. Do you have a favorite Kiss memory? And it, I can completely understand if you're like, yeah, I just played the cruise. Yeah. Yeah, definitely would have to be that. Like, that was my first time ever on a cruise, too. And, like, just being able to play with them is, like, such like a huge opportunity and like i'm super thankful we we're able to get that awesome. awesome awesome now now ashley we we saw on your website that you have a little bit of a background with uh with ace i do yes when i was six years old i sang backing vocals on ace's record anomaly okay you have to tell us how a six-year-old ends up on ace freely's album Hey, I need a six-year-old to come do some backing <laughs> tracks with me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, so hey, she could do a better job than me. Guys, I'm looking for a kindergartner to help out with my new album. <laughs> they, they can write better lyrics than I can, but go on. Actually, I'm I sorry. I didn't know if I, I was in kindergarten <laughs> yet. I th- I might have been. Hey, you know what a word that rhymes with glad? <laughs> Sorry. Dad. Yeah. So, so te- do you remember? So, how did that happen? How do you end up on that album? My dad and Ace had been friends for a while. Like, my dad okay. was a jam together, and my dad had done security for him a couple of times. So, they'd known each other for a while. And Ace would just come to my house growing up. Like, they would go and ride motorcycles together. So, he would just like be here, and I'd be like, hey. So, I just grew up around him a lot. And he kind of ended up being like really like an uncle figure to me growing up. Uncle so- Ace. <laughs> Yeah, no, I call him that. <laughs> that is too funny. Oh my god, that is a, that is a SNL character, right? That there. is a- <laughs> Uncle Ace. Hey, kids, what's going on? Anybody want to go to the liquor store with me? <laughs> wow. So one night, I just kind of, I don't know. I got out of bed one night because I was about to go to bed. It was like probably before eight p.m. because I was six, and yeah. my dad was like, "Do you want to go to the studio?" And I was like, "Why?" Because <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. And then we went to Ace's studio and we recorded the backing vocals on a little below the angels. That is incredible. Oh my, it was that's so a, fun. It was yeah. really a great first experience to have in the professional music world. Sure. Really, it, it just, it went so well and it made me love music the way that I do now. So I yeah. thank him endlessly for that. Absolutely. Amazing. So Amazing. That, I'm assuming that's your favorite memory playing with Ace, right? On his album, I'm assuming. If that counts, yes. Oh, that counts. Uh, yo, of, of course. course. That's that, a kiss that, memory. That counts. Absolutely. All right. You're up, Bella. Um, for favorite kiss memory. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I think honestly, it would probably be the first time I saw them. This was so funny. We were taking the train um 
from Maine down to Boston because we saw him at TD. And it was, I kind of just a coincidence, like a bunch of, you know, friends and their kids were all on the train going to the show too. And they had got like face paint for the show. So my mom ended up doing everyone's makeup, like while we're on the train. Oh, wow. That's awesome. (laughs) There's like pictures of him, like, you know, a little kid, like with the the Ace Freely makeup. And yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, so cool. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> that's awesome. And awesome. you got to see them play. Oh, yeah. Then totally, you know, the first time seeing him like just blew my mind completely. Of course. Oh, that's wow. awesome. That's great. So this is why we love this is why we ask these questions for first time guests because everybody always has such fun stories. That's awesome. So let's let's circle back to you guys and plush. Tell us a little bit about um like the like how how did you end up on the cruise did you got were you guys even aware that there was a thing called the kiss cruise i mean you guys are kiss fans so it sounds like you were but like how how did you end up on the cruise when you got the call like tell us about that cuz i mean being kiss fans and being a young band you just must have been like you know over the moon when you found out that you were being added to the cruise yeah totally it's actually a pretty crazy story i mean we're so thankful this like we first I mean like we had known about the cruise and stuff but never would have guessed we would have been on it and yeah. um, uh, earlier this year when we were touring with Slash uh, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators nice. uh, you know we're hanging out with Todd and Brent all the time love those awesome guys, guys. Yep. The absolute sweetest yep. Todd the is amazing yeah we've had I, Todd I, on I, here I, yep we were, you know, we sing his praises all the time. I said he's the MVP of this cruise. That guy can do everything. Yep. So, so underrated. Yeah. The musicianship for both of them is just. Yeah. And Brett. Yeah. The whole band. Yeah. Oh, the whole band. It's insane. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was so funny. I remember one day we we're in catering and Brent was asking us, he like, so do you guys have anything planned for the fall? And we we're like, yeah, we don't know right now. And he's like, well, it kind of recommended you guys to Eric Singer. For the cruise, I'm like, there, there, there's no way. Wow, you're, wow. you're, you're joking, right? And he's like, wow. No. So yeah, it was insane, and it, it was so awesome too to get to see them on the cruise after you know sure. earlier this year, and we're just so stoked about the opportunity. Oh my, that God. is now, had, so had, cool. Had any of you, Faith? You said you had never been on a cruise before. Bella or Ashley? Had either of you ever been on a cruise before? Before the Kiss cruise? No. no. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Faith, did you get seasick on the cruise? <laughs> somebody got sick, right? Did some? Did somebody get sick um, on the cruise? But the rest, rest of it was fine. It was just like one night. I got like a little bit more sick. Okay, I can't, I can't, 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 can't blame you because there was some, there was some rough nights on that ship near the end of the week. That was, pre- it was getting pretty exciting for for a lot yeah. of people. We, this was our second in a row. Uh, last year, it was brutal last like, year was like 75 really... of the ship was throwing up for oh, yeah. hours oh, my God. oh it, yeah it was it was, it was yeah we, we last year it was it happened like overnight into the following morning and overnight we got people couldn't even sleep because yeah, nobody like, could get up and stuff like i didn't get up till 6 p.m but because of that tom yeah. gave me those patches the wristband thing and the thing that goes behind your ear for motion and, sickness. And I get motion sickness all the time. And I was fine. And I made it yeah. through. Yeah. So I'm just a future tip. If it worked for me, it should work for anybody. Because I, yeah. I can't stand that shit. But uh, yeah. the believe it or not, the ship was way better than it was last year. And it was still bad for some people. Yeah. But last la- last year was unbearable. Like you, you couldn't even. Go to? Uh, last year it went to Belize, Belize and yeah. Honduras. 
Oh wow! Yeah. I wonder if it has to do with the the water. It probably it, it it could have been because last year it was obviously we, we last year the ship took off out of Miami and went down there. Yeah. This year it took off out of LA and went down to Mexico. I think there was a storm in Mexico. I mean, anytime you're in those open waters, you're always at the risk of something crazy happening. But um, so on, on the cruise. What did you guys, you saw Kiss, did you guys, are you busy, like, like, is your, is your schedule, like, really structured, were you able to see bands like Sisters Doll, and do you, do what you want, or did you have to be in certain places, like, how, how did you, how did you guys enjoy the week? It was so nice, because it was kind of like a built-in vacation, like, we yeah. had shows that we played, and then we were there for one of the signing sessions, and then one morning we were there for bingo, but that was, like, yes, we were with you. So you were. So you love bingo. Yeah. It, that was so fun. I was so, so excited for that. Like best I'm day of my me. life. <laughs> yes, Ashley um, is marrying Great. some Turkish. Uh, <laughs> what was he? The bingo guy and giving him his green card. So now he can stay with you, right? And uh, I don't know, but he, he was. He had look at re- their faces. They're terrified. He, he was. He had a rapport going with you guys pretty well. <laughs> And uh, that that was quite funny there in the beginning. Look at Ashley. She's. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. It's okay. It's all good. Um, yeah, he. Uh, you guys had a little fun there with him. Um, he was a super nice guy. Oh yeah, I'm sure he was. I just we would. I mean, he was one of many that were. Each of them had like like a character about them. They're all funny. Oh yeah. yeah. The cruise oh, sure. was incredible. They were just so fun to talk to and like, yeah. to hang out with, even though you never really hung out with them, but nah. I don't yeah. know when you're ordering, it's like nice to have a conversation with them. And I don't know. It's just so nice to talk to people that are fun. Yeah, no, we, and that's the first time I, cause I didn't catch the, I think you performed before the bingo night, right? Oh yeah. 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 Got, I yeah, didn't catch yeah. that. I caught the second one. Yep. So, and that was the one that uh, my, our friend that was with us, Tracy was like, I love these girls. I got to go see them. And Tracy yeah. had come up and taken some photos. We took some photos with you guys afterwards. Um, and we certainly shared them as well. You guys right then we were like, Oh my God, they're so funny. And you guys, yeah. uh, you know, for such a young age, you guys had stage presence. You could hold your own and carry a con. It was, it was, we were really impressed. So, yeah. you know, the thought of after this, we were like, yeah, let's see if we can get them on. Cause I'd love to talk to you guys about your, you know, your music and stuff. Thank oh, you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So tell, so tell us, so Zeus and I are obviously, you know, much older. Like I have, I have a son who's in college. That's faith's age. So put it that way. Um, you guys have opened for some of our favorite bands or, or, or been on tour with some of our favorite bands, namely Alice in Chains, not, not too far ago, Hailstorm and Evanescence. Talk to us a little bit about that kind of experience, like a young up and coming, you know, band with visions of superstardom and you're with these like epic bands like how how t- talk to us about that how you ended up on these tours and just like playing meeting especially a female band playing with hailstorm and evanescence two of like the great female fronted bands around you know it's seriously the whole thing has been such a whirlwind um and i feel like too as our first big tour being with hailstorm and evanescence it was so incredible and like empowering too as an all-female band to be going out with yeah. you know women that we've all really looked up to since we were kids. So like yeah. how 
crazy full circle things. And um, we've gotten really lucky in every tour we've been on. It's just everyone's so supportive and kind of like willing to take us under their wing and like, you know, kind of just be so welcoming, I guess, is kind of what's so special about it. I feel like especially as women in the industry and kind of realizing there's such a cool network of like women in rock. Yeah. Ashley, how about you? It has been a really surreal experience. I mean, we just went out with Alice in Chains, which has been my favorite band since before I could even walk. Oh, we got to hear more then. So because there are when we are like. Many moons ago, when we were in college, we would grab the Alice in Chains CDs, whether it be Dirt or or Sap or Jar of Flies, Flies, and it'd be on shuffle because we'd have the CD player, and we used to blast that shit all the time. We love them. We still love Alice in Chains to this day. Jerry in Boston last, not even a year ago, right? Yeah, we saw, yeah, Jerry Cantrell, we saw him on a a solo tour. Which is awesome. Yep. That tour is continuing, too. I I would love to go catch it this year. They just released more dates in the Northeast too. I know yeah. that's definitely Portland date. They yeah. did, and and he tore he tours with another vocalist that kind of plays a little bit of the role of the of Lane Staley and yeah. some because he does Alice in Chains songs as well as his solo material because he has a, a great solo catalog. But uh, but yeah, Ashley, go ahead. You were talking about Alice in Chains and how that was for you. It, it just really was amazing. You never expect to be in this position with your idols, and then when by whatever chance that there is in the world that you are put into that it's just you don't even know what to think or what to say but you just have to be in that moment and enjoy it yeah and how was uh seeing jerry play guitar up close and on tour every night how was that it was phenomenal he is a phenomenal player and an incredible person one of the nicest people i've met so far Oh, that's, that's awesome. Well, that's always nice to hear. That's that's great. We we're huge fans of Alice in Chains. Huge. And, and that's that's great. What about you, Faith? Are you a AIC fan? Yeah, their their music is great. That was actually my first tour ever was was with Plush joining that tour. Yeah. And it was great live and just like playing those like venues too was so cool. To play, like playing at that size. And they're all great to meet too. Super supportive crew. Like everyone was there to help out if you ever needed it. That's so it's awesome. great to be like a part of such a supportive crew. Like my first time going into something like this. That's, That's incredible. I'm 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 trying to picture finishing getting out of high school <laughs> and being like, you're going to be the drummer of a band that goes and hangs out with Allison Shane's. Like, I mean, what, what a moment for you guys. That's just, that's incredible. It's, 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 I mean, it's just so awesome to see this. And I think the thing, especially like we said, with Zeus and I being older guys, you know, we come from a rock background, you know, eighties rock and nineties grunge seeing uh, young women like yourself, like loving that kind of music, you know, um, it, it's because a lot of people, you, you, I mean, even Gene Simmons sometimes says, you know, rock is dead and, you know, all this, you know, seeing you guys carry that torch and, and kick ass with your debut album and your performance on the cruise. It's just rock is not dead. It's uh, it, it might just not be, unfortunately, as prominent as some of the pop stuff and the hip hop stuff. But you guys are out there and uh, it, it's pretty awesome to see. Thank you so much. I completely agree. It's alive and well. And I think, too, what was so cool on the cruise is there's so many other bands that were, you know, young and just getting into it. Like, same boat we are in. I mean, literally same boat. But (laughs) um, it's so cool to see, you know, and just like super inspiring. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, I didn't know your music prior. I saw you guys I, and I've gone to, I'm not a Spotify guy, but I had to get it because I haven't ordered your CD yet, which I will. And oh, you. listening to your stuff, it it's, it's not just, you know, Oh, here's some four young girls. They play rock. No, it's good music. I don't care who it was. If somebody sent me the CD or I just turned on Spotify, I'd be like, Oh shit, this band rocks. Who the hell yeah. is this? The yeah. music, the lyrics, the vocal, the musicianship, it's all there at a maturity level way past your age. And you guys are pulling it off. So kudos to you guys. Cause I mean, I think, you know, we'll be uh, saying, you know, I don't think they're going to come to the next kick cruise because they'll probably do their own someday. And it's true. Uh, I, I really, I really see you guys going far. Um, I, I, I fell in love with Hailstorm this year too. really get into their music. I see a little bit of a similarity, not just because of the, you know, the female aspect, but, but because of the passion and the vocals that go into it in the music, it's just, it, it seems like you guys have something to say. You're not just like, okay, let's just play music and hopefully we'll become stars. No, you guys believe in this stuff and it really comes across that way. Thank you so much. That means so much to hear. I think, I mean, collectively, that's kind of all our view of like, it's the music first and the songs and it's like whatever imaging and stuff that's always secondary. It's all mm -hmm. about, you know, what are you trying to say in your song and like, you, you know, your commitment to your instrument. And it's just really special to see it, you know, um, kind of taking off, you know, I think none of us expected it to yeah. you know, kind of take this turn of events, especially at this age. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's incredible. What do you guys have lined up now? Are you taking a break for the holidays or wh wh what do you have next on your schedule? I know coming off the cruise was a big deal and obviously we have the holidays coming up. Are you taking a break or what, what's next for plush right now? We are taking a bit of a break right now because our singer Mariah is actually on tour with Trans Siberian Orchestra. And yeah. we're Ooh. excited for her. Incredible. Yeah. Incre what an opportunity. Have you guys seen Trans Siberian before? No, but I'd love to. I'm, I'm telling you, it is an absolutely mind-blowing show. I mean, visually, musically, artistically, if, if you can get your hands on tickets, I can't recommend a, a, a show more more exciting than that. I'll be going since they're doing West Coast tour. Or oh, you're, you're, you're going, Faith? Yes. Oh, fantastic! You're gonna you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Yeah, Tom's been singing the praises of TSO for for quite some time. Oh, I've seen I've seen them twice. They're incredible. They're incredible. Yeah, I know you love them. So, what is uh, in store now for besides a tour? Do you guys have uh, you know goals set to start do working on a different record? Where Where are you guys at at this point? Yes, definitely. I mean, right now it's since we have those couple months off, it's really kind of focusing on writing and getting ready for new music. We're definitely, I believe we're recording this winter and awesome. um, we're going to have a lot of new music out next year. Awesome. Well, you're, you're the album that you have now and Zeus and I, I, I I'm, I'm a music streamer. I do Spotify, but we both believe in the physical product. Zeus got the CD. I ordered the purple vinyl because I'm a oh, I'm a vinyl guy. <laughs> oh, so, thank you. So I so so I went on your website and saw that I'm like I'm going to support these ladies. So uh, we we love to support up and coming bands buying the physical product. So uh, we definitely did that. So where can if people people are interested in plush? I know that you guys have a huge fan base, but if people are listening to our show and this is the first time that they're hearing about you guys, 
where where can they go? Where do they go? Do you have a website, social media. Tell every, tell our listeners where they can go to find more out about you guys and and buy those CDs and buy the vinyl, the shirts, and find out about touring. Yeah, so our website is plushrocks.net and our Facebook is plush official and our Instagram and Twitter is plush rocks. Awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. Zeus, anything else for the ladies here before we get, let them go? We, we really appreciate all the time you've had. Uh, no, you've I given mean, us, believe- I, I honestly, I, we expect bigger and better things from you guys. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you're going to like in years to come, we'll be following you guys along and be like, oh, look at them. Now they're on their headlining tour. Oh, look <laughs> at them. Now they got this set up. Oh, look at them here. They're, uh, they're singing at the Super Bowl. Who knows? But- <laughs> I, I, we expect uh, a lot from you guys. We were really impressed. Uh, you're a great bunch of uh, musicians and even better people. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate your time. And uh, we hope that we'll catch you maybe on the next cruise. Who knows? Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. And thank you so much for having us today. It's been so much fun with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. Of course. Faith. Ashley, Bella, and give our best to Mariah the next time you see her. Tell her how huge fans we are. We understand why she couldn't be here, uh, but we're so grateful for your time, and we wish you guys nothing but the best. Uh, You guys have a huge and bright future, and uh, we're we're proud to be supporters of you guys. So thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. You. Ladies, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. All right, so joining us is another one of the standout bands from the most recent Kiss Cruise. We are joined by Brennan, Bryce, and Austin. You know them as Sisters Doll. They are all here with us tonight to talk about their band, their experience on the Kiss Cruise, and all things Kiss and music. Welcome to Shout Out Loudcast, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. We're very excited to be a part of this awesome podcast. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Zeus is going to take it from here. We're going to get into some kiss talk to start off. Yeah, we're going to get into those Murph questions. This is very easy. You guys should be able to hit this out of the park. So I'm going to start. We'll go with uh, Austin. So our viewers who don't see this can hear this. Uh, We're going to go to Austin, then Brennan, then uh, no, then Bryce, then Brennan. So the first simple question is, who's your favorite kiss member? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I thought this was easy. <laughs> no, could, you, listen, and when you answer these, you can say right now, or you can say, "Hey, growing up, I was a Peter Chris fan, but now I'm uh, an Ace fan." Like, whatever, it's okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, look, as a kid, um, growing up, I always loved um, Eric Carr. To be honest. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Awesome. I'm Eric Carr, but you know, actually getting to know the members and 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 working with um. Like working with Peter Chris, like and just the how genuine he is and such a great guy, and then how much he's helped us. Like not just because he's helped us out, but he is just genuinely a good guy. So um, I have to say, Peter, of course. So okay, awesome. And I'm wearing this yep. in your honor, guys. My Peter Chris. <laughs> All right, very good. Jersey. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to Bryce next. All righty. Um, definitely, I got to go with Peter Chris. Um, growing up, and it's crazy how the the story does full circle. How we, yeah, we eventually got to work with him and now we can call him our almost our second dad um it's it's just crazy like but growing up playing drums i used to well i was started drums when i was very young like five years old and um i used to dress up as peter and he was like the oh my god like he was like my god like my superhero and um and then um so yeah i'll I'll go with peter for sure yeah can i ask you guys did you do the halloween like as kiss 
growing up? Yeah, we did. We actually used to do a um, Christmas pageant around our local town. There used to be like a Christmas pageant. (laughs) We were like little kids and we'd all dress up like in kiss makeup and we'd like pretend to play fake cardboard guitars as we're going around our town. Oh, nice. That's that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I had the Peter Chris Halloween costume. I put it up every Halloween when I was like five, six years old. I love that shit. Those uh, 78, I think those. Yeah, 78. Yeah, those plastic costumes with a rubber band on the back. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, breathe when it was over your face. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. pretty good back then. All right, yep. Brennan, how about you? Uh, yeah, growing up, definitely my favorite was at the time when I was growing up. I loved Ace. Ace was my hero. I loved him. I loved the blue. I loved everything. I just remember being Ace was my hero as a kid. And then as I got older, I sort of modeled myself and influenced myself off Paul. So I should say a bit of Paul. But like Austin said, obviously the um, connection we've had with Peter Chris over the last few years um, yeah, it's hard to say anyone but Peter. So we love Peter and Gigi sure. and the way they looked after us. So yeah, definitely Peter. But we okay. love them all. We sure, love of them. Course. Yeah, we all we all do. We all Tom, do. Tom, this oh, is yeah. gonna be my favorite guest, man. It's it's a yeah. it's a Peter they, love fest. It's I a love Peter it. it's a Peter party. Why not? Dude, you know what shit yeah. I get for having Peter as my favorite? Everyone's like, Oh, it's always <laughs> Ace or Paul or Gene, but I love it. That's awesome. Nice. So nice. we're gonna start with another uh easy one for you. Uh, Austin, this one is your favorite Kiss song. Favorite Kiss song. Uh, (laughs) Now, you can say now or growing up or today or this week, whatever. shit. You know, I I hate this question because I never know what to say. Well, what do you, what do you, like right now, if you had to pick one Kiss song to play, what are you playing? Uh, You know what? I think it would be I Want You. I think okay. Wow. We've we've actually had that a couple times. People say that. People, yeah. This yeah. week. This week. Yeah. yeah we've had uh, a couple guests yeah. on that. They love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I love the riff. It's all the original. All the originals. And yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. All right, Bryce, you're up. All right. Straight off the bat, off the top of my head, and we just played this at on the Kiss Cruise. I'm um, Creatures of the Night. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think somebody picked yeah. that too. Somebody. Somebody else picked that one recently too. Yeah. Yeah, we see we we keep track of all this. So so we're approaching our our 200th episode. So we all the guests that we have on, we we always do these questions. So we kind of keep track of of the answers. And we get a lot of people. A lot of people love the rock and roll, the rock and roll over album and the song. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Todd Kearns to Bruce Kulick to Jericho, his band, Quarantine, Eddie Trunk, all of them. Everybody we've had on, we asked these questions, yep. and we, and it's always nice to get somebody off the radar, give us something off, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. not expected. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm curious. So we got Brennan last. Oh, what do you got, buddy? Uh yeah, I've got two, but I'd have to say it was cool to see it live actually, because we're not very lucky over in Australia. Kids haven't come, and they never played this one live much. So to see it on the cruise was awesome, and that's got to choose. I love that. Oh, show. okay, oh, all right, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, another easy one for you, Austin. Uh, none of these are easy. None of these are easy. We try to fool you into <laughs> oh, thinking being, that they are. I'm being sarcastic at this <laughs> I know, point. I know. Uh, I know. How about your favorite Kiss album? Oh, favorite album. I think I would have to. I love Revenge. I can listen to that all the way through. Ooh, and I, yeah. I, 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 love, I love the heavy stuff. So I, yes, I think it's great. Awesome. I love the way Paul sings on that. He he has more got, got a lot more rasp in his tone, and yeah, um, Dean's vocals are great, and and Bruce's guitaring everything. I love that album. I think it's great. Yeah, so. Bruce is on that. That's a Bruce album to me. Yeah, he's on. He's on fire on that album. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, yeah. Bryce, you're up, buddy. I gotta go the same. As soon as you said it, I'm like, oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like Eric Singer's drumming, I think was like, oh yeah, yeah, and Eric as well. Yeah, they were fire. They were firing on all cylinders on Revenge. Absolutely. 
I love that lineup of Kiss. Me yeah, too. Yeah. Yep. The revenge lineup. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. All right, Brendan. Um, I'm gonna have to go because this album. I just yeah, I was always stuck with me. Um, Crazy Nights is a bit left field, but oh I no, love we that. love we we love Crazy Nights absolutely. We, yeah, we really yeah. ranked that high. We did a review of it not too long ago. We love it. Our uh, yeah. our buddy Jericho is doing an episode on his podcast because he likes to say this, and it's funny these albums you guys mentioned that Crazy Nights and Revenge are sister albums. They're no way. Yeah. We, love Je- we, lo- we love Jericho, but no way. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was at Creatures Fest late. On, I think it's the first night, and everybody's drunk in the hallway. You know, they kick you out of the bar mm-hmm. there, and everyone moved to the hallway, and he was trying to convince us that it was sister. I'm like, dude, you are fucking hammered. There's no <laughs> way that two albums are sister albums, but he, yeah. he loves that crazy nights. But we yeah. did, we did, we, yeah, we, we did an album review on crazy nights not too long ago. And when you, when you spend a lot of time with that album, you realize how really underrated Bruce is on that album. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. lo- I mean, every, we love Bruce. I mean, everybody loves Bruce, um, but that, that's a great album. And we all, and Zeus and I always sing the praises of those gene 80 songs all those gene yeah, songs from yeah. the 80s they get they get like a lot of people kind of forget about them because everybody thinks of paul as being the 80s which rightly so but a lot yeah. of those gene songs from the 80s especially on crazy nights are pretty awesome pretty yeah. awesome yeah yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah yeah so how many kiss concerts have you guys been to now i don't know i assume you guys because your brothers doesn't mean you always go together so if anybody yeah. has a different number austin how many concerts and you can include oh the cruise too. Yeah. Oh boy. I'm mm. trying to think how to add up. It's got to be a lot. Up. More than five, more than 10, more than 20. It'd be more, more than, than 10. 10. More than 10. More than 10. Wow. Okay. Okay. All three. For all three of you, pretty much. Yeah. I've You've been to a couple. Of I've seen a few more when they come in 2015. I, um, I went to all the shows actually, so there was about eight shows on that sh- tour. I'm pretty sure, and um, oh. yeah, we were lucky enough to see them in um, Irvine actually in America, which was cool. Um, oh, cool! With Motley Crue, which was cool on the 2012 tour we were in America at the time, so it was cool to see yep, them over yeah. there as well. Because yeah, mean, other than that, it's only been in Australia. We've never seen them anywhere else. So um, yeah, okay. but pretty much since the farewell tour, every Australian tour they came to, if they came like when they come, we'd been to, been to them all. So yeah, yeah. nice, yeah, awesome. Yeah, All right. So it's funny. I think the most I was Carmine a piece, you know, Carmine, the drummer. Yeah. He told yep. us he's been over a hundred shows. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know how accurate that is. And then our buddy, and I'm sure you know him, uh, Joey Casada. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. He said he's been to about 80. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. His band ZO2 had opened for them as well. So yeah, that's so cool. That's a, that's yep. a shit ton. And the yep. last. Yep. And this is going to be different for each one of you, but we're going to start with Austin. Your favorite Kiss memory? Now, it could, it could be, be, it could be, it could be yeah. yeah, it could be, it could be something from childhood. It could be from the cruise. Right. It could be from Creatures Fest. Or anything that kind of sticks out as your favorite Kiss memory? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a memory from a childhood. Just like I just remember being a kid, dressed up in the makeup and the and the, and the costume, and I remember just being. I didn't have the best seats, but I still remember sitting there and. I just always remember when the flames would go off and just the heat I'd feel on my face. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is nuts. And then just seeing the way, what they were doing in the music. I always remember hearing, I think that, I always remember hearing Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Like, I was so young, but that's a memory. I remember hearing that song and I remember being like, 
like I love this song and just with the pyros and everything. And I was like, oh, sure. seeing that at that time, it was like, oh my god, I, I want to do the same thing. I want to do yeah. that. So that, that's awesome. That's <laughs> Isn't a great. It always amazing. Like you can feel that fucking heat, and you're like, oh, how the hell is Eric yeah. not like melted yeah. behind <laughs> the drums? Yeah, we say that all the time. We've we've seen them. We've seen them in indoor venues, outdoor venues, and cl- up close, far away. Every time those pyros go, we can feel that blast of heat. And like Zeus said, Eric Singer is like two feet away from it. Like, how, like it's like I don't get it. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, Bryce, what do you got? All right. Speaking of Eric Singer, um, I had a really cool experience um, recently when they just toured Melbourne. Um, yep, yeah. I'm good mates with Eric and we talk from time to time on the socials and everything. And um, we caught up after their last show in Melbourne. And, um, and yeah, he, he, his last stage played um, drumsticks in Melbourne. He um, actually gave to me after, oh, awesome. the, after the show. And that's just like a, yeah, a memory I'll hold with me forever. Absolutely. And, oh, that's, yeah, that's great. Incredible. So that's, that's, yeah, not really a kiss experience, but I guess like, no, that's no, a kiss memory. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you though, anybody has ever mentioned him because he's probably, um, he doesn't do social media a lot. He's very yeah. private. Very yeah. He's private. very private. So the fans don't know much about him, but any musician or anybody else that talks about him always describes like this guy that's talkative and friendly and goes out of his way oh, wow. to get relationships and, and he doesn't care who you are or where you are on the rock star yeah. level. Like he's cool yeah. with everybody. Yeah. He's yeah. incredible. Such a lovely guy. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's, awesome. that's good. That's good to hear. Nice. All right, Brennan, what do you got? Oh, I have to say there's so many memories, but one was really nice. Me and Bryce actually in, um, when they came with Motley Crue in 2013 or whatever, they came to Australia yeah. and we bought the Motley Crue meet and greet. Cause I missed out on the kiss meet and greet at the time. So we bought the Motley one, which was, like you were just like sheep in a line and got the yeah. phone. It wasn't yeah. that great. Too quick. Yeah. But the best thing about it, the best thing about buying that ticket was it gave us early access into the venue. So we literally opened up the doors and we ran and we had the pick of where can we stand? So we literally went dead center front row and, um, yeah, watching Kiss come down on the platform. Yeah. Like with yeah. Like oh. me and Bryce, yeah. like as brothers, it was, was just a, yeah, it was a good moment. Like, you know, I was like, this is cool. So that would awesome. probably be my kiss moment that was um a good memory nice yeah, yeah awesome. every time we ask these questions to the guests uh, my our favorite question is always the the memory question because everybody always has a like a special story something that's really personal to them and it just kind of it, it reinforces the idea of like the the kiss army you know how just the band yeah. just every it just means so much to everybody there's so you know? many surreal stories we've heard from all these artists that tell us these small little quirky stories one of um uh, the ladies over at Black Savage was mentioning that she was in the control booth when they did the reunion and no wow. one knew. And Tommy was the one who called because she worked at that, I don't know, studio. The, re- the rehearsal like, yeah, studio. We can't tell yeah. you who it is. And then eventually said, it's Kiss. And the four of them are getting back together in 96. And she was in the studio every day with them. Yep. As oh, they wow. were practicing, like when they first put on their instruments and played together for the first time in 15 years or so, she goes, wow. it was the four of them and me. Yeah. How wow, fucking cool, cool is that? It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Now, for us, we you came on our radar. We couldn't make it to the last Peter show. So even though we're in Boston, I wish I had a chance to do it to see you guys in New York. But you came on our radar when Creatures Fest came around. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and yeah. I will say you guys really impressed everybody there. 
Oh yeah. And the thing that was the talk of all us, there's a million podcasters there and kiss fans and all that stuff was you specifically Brennan with the, uh, I still love you version that you did outdoors. Oh, Oh, incredible. How, how much, how much was everybody like, what the fuck? Where did they find it? This guy Everybody was talking about it. So here's the thing. So we're all at the pool. Everybody's all excited for the creatures fest weekend. And everybody who's a kiss fan knows Paul's vocals on. I still love you is just epic. So everyone, everyone is, you know, waiting to see how is he, is he going to pull this off? (laughs) Is he going to do this? And I will never forget everybody looking at each other being like, holy shit. I looked at you. Remember? I'm like, like, what the fuck? We we were all like this. We're all like, this kid is crushing it right now with, I still love you. Like it was, it was Uh, fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. That was, it was kind of sprung on me last minute because we were, um, Obviously, we had a bit of a set list going, and then things changed when we got there. And um, so they said, "Do you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Oh, not really, but <laughs> um, I'll give it a crack. If no one else wants to do it, I'll do it." And um, you know, like I knew the lyrics from a kid, but when you have to actually sing it in front sure. of you know a thousand Kiss fans or whatever, how many people were there? I was yeah. like, "I got to get the lyrics right." So I actually ripped them out and I had them on the fallback speaker, so I had them right there. And yep. Personally, I think I could have sung it better, but I guess everyone got caught up in the moment and it was a good moment and it kind of worked for us because it was at the start of the weekend. People saw that and they were like, wow, who's this band? I've got to see what, what they're doing here, what they're saying. So it kind of worked. It was kind of a cool idea, but yeah, I was nervous. Don't think I went out there and was like, I'm going to nail this. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me hope to nail it, you know. Yeah. So, so we're yeah. we're really good friends with Joey Casada, and he was like, and he kind of, we talked about Creatures Fish. We did an episode all about it and stuff. And he was like, I, in the room with you guys when you were throwing out, like, who's going to do what? And he's like, and this kid came out. He's like, holy shit. The kid yep. nailed it, right? Yep. Now, to everybody, you guys are kids. You know, we're 40. We're old men. 50. We're old men. We're, we're almost, yeah, we're almost what, 50, what are your so. ages right now? Yeah. Yeah. How old is uh, everybody? I'm 29. I'm 24. I'm 27. Okay. Yeah. And you guys yeah. been at this for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, about that. About yeah. 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 yeah this is the, the so this is the episode where Zeus and I feel old because last night we interviewed the the three of the four girls from Plush and they were 18, 19, <laughs> and 20. <so. laughs> it makes them look old then. But it's just yeah. like yeah. man, you guys have been at this for a while. So Creatures Fest is where we got you you kind of came on our yeah. radar. I didn't know you had a merch booth. Our buddy Sonny picked up a bunch of your music. And then he yeah. told me like after the thing was over, I was like, oh shit. But we will <laughs> be plugging your stuff so people can find out where oh, they can get all your music, all your uh, merch and everything else. Um, no, thanks for that. Thank you. Now, the other part to me, and as uh, I've said a couple times already, is the Peter connection. So yeah. can you kind of explain how it came to be that you guys, he, personally picked you guys correct to be yeah, the yeah. band that backs him up for his last performance well tech what was his last performance yeah. his full concert in new york a few years back yeah so that was we we're just lucky at the time the promoter that was come up with the concept to bring him to australia for like one last time um we knew at the time really well and um we played with bruce a few years prior and um so, yeah, they offered it. They said, do you want, you know, because obviously to bring a band over from the States. Yeah, Peter, yeah. 
Punk didn't really have a band like situated like you know right. together. So um yeah, we got the opportunity, had a few meetings with Peter and his musical director Alex, and um yeah, got the opportunity to do it. But Peter was a bit nervous. Obviously, he didn't know us. We we're a lot younger at the time, so. We um, but we just made sure, like we did with Bruce, we did our homework, and so we were, you know, we'll spot on, we're ready to go with everything. We like down to every harmony, and obviously Peter's stuff as well from that, because a lot of it was from the solo album. Um, the oh stuff yeah. That we played. So it wasn't like just oh guitar, bass, and drums and vocals. There was a lot of other things that we sort of had to like, and we'd never played with an orchestra before, yeah. and so it was a little bit um different. But the first rehearsal with Peter, his his face lit up, and he. He got excited. Yeah, and I, we can't explain it, like, the, even to this day, like, the connection we had, it was almost like fate. Like, it wasn't like he got there and all of a sudden everything went, like, it was literally just smooth. Like, it yeah. just all got on well. And then then obviously we thought that was it. We're just going to do the Melbourne show. But because he had so much fun, it was effortless for all of us. It was all just, we just connected. He was like, I don't want to play with anyone else in New York. I want you to come over and be my band. Wow. And we are like... Oh wow, we'd yeah. love to, like we're honored to, but you know, like he could have picked anyone to play with him. Like, you know, there was John Five would jump up tomorrow to play yes. with him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're just like three at the time, you know, three kids from Australia, and we like yeah, we'd be honored to. And we come over and then, you know, then the connection grew more. And um, yeah, just him and Gigi have, you know, they've just really got a connection with us and they've just really pushed us. You know, like we wouldn't have been at Creatures Fest if it wasn't for them, you know. Mm. So they've really just tried to, you know, use Peter's platform to sort of get us out there to the world. But they don't want us to be like just, you know, they want us to be successful on our own rather than just be back sure. with Peter either. So they've just been great. They've been reaching out to as many people as they can with Peter's influence. And, yeah, and it's been helping, you know, and it's so hard from being living over here. So eventually we want to try and make that move and come over to the States and give it a good crack, you know, for a couple of years and just see where we can take it, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I I can tell you that from creatures fest, we were there, we had a, we had a great time. Um, You guys, even without the Peter connection, just sisters doll, your own original music, you were one of the biggest buzzes of that weekend. I I know, I know that. Um, And then I remember uh, everybody was obviously then after Creatures Fest looking forward to what was going to happen at, Ki- at Kiss Cruise. And yep. and then when you guys were eventually added to that, you could you could kind of you could feel that 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 energy with all the Kiss fans, all the people from Creatures Fest that were now going on the cruise were like, OK, Sisters Doll is now going to be there. They're going to be there on their own because Peter obviously was not on the cruise. So, mm-hmm. you know, t- talk to us about how, you know, you came off that high of Creatures Fest and then you found out that you were going to be on kiss cruise. And like you said, now you're your own band where you can show everybody what sisters doll can do on your own without the connection to Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're most, yeah, we're most excited for that is like, we're going to be on the cruise playing our original stuff. Yeah. Decent length sets. Um, yeah. We've got to play three times. So yep. that for us was super excited about. Um, and we're especially excited as well because yes, we did just do creatures fest. And rather than being away from the States or whatever for, for such a long period where you can almost get forgotten about, like we're, we're so happy to be like, oh, man, we, we get to go straight back and play our original mm-hmm. stuff and um, and stay fresh overseas. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and as Brennan said, you know, like now we're back in Australia, like it's, it's uh, of course, it's great being home in that, but um, I feel like, yeah, we, yeah, we were making a bit of a buzz there, like that 
we're hoping to get back as soon as possible to, yeah. to sort of continue it on. And um, and I think the other thing was as we were excited, like obviously um, we got voted on, which was cool because yes, we, yes, we got, that's right, that's right. We got our votes. You certainly yep. got yeah. our votes, and anybody um, on Creature Thank yep. you for that. So we had applied years prior with the same song, same video and everything and never got a look in. We'd always get the email. Uh, unfortunately, we were unsuccessful to the next round. Yep. So honestly, this year, when it come up again to apply, I'm like, oh, do I even bother? Like, is it worth it? Like, <laughs> you know, we just did Creatures Fest. We're happy with that, you know. We'll, but then as something came over. I was like, oh, I'll do it one more time. And I just put the same video because at the time we didn't have the new video out. So I was like, put the same video, same song. And just try to like it. And then, yeah, a couple of weeks later, I get the message in my email and it's like, congratulations, you've made it to the next round. And I'm like, yeah. it was like eight in the morning yeah. or something like that. So I got back up bright. So I was like, well, we might, you know, and then obviously with the Creatures Fest connection and all the fans we had met, I was like, oh, this could be our year. We might be, you know, like, yeah. And then, um, yeah, we just, it kind of really helped that being at Creatures Fest sort of opened people's eyes to who we were. Um, and yeah, obviously that did help to get us the votes to get on the cruise for week two, which was, yeah. yeah and like, it was just, the experience was just amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You could feel the, you know, like when we talked to, uh, you know, we talked to plush already and we talked to black savage and, you know, it was, I mean, it was great for us, you know, I'm sure it may have been a bit of a challenge for you guys, but a lot of the, a lot of you guys played in those really small, like tight yeah. venues, yeah. Which was kind of cool, again, as a spectator, because you're like right where everybody's like right on top of each other, really feeling, you know, part of the band, part of the sound. And because of that, you could really feel that buzz, you know, people talking, you know, like after your first show, like, holy shit, did you guys catch Sisters Doll? If you didn't, you got to make sure you check their second set. And it was the same thing with all those bands that were on the cruise. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the cool thing about the cruise is that these uh, these up and coming bands that people might not know fully that you spend a week on a ship and you're playing two, three times and everybody's talking about it. And then you come off the cruise and it's like, okay, th those bands were pretty kick-ass. I want to check them out even more. C could yeah. you guys, could, could you guys feel that energy kind of like as, as you played your yeah. second, you know, in your third set that the crowd was like, okay, we're, we're into this band now. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like even from the first show that we did, cause like that was half the battle kind of getting on the cruise. And then it's like, yep. The first thing we all said was like, "Oh God, where are we going to be performing? And um, is anyone going to show up?" Yeah, and then, <laughs> right, right. And then we rock up to the first. I think it was Bliss, and um, God, right before we hit the intro and everything, it was like just an awesome sea of people, and it was like this is unreal. It was quite daunting because yeah. when they sent the schedule out, it, like they had Kiss the Sail Away show, and then the first band performing after Kiss on the boat deck was like <laughs> us, like at six <laughs> down yeah. in Bliss, and we're like. Oh, shit. <laughs> people, people just probably stay up on the deck and won't even bother coming down. But then yeah. when, yeah, like Bryce said, the intro hit and we look, had a look through the curtain, we're like, oh, it's quite full out there, you know. And, um, yep. yeah, and we're just honoured. Like, obviously, the stages were a little bit tight and, you know, it was the roof line was low, but everyone was in the same position. So we would have loved to have, like, been up on the deck, not so much for the fact of um, it's, you know, bigger and, you know, whatever, but it would, be, would have been good to just so we could run around and, you know, get the little <laughs> oh, bit yeah. Put a bit more of a show on because you're a bit restricted, especially in that Magnum's bar. Like the roof was like here, oh, and you kind of like, yeah. I, I was just gonna say because we 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 talked to Black Savage because they played a show at Magnum's too, and the ceiling you, you're you, there's like no no movement at all, and you guys obviously are are, are an energetic show, 
and at least Bliss, there was a little bit more room, but Magnum, it's like, whoop, yeah. you know, you couldn't really I, move I hit, too much. I hit a couple of times. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I no, can imagine trying to like raise your fist up, like rock yeah. out. You're like, bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was kind of tight. The, it was more so for you guys, like the people watching, because we went around and watched a lot of the bands too on mm-hmm. this. And it, the hardest part was if you weren't like, first or second or third row it was very hard to see like the yeah. drummer or yeah the view line so the yeah the view line was quite hard so that's the only reason we would have loved to have been on the deck so people could actually witness it from like yeah oh that's what they do. that's what they're doing you know because a lot of people probably just in there and they could just listen or they're just sitting back or whatever but right like you right. said the vibe in the rooms and the, the atmosphere yeah. you couldn't beat it so it was fun yeah, yeah. Every, every night yeah. yeah and then the last night um we heard that, or we saw him come down. Doc McGee um, come and watch the, the yeah. show for a bit, and oh, nice. Awesome. Tommy Thayer was there. Eric Singer for a little minute, and um, Sebastian Bart. Sebastian, Bart. Sebastian Bart came too. So, so just yeah, that for us from being a great job, dudes. Yeah, you <laughs> rocked. Yeah. Yeah. He was all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Now, the funny thing is, so what's the place? Remember what's that Chinese restaurant? Chin Chin? Chin Chin, right above yeah. Magnus. So you could Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there was one time he, I think you when you were you performed in Magnum that I'm like, I think when we were having dinner or something, and I'm like, I can hear you guys blasting, I'm like, fuck, how long is this food gonna take? But you <laughs> rock all the way up. So it's like, you know what? It's like dinner and a show. You can hear oh, I can yeah. see you. <laughs> But I could hear you guys rocking. Now you played a couple Kiss songs. I know you did an awesome version. I think it was Rise to It, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. we did Rise to It. We, we, when we saw our set list and how long we could play for, we we're like, oh, we'll definitely chuck in a cup. And actually, when Bryce met with Eric, actually at the hotel when they were here, he said, he said, yeah, do a couple of Kiss songs because he said, um, which we had planned to do anyway. But he kind of, and we we're like, oh, well, are you allowed today? He goes, yeah. He said, I don't know why. He said, bands in the past have never done it. And he said, he goes, it's stupid not to do it, he said. So we kind of took his advice. I'm like, all right. So each night we changed. We did six Kiss songs. We did two each night. And um, yeah. and they're the only songs we sort of changed in the set. And we changed a couple of hours. But, um, yeah, just to make it exciting for the fans, you know, sure. as well. Like, and, you know, yeah. like, and it was a bit of a way to sort of get people involved if they didn't know who we were on the cruise. At least if we chuck a Kiss song in, probably four songs in, it kind of sparks your ears to go, oh, I know this song. Let's yeah. let's go and check this out or whatever, you know. So yeah, absolutely. or if they're walking by, they're like, "Holy shit, let's check this yeah. out." Yeah. Well, that would that's what that's and that's kind of the cool thing I was going to say about uh, you know, I I know that there were challenges performing at Bliss and Magnums, but the cool thing about those setups is that even if people weren't making a conscious decision to go see Sisters Doll, they have to walk by you to go to yeah. the bar or to go so so you 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 get because I could see this happened with plush too, especially at Bliss. People would walk through Bliss to get to the other side, and a lot of times halfway through these sets, people were stopping and not yeah, continue yeah. and not continuing yeah, to where they were going. A clusterfuck too, because they had was, everybody was stuck. They had to have yeah. security come and kind of figure because all of a sudden people would pass through and be like, "Oh shit, the, uh, these I didn't realize these guys were playing, or I didn't know who they were. Now I do." And so that that's the good thing about those venues is like, you know, unlike some of the other places, like this was like a pass through. So it kind of yeah. helped. It kind of helped your exposure to everybody else yeah. on the boat that may have not been uh, uh, familiar or whatever with with your um, with your band. So I thought that was kind of a cool experience. I know that happened with us. There were a couple bands that were playing that we weren't 100 percent familiar with, but just passing through be like, oh, shit, these guys sound pretty awesome. Let's say and, and yeah. finish watching the set. And the next thing you know, you're you're kind of a fan of the band. So I thought that was kind of yeah. neat. And that's why we really took into account when we're on the ship, 
we didn't just lock ourselves away in our rooms or go to yeah. the artist and stuff. We really wanted to mingle with people yeah. because actually, you know, we're still on the rise. You know, it's different yep. if you're, you know, you're Bruce Kulick or Paul Stanley, you don't want to get hassled all, all day. But for us, it's, it was about meeting people and saying, hey, come watch us, you know, and that's and that's what we did at Creatures Fest too. We didn't have to be there every day mingling, walking around, but we wanted to do that because yeah. we like people meeting people and it's sort of like a way of, you know, getting people to know you and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to come see them. He stopped and chatted to me or, he's, yeah. you know, had a photo or whatever, you know, like, so it all helps. Yeah, it all helps. All right. So I got to, I got to, I got to mention this because you say you got to mingle and walk around. So the last night when we were talking at the bar and I'm like, I'm like, Tracy or one of the, uh, our, she's become a good friend. She was a listener. She wanted to jump in the cruise with us was like Zeus. I got to get myself a picture with the three brothers. I have to get this. <laughs> You guys would constantly be on the ship. I would see a brother every half an hour or something. We never saw the three of you together. Mind you, (laughs) there are always um, some lovely females with you guys at all times, and you were never (laughs) together. And I'm like, Tracy, Tracy, there's one right there. (laughs) But the other ones I'm with, I'm like, at the end of the night, the last night of the bar, I'm like, fuck it. There's one. Go get your picture. And I went up to Brent. I'm like, she wants to get a picture. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, Bryce was around the corner, but yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. not around. And so he, she got a photo with you two. But it's the funniest thing because I would see you guys throughout yep. the whole time on the ship, never together. Yeah. <laughs> and always with the female. And you, <laughs> you guys were like the, like, I don't know. The uh, most sought after by all the females on that cruise, they loved you. I'm <laughs> oh, they all loved you, and they uh, and and it was just a funny thing because couldn't get you guys all together, but we came close. And we came close with you two guys at the end. Um, I do got to mention though, it's always interesting for me to see new bands that I don't really know their discography and don't know their music well, and it's you know when you hear a band for the first time live, like I don't know what they're playing, I don't know this song. Does it have a hook? Does it have a groove? Am I am I humming this? Am I thinking of this song after this is over? And I like your type of metal. It's like absolutely. I would say what glam metal is your more more your style, sure. not like hardcore metal. Or it, it wasn't yeah. like uh, uh, Black Label Society up there. You guys had a little bit more. I would say '80s style metal more so than yeah. anything else. And I'm like this Black Mirror song. It's in my fucking head throughout the whole trip. Yep. And of course, I missed out on the merch and I'm like, fuck. Now I got to order <laughs> this thing all the way from Australia. Um, but I w- but I will. And um, yeah, a lot of your songs that I was like, oh, this thing's catchy. And, um, and catchy. Yeah, uh, that's my thing. I-, I love that type of music and you guys have it. And uh, oh, thank it's you, that groove. It's that, I, I call it a Paul Stanley hook. And uh, yep. I said, if my life depended, I say this all the time on the show, if my life depended on it. And I did one guy to write a song that I know I'm going to like, I would pick Paul Stanley because there's yeah. some reason he can just, he knows how to write a hook, a catchy yeah. chorus. When you heard Bruce and them do turn on the night oh, on yeah. the fucking cruise. And I said to Tom, I think that was my favorite part of the all everything on the cruise. Yeah. Just how the whole crowd is like turn. You don't hear that often, but never, that, uh, ever, hook, ne- never. And the whole crowd singing "Turn on the Night." I'm like that's such a 
like an amazing song. I wish it got more love, but like, it seems mm. like that's the kind of music you guys are producing that kind of style. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. definitely stuff that get the crowd involved and yeah, just m- m- melody really. That's all we sort yeah. of focus on is trying yeah. to get, have catchy hooks and something that do, does get stuck in people's heads and you hope it does, you know, you yeah. when you write a song, you don't kind of think about that stuff. You just write what you think's, working and then um yeah but for you to say that that means a lot that's very cool so thank you did you guys have um we'll we'll, we'll, thank you so much for the time that you've given us we'll 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 get a a couple more questions and then we'll kind of let you guys get on uh with your day it's already the daytime where you are yeah Um, yeah (laughs) no it's actually thursday where you are right that's right yeah that's right it's wednesday at 6 47 p.m here buddy yeah did you guys have any interactions? Um, you know, we've asked everybody this. Any interactions or in any way with any of the members of KISS with with Paul or Gene? We saw we did see Tommy spend a lot of times uh at some of the clubs. We saw Eric. Uh I saw him at the Spinnaker. He went and checked out Richie Cotson. Uh, but I yeah. did see a lot of Tommy. Did you guys have any time to spend with any of the members of KISS throughout the week? Um yeah, we were bit, hanging with a little um, bit yeah. with Paul Stanley a little bit. So, yeah, okay. we, we, we stage at the on the deck actually and um we didn't know there was an artist area on that deck side until like the third day or something like that so then okay we're like, oh, we didn't know this place existed so then we started hanging there more and then paul that one night came through and he was just chilling there and i was talking to his um jewelry designer actually or he's the lady that does the jewelry and um yeah me and her were just chatting and then the next minute paul's like right up next to her chatting to her and then we got a photo and um, didn't see Gene at all. Nah. And we saw Eric. You I saw, saw Eric. Eric, 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 Eric. Yeah. I saw yeah. Tommy uh, in the casino. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. Tommy. Tommy was pretty cool. He spent a lot of time just kind of hanging out, and uh, you know, kind of yeah. he 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 seemed really interested, which I thought was cool about checking out you guys. A lot of the younger up, you know, the up and coming bands yeah. and hanging at Bliss and Magnum. And uh, and he was he was gracious. And obviously, we we always see Todd and and Zach. And at the end of the cruise, Zeus and I and a couple of our friends spent you know. God, I don't know, 30 minutes at least with Brent Fitz, just kind of shooting the shit with him, talking about yeah. Kiss yeah. And, and the cruise. And um, it's just, it's, it's a, it's, it's such a great experience. I mean, l- l- for example, look at, look at us right here, just kind of, we don't really know each other. And here we are just talking about your band and the cruise yeah. and the experience. Yeah. And it, it's, we talk about this all the time for, for all the fun that we have with Kiss. They really do bring people, I mean, Together. You know, we're we're in the United States. You're in Australia. It's a it's a yeah. day away, and here we are, kind of enjoying this yeah. the same band. It's 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 actually it's pretty awesome. What do you guys have? What do you guys have uh, planned now? I know the holidays are coming up. Are you guys taking a break? What, what's next for uh, for Sisters Doll? Yeah, to finish the the third album. So we've released the uh, the first single off that, which was yeah. Prisoner, and um, yep. so we've just um finish off the last little bits and pieces of yeah. the album and. Yeah, then we'll be doing a, a few single releases um, up until the release of the album. And like I said, we actually, coming home this time, we really have thought to ourselves, we'd really love to get over there full time. Um, Absolutely. Give it a crack. I don't know where we would go. We've got a lot of research. And, Boston you know, is really good. Yeah, we've heard that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Boston, serious. Boston has a gigantic, I mean, gigantic music. I mean, you know, a band like Aerosmith started here. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you talk. I mean, it's a, a huge place. So uh, plus, we're here too. So you know, that's so that we does, can come catch yeah. your gigs all the time, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah we. Main, 
the main aim is, yeah, to try and find a good agent over there that's willing to sort of get on board and want to, you know, maybe so, work with yeah. us. And, um, yeah, we, we would love to just come over and push the al- the third album because we do think it's probably our strongest stuff we've released. Yep. And, um, yeah, that's kind of the plan at the moment, yeah, you know. Like, yeah. There's a couple of festivals coming up um, yeah, a couple of over here in Australia yeah, early next year. But apart um, from that, we're kind of, yeah, just working on the album. Yeah, are you guys involved? Isn't there like something called like the Glam Fest or something with like Faster Pussycat and and those kind of uh, like you you you, you guys are on that, correct? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be a bit of fun. Yeah. There's a lot of um a lot of bands from over there coming over. So yeah, yeah and a few we've played with before. So it's going to be yeah, it'll be a fun little trip. It's only a four day run, but um it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be good. Nice, yeah. nice. Now I got to ask you guys a question. You're three brothers. I have an mm-hmm. older brother that's three years older than me. If I'm more around him more than five minutes, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Growing up, are you guys always been this cool? Or was it or is it ever like, God damn it, get out of here, my little brother. I don't want to hang out with you. Or are you guys always been like loving and friendly? And or is there a little bit sometimes, you know, well, you you're not cruise. oasis, right? I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. You, you, saw us, you saw us on the cruise. You know, we were never together. Never yeah, together. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, there's your answer. Right. Good point. So nah, you keep the, yeah, yeah. No, we're pretty close, but yeah, no, we're we're good that way. Like we've we, been in a band together too. We've all learned. We've like really learned each other's limits. You know what I mean? As yeah. well. Like we've been, I've had enough of your shit. Like, all right, yeah, fucking, yeah. I'm out of here. Staying in tiny little rooms for hours and stuff. Like we've kind of learned like how to piss each other off and we don't go there. So, yeah. You know, nice. We kind of nice. know each other's limits and we're pretty close. Like we've, we've been lucky. We've grew up together and we've all got the same interests, but yeah, we like, we're all different as well. So it's not like, um, yeah, you know, like if we were probably strangers, we probably wouldn't be friends, but because right. we're brothers, you know, right. you know, right. what I mean? like, you got that yeah. bond. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, so, where are you? Go ahead, Susan, so, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, so if uh, we want to, we're all, we always want to plug you guys. So, where would people go, you know, plug away your social media account, a website? Where can people get Sisters Doll music? Yeah, sistersdollband.com is the main source, and you've got all our links on there, which will take you to our Instagram, Facebook, yeah. and um, and we're very active on our socials. So if you write comments or write messages, we generally get back to everyone as much as we can. Yeah. And um, awesome. Yeah, just share the awesome. love, hopefully. Spotify as well. Yeah. Uh, the new single's out yeah. as well, so um, stream that iTunes, YouTube, the music video for that single is out. Um, all the usual shit. <laughs> oh, but I, you know awesome. what? So we just did a, we have a side cast. We call it Dorm Damage. And we just did it. We had a conversation because it started on the cruise. We were talking about Spotify and yep. physical products for a new band versus, you know, the Eagles putting out a CDs and what they make on Spotify and all this stuff. And we just had an, uh, an episode we just dropped just a, back and forth i'm curious hearing it from you a young band so you're like yeah we have a single it's on spotify and things like that what do you have an opinion on the whole you know physical copy versus spotify does it help you does it hurt you you think spotify in in as a young band it's a bit of an age it's it's hard because i think in this day and age like you kind of need the streams and the and the spotify does really help i think um, but we've still got that old school mentality where like we're still gonna print CDs and vinyls. Yeah, as you can do- see, I love my CDs. <laughs> so yeah, glad yeah, you're yeah. putting your new album will come out on CD. Definitely, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every 
everything. And I think the main thing as well, if, if people like to take something home with them, like that's why we printed up some CDs just of our single, which is pretty rare to do these days and it's kind of pointless. Mm. But um, at least at the cruise, people could like take something home and be like, oh, you've got to check this band out rather than go home and be like, oh, what was that band's name again? Oh, yeah. they're on Spotify, yeah. I think. Let me go look. But at least if they've got something physical that they've yeah, the physical Purchase. stuff is great for our live shows. So, you know, yeah. you have it at the merch stand. And, yeah, like Brandon said, it's something they can take home after, even if it's a new fan. And, yeah, they've got something to take home to be like, oh, that's that band I saw, you know what I mean? And you get exactly. to stay stuck in your head. But and in, in regards to your Spotify's and stuff like that, like, like I guess, unfortunately, for, like, a new band, like, that's what, like, I guess record labels or hierarchies in the music industry, that's what they're looking for, how many streams you have, how, how many yep. listen and all that stuff. So being an up-and-coming band or a new band like it's important that's important you've got to kind of you, you got to play the game it seems like yeah. whether you like yeah. it or not you got to do it exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, yes i'd love yeah. to just do physical copies of everything but that's how it is these days you know you need the streams and the downloads and that's what people look at these days and once it's out there unfortunately it doesn't matter where it is because you could be that person say i'm not putting on spotify i'm not putting on youtube i'm not doing anything but all you need to do is sell one physical and Someone else can put it out there and it's out there forever anyway. Yeah. So you might be the one doing it. Doing it yourself. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. But like 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 Zeus and I said when we were having that discussion, um, both of us so I'm I'm the vinyl guy. I'm you know, I'm old school vinyl, you know, like Zeus is, is CDs, but I, I I'm a Spotify, you know, Apple Music, Pandora streaming guy, but I supplement that with the physical product for 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 two reasons. Like you said, it's nice to have something to hold, you know, like like something something tangible. Yeah. To, to celebrate the band, to honor the band. Um, but you can't deny the convenience of, of streaming, you know, whether you're going oh, for, yeah, whether, yeah, you know, whether you're going for a drive or a run or whatever, um, you know, but we having that, having that physical, that physical copy, I think is huge. And like you said, especially at, at a merch booth, like you said, having a t-shirt is nice, but having a, having that CD and being like, Oh yeah, these guys are pretty awesome. I'm going to throw this yeah, in and yeah. listen to it. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. I think streaming, the best thing about streaming that I love is if you are a collector of CDs and vinyl, you don't even open them. You just keep them as your in your collection and just listen to Spotify. So you've got a pristine, perfect copy of the CD that you don't have to even open because you've already got it on your phone. That's right. All my CDs go into my iTunes library, which goes into my phone. I never sit there, but we'll do an album review. So let's say we get your sister's dolcey. I still want to open it up and see what it says. Exactly. Liner notes and read it. And then I put it yep. on my phone and I want to be able to listen to it in the car or whatever. I get yeah. the convenience of it. But to me, I wish they never came out like this. I wish we were still stuck in the <laughs> yeah. CD vinyl kind of yeah. era and we didn't have this. Um, yeah. But, you know, and I feel for artists because my argument was I feel you guys get really, you know, taken advantage of by what Spotify pays out to artists for all their plays. Yeah. Hey, I got 10 million plays. Great. You made 400 bucks. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the, what the thing is, but like to me, I you know the old days of buying, going to the record store, buying that person's uh, you know CD. I know the yeah. cut isn't a hundred percent to the artist, but you know they're getting a hell of a lot more money oh, buying yeah. their uh, you know CD or vinyl than you know pressing play on your Spotify list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the other thing I was going to say. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah, we're losing a bit for sure. Like when people <laughs> and the sad thing is as well is like we went to the uh, Kiss Monster Mini Golf in Vegas and you see yes. all the platinum albums of Kiss on the wall and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't even think that's a thing now because what you get a million streams, and I don't even know if you get anything for that these exactly. days. Yeah, 
if you yeah. if those bands or these artists were back then in them in them times, you know, everyone would be a platinum selling artist. You know? it's true. Exactly. Yeah, Does it mean true. the numbers don't mean anything? So all those artists that have like those Kiss has the most gold records anymore. Well, who's gonna beat that? Yeah, right? nobody, uh, nobody, nobody anymore no, because no, they're not selling. No. I know yeah. this is one last question you forgot to ask, but I'm I'm shocked. But I'm gonna ask them. So are you gonna have like colored vinyl for this new album because tom has to get something that's either orange you know if he wants to listen to something that's blue i gotta get the i i prefer i prefer when they do the swirl that way it's all the colors all in one i give him shit all the time because i'm like why the fuck does it matter like oh i want to hear something blue so i'll grab this colored vinyl (laughs) but see but see but see then i give him shit because at least i listen to my vinyl he doesn't even listen to his cd he puts it in his computer and then it goes on the shelf no. And I put it on my phone. I know, but I still like to have the copy. Yeah. So, are you doing colored vinyl? I haven't oh, thought about it, yet, but I think we would. We definitely got the kiss mentality, though. We do like to do the whole lot. Yeah, and you have a, so and you have a big it. kiss contingency of fans. They yeah, yeah. Love that shit. I'm telling yeah. you, if you the one do it, problem, I bet the, you. The, the one work. problem, and uh, we have one of our cabin mates on the cruise, uh, Tony, he's in a, he's in a band uh, called Restrained. Hard rock, like metal band. Yeah, you guys beat him out. He would try to get on the cruise too. So <laughs> don't worry about true. him. That is true. Don't worry, don't worry about him. <laughs> but we did. But we did talk to him about about you know a, a <clears throat> vinyl. And right now, it is it is so goddamn expensive to press. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that that that's why that's why it's a it's a challenge for younger bands or up and coming bands to produce vinyl the way it is because the pressing plants. It's I mean. You know, a vinyl's 30, 40 bucks where you can pump out a bunch of CDs and charge 15, yeah. 16 bucks. So it's a, it, it's a big challenge for vinyl right now. Yeah. Oh, it is. And it's you got to get big quantities to get the price down, but then you might be left with all these quantities. So, yeah, for us to get like, say, 200 vinyl done in Australia at the moment, you're looking at probably like, oh, maybe like six or $7,000, depending Ooh, on wow. like, and that's an upfront fee you have to pay. And then you've got right. to try and sell x amount to like make it worth yeah. and, no, right. you make and it kiss like you yeah. make it kiss like so you do oh 100 <laughs> albums limited edition yeah. and then you put like yeah. some sort of like character figure for each one of the brothers like oh i gotta get this one and then it becomes yeah. a collector's thing and then you go on the kiss cruise and only yeah. exclusive on the kiss cruise and watch how fast they'll sell out on the cruise. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's, that's what we've got our fingers crossed. Hopefully we get invited back for 2024. Oh, yeah. we hope so too. We hope yeah, so we're, too, guys. We're, like we were kind of like laughing about it. The fuck is a kiss cruise without kiss playing? But now yeah. we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? They'll play in the out. They're playing the outdoor show. Who cares? Yeah. We've seen the indoor yeah. show. There'll be a lot of fun bands, a lot of fun people. You know, now it's like a family on these cruises. Everybody oh, yeah. knows everybody. So, and, and I said, I was telling people my experience of the cruise because I've never been on one before, but it just reminds me of a 21st birthday party that goes for five nights <laughs> and you don't want to go to bed because you don't want to miss out. Perfect. Yeah. Well it's said. A, it's, a, it's a great example. Guys, yeah. thank you so much. This has been a blast. We appreciate your time, your stories. Uh, we're so happy that you guys are rising from Creatures Fest to the Kiss Cruise to who knows what's next. Obviously, it's going to be great things. So we're super excited that you joined us. Brennan, Bryce, Austin, they are Sisters Doll. They are from Australia. Check them out. They kick ass live and on Spotify and on the <laughs> physical product. They're awesome. Check them out. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. So thank much. you. Uh, thanks, thanks, Tom and Zeus. We really much. appreciate it. All right, and joining us here, another member of one of the standout bands on the Kiss Cruise. We loved seeing them play. 
We have lead guitarist and songwriter from the Alley, maybe Dallas Dwight is joining us here. Dallas, thanks for joining us on Shout It Out Loudcast. Yeah, Tom Zeus, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Uh, I already listened to the recap episode, so I am uh, primed and ready. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing, but that, all right, <laughs> we'll take it, right? Yeah, let's do so, it. All right. So what we do is we always ask these questions. They're called the Murph questions. And there's simple stuff about KISS. We're going to make this nice and easy for you. So it can always be right now, or it could be growing up. It could be whatever. So first question, favorite KISS member? Favorite KISS member, Gene Simmons. There you go. That's the good answer. You know what? I think you're the first of all the bands we've had. That's a Gene. Yep. I'm, the first, I'm the first one that's right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> Look at Tom's the Gene guy. I'm the Peter guy. We've had we've had people say Eric Singer, Eric Carr, Ace, Peter, Paul. I don't, honestly, I don't think I think you're the first person from the from the cruise. At least from this. Done. Yeah. Yeah. For this. All, yeah. The, but I, all the disciples, right? John, yeah. Peter, Paul. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> uh favorite kiss song. Um I'll say, uh, I guess, I'll, I'll say God of Thunder. I'll say God of Thunder. Oh, okay, nice. Love it. Now yeah. I think although I, I heard, I heard for the I'm, so I'm not the biggest Kiss fan. I don't know. Sure. I don't have the, it's okay. The depth of knowledge, but when they played War Machine on the boat, it was the first time I'd ever heard that song. Really? Oh wow! Okay, like, dude, they got some riffs. So some heavy riffing. I love it. You know that is. That. You know that's Brian Adams that helped him write that one, isn't it? No, I didn't that know that. Br- yep, Brian Adams helped write War yeah, Machine. Yep. That Brian Adams. <laughs> what a what a what a good riff though. I, I love seeing it. And and some of the deeper tracks I, I have since since the crew has gone a little bit deeper into their catalog. Yeah. Uh because my knowledge was was very like I mean, yeah. lick it up, rock and roll all night, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yep. That's all okay. good. Four or five songs deep. But because this was new to you, I'm curious because I it makes me like the song more. Tom laughs at me all the time. So when you see them and they always put the video up for uh, War Machine and yeah. you see those like robots come up and you see the dragon is dragon, constantly yep. circling, is blowing the fire. And when they yep. sing the chorus War Machine, doesn't that entice the song <laughs> to make it like, was, stand it was, out? Yeah, it was interesting. At first, I thought it was a little cheesy. And then I realized I couldn't take my eyes off of it. So I was like, exactly. Oh, I guess, I guess no, and they know that. <laughs> yeah. Now you're from North Carolina. I'm originally from South Carolina, but yeah, South, but okay. But the Carolinas, South. right? Yep, so exactly. wrestling is big there, right? Uh, not to me and my family, but yes. Oh, <laughs> but it is big, right? Yeah. In that it's area, the Carolinas. Wrestling and NASCAR. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Wrestlers used to come out to that song. That's why. That's that. where I was going to War Machine. People yeah. come out like this. It's a badass song to play yeah. behind you coming out. We have we have a new song called Down to Fight. I'm hoping a few wrestlers and UFC chats. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. All right. Do you have a favorite Kiss album? Um, dude, I don't even know if I could tell you a Kiss album, but you know what? Um, <laughs> what's one of the, is it Sonic Boom? And I know Sonic I know, Boom. That's yeah, a newer I, one. Yeah, yeah. I won't say it's my favorite, but I do remember getting that one in like Best Buy or something. The year it came, it out. was Walmart. Walmart. It was a, yep. like, exclusive. Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah. What, what year was that? Like 2011, 12, somewhere around nine. there. That was oh, nine. It was was it oh eight oh nine? Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, it was um, nine. Yes. And then twelve was Monster. Yeah. That yep. was around the time I could drive and, you know, I was into rock and I went and I got the kids yeah. to listen to it. And I thought the song Never Enough was a perfect ripoff of uh, nothing but a good time but a good Poison. Time mixed with Lick It Up. Yeah. <laughs> OK. They perfectly no. ripped off. Themselves. Yeah. 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 It's definitely. <laughs> yep. Uh, nothing wrong. You been that. to any Kiss concerts? Not not other than the boat. It was my first time. So seeing. the next question was how many Kiss concerts? So I'm assuming that's two. Two and a half. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> 
And so what tell tell us we always like to get people's first impression, even if they're not huge KISS fans or not KISS fans, all casual. What was your impression of the say did you get to see the Sail Away show on the pool deck? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Yep. Okay. And then what was your and then what was your impression of the indoor the, the makeup show? Obviously, smaller scale, you know, no bombs, no blood, no fire yeah, and stuff. I but... figured I figured I was getting, you know, definitely a scaled down kiss yeah. show. And not yeah. not all the stuff that they're famous for. But yeah, yeah, it was still um it was still really cool. I don't know if for me I think I think so much of Kiss is that spectacle, and for me, yeah. I don't know if you remove the spectacle, I don't know how much is left, in my opinion. But um, it was it was just uh, there's definitely that that star power of standing there looking at yeah four guys or, you know that have changed rock and roll forever. Yeah. And, That's an interesting uh, comment. I like I, this is sometimes I like talking to people that aren't like diehard Kiss fans because right. they kind of give you like that like uh, like that kind of general outsider perspective so it's kind of interesting how you said taking away the spectacle because we zeus and i have kind of talked about that and sometimes some of our listeners have talked about that like is there is it just like kind of you know all sizzle no steak or like what is it when what is it when you pull that spectacle away so i think that i thought that was kind of that's an interesting uh, observation by you um i i won't say this for kiss but i was i was reading one of the new books that came out uh, it's called the book's called nothing but a good time it's a yes we read that great great book of of 80s stuff and uh, which is my favorite guns and roses is my favorite band so i'm the guns and roses awesome there it is that's the the one yep so in that book they talk about specifically motley crew and wasp and how they are both terrible bands (laughs) <laughs> but they were doing such crazy stuff on stage that everyone was like, cool, we're coming back next week. And it was just like, it grew that way. And they never really were a good band. Yep. Just had the spectacle that people couldn't look away from, you know? Yeah. So it's like, eventually it's like, okay, 40 years later, we're millionaires. And, you know, it's like, I guess, I guess we did. Yeah, it. I don't think Wasp are millionaires, but That's true. I, I would say That's Kiss. True. Uh, there was a VH1 show one time. They were doing like hair metal, what they deem hair metal wrap up. And I remember them talking about Wasp and there, somebody in the band was saying like, you know, they would throw like meat and shit yeah. to the crowd, awesome. right? Yep. And then someone threw like a frozen like fucking rump roast or something on Ugh. stage and then knocked one of them out. <laughs> and, yeah, and then one it. of them was like, you know what? If we wrote better songs, we wouldn't have to do this shit. <laughs> And it's probably it was in the same boat, but I I definitely won't go so far as to put Kiss in that same category. Kiss is obviously much earlier and um, more innovators than legends. You know, yeah, can't yeah. You reach a legendary status, you get a lot of hall passes. I think. Do you get um? Do you have a favorite Kiss memory? Anything maybe growing up or maybe meeting somebody in the band? Uh, no, never meeting anyone. But when I when I got into Kiss, I had you know the five songs on my iPod or whatever the very first (laughs) iPod. And uh, I would sit around and play video games and listen to those those five songs. And I was nice. one of the Tony Hawk pro skater games at the time. So oh, I yeah. OK. Always yep. associated those those songs with uh, with Tony. Uh, and Hawk. on the original iPod, right? Yeah, exactly. Or, well, that's yeah, definitely nostalgia right there. Nice. Xbox nice. One, you know, the original one or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So so tell us. So you again, we had so part of our little extravaganza here. We've had Black Savage plush. A sister's doll, and, and uh, you're representing the alley, maybe. So, tell us a little bit about uh, you know before we get into the cruise. Tell us about your your band, your background, um, because we saw you guys on the crew. We had heard about you. Uh, we're very good yeah, friends. Funny. Yeah, we're very good friends with um, 
our, our buddies Stephen and Sonny, they have a, a, a rock podcast called Grown Up Rock, and they had mentioned you guys before. And I was like, oh, I think I've heard of these guys. But then when we saw they were going to be on the cruise, like, that's them. We checked you guys out a bunch of times. You guys blew up the place. Some of the other bands we've talked to, unfortunately, some of those venues are tiny, like that little Magnum's place. And mm-hmm. um, but tell us, tell us about your band, the background, how you ended up even getting on the cruise and in, in, in that experience. Sure. Well, we're the LA. Maybe we're from Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, we we started a few years ago. We we were kind of part of a Journey tribute band, so we ended up deciding let's. Oh, okay. So, kind of uh, took the pandemic and, and wrote and recorded our recorded our album, and then came out guns blazing after that. And then uh, our our publicist sent me a link to the Kiss Soundcheck crew, the cruise soundcheck. Yeah. I didn't know Kiss had cruises. This is how out of out of the loop I was. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll submit to this. We've submitted to a few of these things before. Nothing ever happens. Just no harm in sending a video or whatever they asked for. So they asked for a, a live video, I think was all they asked for. Mm-hmm. So we had just finished our first UK tour, which was in May. And so we sent them a, a nice pro shot video that someone had made of that. And then, uh, you know, weeks go by, we don't hear anything. And then we get an email saying like, hey, you're in the top 15. Nice. Wow. So the soundcheck competition, as far as I understood it, and, and we went through every process was um sixth man and i guess kiss as well to some mm-hmm. degree just picked 15 of the god knows how many hundreds or thousands of bands that submitted so we ended up in the top 15 and then it opens up to the public to vote to bring it down to 10 and then that 10 goes down to six and there were three on each each week wow so, uh each you know we just boom 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 went up the list and just check 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 every time and then uh, ended up on the boat, which was really cool. And then when we knew we were going to L.A. for the cruise, we booked a show at the Whiskey the night before. So we played with um, Power oh, nice. 5000. And oh, cool. Out there and did that. Yep. And did the whole whole Sunset Strip experience. Ate lunch at the Rainbow and walked to the Guitar Center and all that stuff. So it was super fun. Awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. You guys were the first band, I think, of the newer bands that I wasn't familiar with that mm-hmm. I heard. I remember like you were like, oh, Steve and all these guys are at this place. We're checking out Alley, maybe. And I came down and you guys are already kind of situated near the bar, Tom. Yep. And I came down. I'm like, who the fuck is this band? And I remember. Yeah. I'm like. That's the best compliment. Every every time we play a show in front of people, we get a ton of people coming up after being like, why the fuck don't I know who you are? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's true. That's what it was. It sounded like a band that's paid its dues, knows its shit, and just. You know what? You guys never heard us, but get ready to get your <laughs> fucking mind blown. Yeah, we, yeah. And we, definitely, we definitely have paid our dues individually. I mean, we're all music teachers. We've all been in bands. We've all been around the scene. But this band, we've only been a band for two years or so. So, um, wow. but when we when we come together, we're, we're very intent. We were very intentional about rehearsals, about where we want to make sure we practice. You know, uh, which is one of the things is is I was telling people you could debate. You know all day long who played better on the boat, but it's indisputable that we had more energy than anyone else in that boat. <laughs> you got so, I, I would probably honestly, second that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that first show, it is so funny because it's five of you. And at that small, that small stage outside mm-hmm. of Magnums, like, you know, yeah. on that lower level, it was yeah. so funny because the place was packed. Everybody was jamming out. You guys are rocking out and you're all, like there was, it was the place was like so tight. You know, yeah, we talked, yeah. we talked, we we talked to Sisters Doll about that too. Mm-hmm. But the one good thing about that venue is because it's part of like what they call Bar Alley on the ship. Yeah, it's the atrium area. Yep. Exactly. Even people that may not have been familiar that that weren't consciously going to see your show, 
Yep. It was unavoidable, and and you got. I could see people just being sucked in by your by your 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 performance, your presence, uh, including me. I mean, in one of the descriptions we read about you guys, it was kind of like, oh, a little bit of Guns and Roses, a little bit of B- Black Crows, uh, and that's what it is. Yeah, we we definitely go for that. It's funny, my hair kept getting stuck in the light in the ceiling. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> to put that in perspective. Yeah, but, it uh, was a it was tight fit there, brother. It was tight fit. Uh, yeah, for sure. And and we there used to be six of us, but now there's only five, so that's good. But uh, <laughs> there was um, it was it was definitely uh, you know, we went there and and we had lots of discussions beforehand. Like, look, we're going on this boat. We're we're there to do a thing. Let's do that thing and let's leave having not left anything on the table. So we feel really good about that. Absolutely. Now, now, did you get a chance to like, did you mingle with all the artists? Did you get to see other bands? How much, how did you use your free time while you're on the boat? That, yeah, I love that question. We were, uh, cause we were so excited to be, you know, we had a lot of downtime. So yeah, we, we did this thing called just walk the boat. So we'd just go out and just start walking and we couldn't get 20, 30 feet before meeting someone or finding someone or getting into trouble somewhere with something, you know, yep. so we'd, uh, you know, and of course we made fast friends with a ton of the other bands. We spent most of the boat with yeah. uh, ladies from black Savage. We went out in, in Sonata and Cabo and all this stuff with them. So nice. But, uh, yeah. The, that, that line alone, if you guys made it down there, but there's that lounge right, right by Magnum's called Azura or Azura or whatever. Yep. And that was the, um, that was converted to the artist lounge. So that's where all the artists hung out and stuff. So we were in there with, you know, Sebastian Bach, Richie Kotzen, Zach Wild, and then, you know, all the other bands plush and all that stuff. So, Oh, you said Sebastian. So I get to do my impression. Hey, dudes, come back here, man. We got some beers. <laughs> here's, here's my impression. He walks in and he goes, who are you guys? And we go, um, uh, we're the LA maybe. And he goes, maybe there's nothing maybe about rock and roll, man. Oh, <laughs> I, I can picture that. I can totally goes, picture that. He goes, you guys are the LA for sure. And then he, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that well, is we've, awesome. We've been on this boat for 20 minutes and Sebastian box renamed our band. Sounds good. <laughs> well, speak um, actually, you know, that's a great segue because speaking of your band name, mm-hmm. tell us about, <laughs> tell us about your band name. Sure. Yeah, it was it was a phrase I heard. Uh, I was sitting in the Chicago airport, O'Hare. Okay. Someone, someone behind me. You know, you're sitting at the gate or whatever, and I heard someone say, "Ah, oh, she gave me the old L.A. maybe," and I just thought, I thought that's so perfect. I love that phrase. So we, uh, I texted the band chat and I was like, "Guys, we're going to be the L.A. maybes with an S." And then my drummer was like, "Let's just drop the S." So we dropped the S and then ended up. I didn't think it would be so much of a point of discussion, but goddamn, everyone we talked to is like, "What's the name? Tell me about the name. Tell me." And I. <laughs> yeah. Being on the street to being at the whiskey to being on the cruise to being, you know, doing interviews like these, it comes up every time. So, <laughs> but that's awesome because it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a unique name. It's a, it's a, it's a catchy uh-huh. name. It's a memor, it's a memorable name. You yeah, know, in the, I fun, had this in the exact same conversation with Eric Singer on the last night. <laughs> oh, really? See, another one. Everybody was saying like that we've talked to, they have these stories of like all these other artists, young bands. That they would meet Eric, and Eric was so down to earth and talking to all the bands, especially with the other drummers and stuff. Yep. That he was yep. so, you know, for us, we don't see that side. Eric is very uh, private person, but anytime he's the you most, hear about he's the most public out of out of the four, I would say for sure. But he's not on social media, is what I'm saying. Like, That's so that right. side of him yeah. doesn't come out. But anybody that has stories always like talk about. Oh, he's wicked friendly. He's wicked open. Really, really oh, nice cool. guy. Really nice guy. I have a few funny uh, Kiss Cruise stories for you guys. All right, let's hear them, brother. That's that's why you're here. (laughs) So, uh, first of all, listening to your guys' recap was so cool because it was – I loved hearing the the fan perspective because I've never gone on a Kiss Cruise. 
Yeah. So I have no idea what, what to expect, but you guys have been on a couple at least, right? This Two? is our second one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They, they get easier and better. For, <laughs> like once you get on them, it, it makes it for like, yeah. you're not wasting time. You know where to go. You know when to go eat. You know you how much break you have before you need to see another yeah. show. It's very helpful. Exactly. Uh, we're at the airport gate to, to fly out to LA and a, a family walks up and goes, you guys are the LA maybe. We're like, oh yeah, hey, what's up? We start talking to him. How many cruises have you been on? And the guy rolls up his sleeve and he's got a date for every single kiss. Oh man. He's wow. All 11. We're like, okay, that's yeah, We cool. have a name for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 11 that's cruises. That's yeah. 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 It was, it was pretty insane, but uh, they had made it like a family thing. Like the kids were like 21, 22 and they'd been going since they were like 11. Ah, uh, that's kind of cool. All right, family had, like grown up doing it, so it was kind of yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so here's the story of Paul Stanley stiff arming my drummer. <laughs> oh no, here we go. First of all, first of all, before you get going, anything involving Paul Stanley, we love on this show, and they're always awkward stories. All right, what I got it. Oh, you guys, I listen to you guys talk about you were in the um, uh, songs and stories with the Star Child. I was also oh. in there. So that was okay. Cool. So you got to see what? Were you the dick that he? Some the guy he called a prick. <laughs> Stop no, we walked me. in. We walked in probably 15 minutes after it started. And we were in the very top balcony. Just yeah. okay. But um, so down in the pool deck, uh, if you guys are if you're looking at the pool stage over on the right side, cordoned off is the artist area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's where we could. And, and if you came out by the buffet, you could you could actually cut behind the stage and walk yes. back to get back there. So you couldn't you didn't have to go through the front. So most of the time we're over there watching the shows because it's just a little more space, a little easier. Yeah, of course. And um, pretty much every time I'm over there, Paul Stanley's standing next to me because he he was over there. To his credit, I think he saw every fucking band that played. Like he was he was all cool. out looking at bands. Yeah. So um, uh, I wasn't here for this, but I've heard the story told enough times that I can definitely retell. <laughs> it. My other guitar player was uh, Foz, our drummer. He's standing there, and Paul Stanley comes out, and and he's smiling. He's he's jovial he's appearing to be in a good mood it's like the last day it's the last uh sebastian bach show or whatever yeah so Foz goes i'm gonna ask him for a picture so oh no he goes you know hey can i can i get a picture and and paul says thanks and he's like that's that's weird he must not have heard me Uh, because that's all that Foz heard you know there was music playing and everything so he goes to kind of to reach in and be like could i get a picture and paul stanley slaps his arm away and goes not right now <laughs> First of all, I like I like the beginning of the story when he says he appeared to be in a good mood. Yeah. Well, because you're always, you know, somebody walks out looking cranky, like you're gonna leave him the fuck alone. Like, of course. You know? Yeah. I'm not gonna be that guy that's like sign my shirt. You know, I'm not yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Uh, so then right here's the best part. Now. 15 seconds later, he's got his arms around two ladies taking a picture with him. Oh no, <laughs> come on. See, this is the stories. This is what we want to hear. <laughs> so funny. So this was your drummer. So so did he? Did, drummer, did yeah. your drummer just walk away like completely like dejected and like <laughs> no, oh he, shit? He's like fine. he's fine. Yeah. None, none of us are like huge Kiss fans. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we love Kiss and respect the legacy, of course. But uh, yeah, as far as being like a like a crazy fan, it's just not us. So it was kind of like you know, oh that's that's a a rock legend. Do you think like, that he he thing. thought he was a fan? Or he uh, must have known he was an artist. Like, no, he, he was. If he, if he was back there, he had to. That's have what known I'm saying. Like, artist, maybe, right? I'm trying to, to give because there was there was definitely a lot of hangers ons that managed to get back there. But yeah, that's what I'm um, saying. Like, we got found two hot girls going around take photos. Maybe he thought it was just a fan or something. But even then, hey, I saw him interact with other artists, and he was very, very friendly, and very nice. Yeah. Hey, I just I spent five thousand dollars. I see Paul Stanley. You take a photo of me? Fuck off, kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I heard he essentially told some kid that when he tried to get him to sign his guitar and their dad. Yeah. Their, their dad and the kid were at all of our shows and they loved us to death. And they yeah. were to him all the time. We we're talking to him a lot. The very last night we run into him at the buffet and the dad just goes on a tirade like, fuck that guy. I'll never buy another fucking thing. Like, and he was just, he had just, he just had it. And we were just like, yeah, man, you know, like that, like that sucks. Like, sorry. Oh, so was he the guy that you're talking about? Cause they were, you know, they were asking Paul questions at that show. Somebody think, had I the fake, had him. the guitar. I and think he's like, that was him, but I was up in the balcony. I couldn't see anyone asking questions. So what the so, guy I'm, said, so Paul like cuts him off before he asks this question. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're going to ask, so me you got a guitar. Yeah. You're going to ask me to sign yeah. that. Aren't you? Mm-hmm. And he's, and he did the Jedi mind trick. And the guy's like, uh, no, uh, what is your favorite tour? Uh, uh, like, you know, like he changed the question. And then I saw him come down and kind of go over near where a lot of people were, where Paul was standing or sitting, but I didn't see him like, oh, hey, can you sign this? And Paul never was like, come here. No, they did. Apparently they did after. Okay. Um, and, uh, so that's, I guess when I signed that guitar, everybody signed that guitar, but, uh, it was, yeah, he had, um. Uh, I was there when he got Gene to sign it because Gene walked through our sound check, just like going yeah. somewhere doing something. Yeah, it was just just us in the room, and then here comes Gene Simmons with like his security guys, and that kid just happened to be walking by at the same time. It was just like the most serendipitous thing. He was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> wow, and he's just carrying his guitar around with him the whole. He carried that guitar everywhere he went, and that was a heavy guitar. That oh was not god. a light that, guitar. That that was definitely that kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little kid, long hair. Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah. Him and his dad were so nice. Dude, you just spent all this money to be on the Kiss Cruise. Why would you cut him? Also, I expect you, because I I get it. Then everyone's going to run up. Hey, Paul, can you sign this? But he's up there, one guy in front of everybody. You're going to cut him off? Wow. uh, That's tough. It's got to be. It's got to be. And I and I and I do sympathize as much as I can with with, you know, someone in Paul Stanley's position where just being around him and, and the other guys for the little bit of time we were on the cruise, it was really crazy to witness. You know, every time they turn their head, there's a flock of people that want something from you. Oh, and God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just everywhere you go. It's take, 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 take. Yeah. take. Nobody's ever giving anything. It's just yeah. sign, this, yeah. sign this, do this. Listen to me. Tell you this story. You know, and it's just like, dude, like. I, I couldn't do it. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't deal with that. Like, I don't have to, but I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, right. It's amazing. It's amazing how they can get through it. But I actually really love Paul Stanley's. Um, uh, it seems he's developed this tactic where he'll just stand there and stare at you. Oh, yes. No, he has like, like a very uncomfortable. Yeah. He has like a very uncomfortable like, way uh, of like <laughs> getting you to like stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so they're, those are the type of people that are, that <laughs> out stare you. And make you so uncomfortable. You're like, all right, I got to look away. I can't fucking do this. I love that. Yeah, I started yeah. doing a version of that with the fist bump. So whenever, oh someone, yeah, okay. Whenever someone at the end of the night, hey, great show. They go for a handshake. I go for a fist bump, and I'll just stand there. I'll just stand there <laughs> until they do the fist bump. I will not open up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like get your fucking sweaty hands off. Yeah, me. I know what exactly. you mean. That's funny. Now you had one more. You said, yeah. So well, this is less of a story and more of just a cool thing. Okay. Uh, so me and my other guitar player are sitting down in the artist lounge and this, this, uh, two middle-aged ladies are sitting there with us and we're talking, we're having a great time and they're, they're hilarious. They're having fun. You know, we talk, whatever, good night. See you guys later. Hopefully we'll see you around the ship. The next day we're up in the buffet, getting some food and we run into them and they're eating lunch. So we're like, Oh, let's eat lunch together. So we sit down, start talking. And I finally asked her, I was, what do you do? They're both named Sherry. So we called them the Sherry's. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, and they were uh, one was a lady and one was her sister-in-law. So they were like kind of related. And so 
start talking to Sherry and find out that she's was Doc McGee's right hand man for the his entire career. So 40 years of managing this wow. lady managed Kiss, Motley Crue, Bon oh, Jovi. Yeah. Yeah. She's discovered Sebastian Bach for Skid Row, all this stuff. Yeah. And so uh, we just ended up just hitting it off and hanging out with her. She was who we went. She took us to the um, uh, songs with Star Child thing, all that yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. gotcha. And so, I mean, she was uh, only on the boat because Paul Stanley had invited her entire family because they've known each other for decades. Wow. So, Interesting. Crazy to just run into random people like that. And we'd run into people like that all the time. We ran into the guy that owned the Fox Theater in L.A. Yep. Uh, people that worked with Sturgis, you know, just all over the place. Just yep. everywhere you turn, there was someone walking up to us who was like, you know, yeah. in some way. So now, what did was you? What, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Just finish. So go I ahead. was just going to say, did you have any favorite artists that you saw on there or any artists that came up to you afterwards and was like, guys, I fucking loved your show or and vice versa? Yeah, we um, I mean, we loved everybody, but of course, it was amazing seeing Sebastian Bach. And then Sebastian Bach pulled yeah. uh, Goliath up on stage. Goliath. Yeah, I know. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was so, great. Um, we were in the uh, the preface to that moment was we're in the elevator with uh, Sebastian Bach, his wife, kid, his whole crew, and then me and Foz, our drummer. And we're all because we were all talking in the thing, and we're like, oh, let's go see Bruce Kulik. So we all go up together. And uh, Sebastian Bach turns around in the elevator and points to me and goes, "Are you the guy that sings Monkey Business as good as I do?" And I said, I said, no, no, that's my singer. I'll introduce you though. Yeah. Because we played Monkey Business all three of our sets. Yes. Yep. yep. Love that song. You guys killed it. it. So um we get up there and I I introduce him to Goliath and he leans down in Goliath's ear and goes, dude, you are fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, that was a fun moment to witness. And then when he plays Monkey Business, Goliath was standing right there at the stage. And of course he recognized him. So he was like, get up here. You know, you know this song. So he pulled him up and it was, uh, it was really so that fun. was, so that wasn't like a planned thing. He kind of just looked at no, Goliath at and just no. pulled him up. Yeah. He just noticed him standing there and he was like, get up here. So like, damn, that's yeah. pretty, well, that's, that's a cool pretty, moment that his ego isn't like bothered by that. It's like, no, no fucking come no, share the stage. We were, yeah. We were like going back and forth. Like, is he the guy that's going to come like storming down the hall and yelling, like, stop playing my song. <laughs> yeah. like, he has, you know, he definitely has a reputation of, of being a rock star. And um, just throughout the entire time we were around him and every interaction we saw with him and that we had ourselves, he was just so pleasant and nice and and funny, man. He's so funny. Oh, yeah, we saw him a couple times and we only let line in Cabo to get into the place. We're like, fuck this. This is going to take hours. So we're going to go right yeah. into the merch. Walk, and all of a sudden, who walks in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. He walks in. Hey, guys. And he yeah. cuts everybody. We're like, what the fuck? He did <laughs> That's that? what we did, too. Here's yeah. how dumb. Here's how dumb we are. We're used to like not getting any VIP treatment. Yeah, yeah. So getting on the boat, we're just standing in line with our gear and everything <laughs> in there, like and us. Finally, <laughs> finally, we see a sixth man person, and one of us goes like, "Should we ask?" There's got to be like a different entrance. Like, there's no yeah. way like Sebastian Bach and Zach Wilder in this line. So like, let's let's go ask. And they were like, "Oh yeah, the artist entrance. Come over here." And like, we just skipped the entire line and walked nice. in. Nice. Like, oh, okay, there, there, there you go. <laughs> Didn't even think to ask for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I caught him in the elevator with his wife and kid. And he's like, cool shirt, dude. I'm like, can I get a photo? He's like, yeah, man, I got longer arms. He takes my phone. Yeah, he's yeah. he's just, you know, in the whole fucking, the fun part about it is like that whole story of like, he was supposed to be on the cruise last year. And it's yep. a mystery as yep. how he, why he didn't make it. It's, it's not a mystery. There was, uh, 
it's not a mystery. He had he had problems with his passport. Yeah, that's something. What, yeah, like, we, yeah, 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 yeah forgetting heard. it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and then this time, <laughs> this time one of the sixth man guys was like, because uh, we're really close with all those guys now too. And he was like, yeah, he almost didn't make it on the boat this time because his passport was in his luggage and his luggage was checked. Oh, so they Jesus. Go, they had to go like find his luggage and like oh, bring it back out. And then like, <laughs> dude, what poor, the poor, Seba- poor Sebastian. Yeah. Well, I know we talked about the cruise. Tell us now you have one album out. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like one and a half. We have our, you have some single, uh, a single all correct right now. Yeah. We have uh dirty damn tricks was our debut album. And then yep. we re-released like a deluxe edition of that. And then we've released a brand new single. It actually came out while we were on the boat. Yeah, down to fight, right? Yep, that's the one. That's the one. It's going to be hopefully some wrestler or some yeah, some uh, UFC, UFC guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, NFL yeah. Team, come on, call. Where us. are you guys at now? Are you going to turn that song into a onto an album? Are you guys yes. working on something right now? Yeah, we're working on an album. But the way kind of the the new music industry works is it benefits you to release songs more often, and you can't really release an album every month or, or every two months. So. We're going to kind of be doing single, 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 and then it'll end up in an album at some point, of course. But we're going to, all the next singles we do are going to come together in, into one album. We already have all that planned out. So up, up through That's awesome. 2024. And so we'll be working on that. And uh, we're touring the UK is the big thing. We have a UK tour that kicks off here in just a few weeks. So we'll be in uh, over oh, there. From shit. Which leads us to, so it's it's good that we have another up yeah. and coming band. You read so, my we're gonna, mind. so we're going to ask this question because we talked to Sisters Doll about it. So shout out Loudcast is our main Kiss centric podcast, but Zeus and I have another like little side cast where we talk about everything, pop culture, movies, music, and we just recently did an episode where we just discussed um, streaming versus vinyl and CDs and bands mm, and how it affects them. And all that so shit. many, so many thoughts and ideas on all that. Well, that's why we, we talked to sisters all about tell, share us you again, up and coming band. You have an album, you have a single Spotify physical product. Talk to us about how the experience that you're dealing with that, with those types of things as a, as a band. Um, yeah, for me, it doesn't matter. It's about, it's about getting the music to people's ears. Yep. Getting them into your world. If you hear an LA Maybe song and you like the LA Maybe, you're going to start doing your research. You're going to figure out pretty quickly. We have a website, a Facebook page, because we're everywhere that you would be. Yeah, yep. that's, by, that's by design. So if you find us on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, wherever, we're there. And that hopefully brings you into the world. And, you know, you can buy CDs, shirts, whatever. We have all that available for you. Vinyls, you know, you name it. Yep. But as far as like... Oh man, CDs just like nobody buys them anymore. It's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like nobody buys fucking eight tracks either. Like it's just like, <laughs> shit, get a ball. oh like, come on, man. <laughs> CDs still rule. Come on. Yeah, no, I have I have a few actually, but uh, not not that many. That's that's a pretty dope collection. Yeah, that's my <laughs> college uh, collection. You can tell it's got college CDs in there because I have the two lines in there we would have in our room, so nobody would fucking yeah. steal them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, that. yeah, so we had this conversation about it, and, and a lot of the stuff that we were wondering is like a new band. Like, to me, I'm thinking out loud, I'd be like, if I had my choice, like, Spotify, we've I fail, doesn't pay the artists enough money. And it's, uh, you know, you got to play the game because you're not going to get out there if you don't. Yeah. If you don't play it. But I think, I think it's that's not really fair to you guys. Surprised. You would be surprised to see the actual numbers because I, I think it's mm-hmm. become, it's just kind of in the zeitgeist now, like hating Justin Bieber and Nickelback, right? People just hate Justin Bieber and Nickelback. They don't know why. They couldn't tell you why. They just, it's because everyone else has said it, right? It's a fucking schmuck. But I, Nickelback, I, 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 <laughs> Dallas, but Dallas, I said, okay. 
Dallas, I said the same thing we talked about. I said, I think people just automatically assume that artists are just getting ripped off by Spotify. I mean, we don't know the numbers, but, but you're right. I think it's because I think it's become like an urban legend now. Well, no, it's because I listen to artists that that go in front of Congress and debate this shit and saying, right. We're fucking getting ripped off. More of the pie from Spotify listens. More of the pie should go to artists. It could, it could be more. You're hundred percent right there. Cause it, it does sound small, you know, a fraction of a penny per play. Yeah. What, what people fail to consider is that uh, when I was in 10th grade, I went to Best Buy and I bought the Black Crow's first album and I played that album until it stopped working Yep. and they only made three, four bucks off me. If I had streamed that album on Spotify as exactly. much as I played that CD, they would have made thousands. Yep. <laughs> so, like, it's uh you know it's because you can get paid it it pays you more to have a hit basically right so if I sure. have a song that I'm gonna put on repeat then you're gonna make good money if you're you know putting out average music then no of course not but and right. most people are putting out you know uh, their bedroom demos and things like that because now you hear these stats of like you know a hundred thousand tracks go on Spotify every day and it's like yeah but five of them are good so like not <laughs> right I'm not worried the numbers aren't as bad as you think but. Yeah, uh, but but I hear this thing that's like you know oh a million streams you make five dollars it's like that's no, me I say streams, that a million streams you make about thirty thousand dollars yeah so yeah. Uh, now a million streams is not an easy number to hit but yep the numbers that you see on the memes when you're scrolling through Instagram just aren't aren't true it's like yeah. it's not even hard just go look up the figure and do the math and then, okay there you go <laughs> like, yeah like, I just I think you're right because I think what Zeus is saying is when you hear when you hear some of these people speak before Congress and then people people either aren't interested or just don't have the time to to look into because again research a lot of information and yeah. you're right you it, it gets into that mindset that you know zeus is right should be a bigger piece of the pie but i don't think and, and you just spoke for on the facts dallas that they aren't getting they're not getting peanuts you know maybe right. they could get more but they're not <laughs> getting peanuts it depends yeah um and i don't know who exactly spoke in congress i do remember seeing some stuff about that yeah. but another thing i've noticed the more I, I get in the industry and around more people who have seen mm-hmm. a whole lot more success than i have is that the people you you see that you think are successful right they definitely don't have all the answers man like they have a yeah. lot of them have no fucking idea how they got there like they're just <laughs> like i my manager i don't know like you could ask them like what time their show is and they couldn't tell you like yeah. so it's like they definitely don't know the ins and outs of like putting their music on spotify like, they definitely have never logged into that portal like like yeah they yeah. have no idea what they're talking about yeah and 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 but you know of course some of them do some of them really are in the weeds and understand it and yeah that's uh that's what we're trying to be because we're completely independent right now. So it's up to us to be in there and understand this stuff and get nitty gritty and figure out, you know, okay, what's really going on? How can we play the game? Yeah. We don't have, you know, Doc McGee and stuff to to call up favors. And you don't get a chance to get a record label behind you that'll help you out and put some money towards you guys and let you learn your craft because that shit is gone. That game and that's is- part of the thing that I bitch about is I I prefer the older system, but it's gone. What are you going to do? So you got to play. You got to get your music out there. So I understand that. Um, yeah. We could Record fucking debate this shit be, all day long. I know. They used to be much more willing to gamble. Like, oh, you've got it, kid. You know, we'll put a million dollars into you and make you a star. Like that yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. But uh, yeah. yeah, the labels yeah. are still around. They just want you to be like, okay, you know, I already have a million Spotify followers. I'm already making five figures. What do I fucking need you? Have- 
Yeah, and then yeah. they'll sign you. And it's like, well, I don't need you now. Like exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll just sell my own record and yeah. you know, do it myself just, and make just, more money. Now basically you're coming around trying to stick your hand in the pot. It's like, no, 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 hold on. What but Zeus, to- Zeus and I, we're both we're both we're both huge supporters of of physical product. Obviously, you can see behind Zeus's CD rack. I'm a I'm a big vinyl guy. <laughs> Um, and I love to support uh, up and coming bands. You know, we we had plush on. I I bought their I bought their vinyl. Sisters doll. We talked about the struggle for up and coming bands to press vinyl because it's so goddamn expensive to do that to manufacture them and then sell them back. Yeah, um, you know, 20, sisters 20, sister, <laughs> sister, sisters doll was saying that if they wanted to go out and and manufacture two hundred records, it could cost them upwards of seven or eight thousand dollars, and they have to go sell that to try yeah. to make any to try to make it. Now they're in Australia. Maybe yeah, the numbers yeah, are yeah, maybe yeah, the numbers yeah, are different. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we have a friend who's in a band also, and we brought up vinyl. He's like, dude, it costs so much goddamn money to press vinyl and make money off of it. You know, we had uh, we sell our vinyls on our website for sixty dollars. Which yeah, I say, see, if you're a vinyl collector, I would look at that and say that's a pretty expensive vinyl, right? That's what very they, expensive. What are they usually twenty five, thirty bucks. I it depends. Yeah, to, thirty. But um, for for an up and coming band, I would probably say in the thirty range. Sixty. That's a lot. That's a yeah, lot. So here here's how this works. Uh, we had someone in Germany buy it. We profited 22 cents. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Now, See, that's where my heart US goes out to you. Yeah, but that's why my U.S. buys it, we profit maybe four or five bucks. But uh, yeah. in, in overseas, when I see an order come in from overseas for a vinyl, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, we've lost money on some of those. That's why I kept having to jack it up because I was like, right. we got to keep going until it's at least not negative. Like, Yeah. But the, so, flip, side, the flip side of this argument, and, and we talked about this, is – I mean, I know, I know we're talking about the the money, which obviously that's a big deal. This is your career, but I also look at it as like a like thinking of a consumer about how with streaming, it just spreads the word so much faster and so much easier. You know that that especially uh, especially a uh, uh, like Spotify where it recommends music based on what you're listening to. So maybe it's going to say, hey, you because you liked this band, you might like the LA Maybe, or if I already have the LA Maybe on there. It'll it'll let me know when you have a new single or a new. It, it's an easier way to get that new music right, like immediately, instead yep. of the old fashioned of like you know tape trading and that kind of bullshit. And then of course it becomes the question of okay, how do I get Spotify to recommend me to you? Exactly. Else, right. Right. And those are all things you can learn and you can figure out how to do, which is why uh, we're releasing more singles more consistently, right? So Spotify yep. and and any social media platform, it really benefits you when you use it frequently. They want you to be on their platform, right? Yeah. So Spotify will recommend you more when you have an upload every six to eight weeks or ish, right? Okay. So you can't really do a 10 song album every six to eight weeks. So right. you have to kind of figure out, okay, are we going to do a cover? Are we going to do a single? Cause we got to keep putting stuff out to stay in the machine. And so that's kind of the game we're playing where you, you see some old school fans and, and I'm one of them that's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll listen when you put on an album, I'm tired of seeing all these singles. It's like, yeah, I get it. But this is the game we got to play now. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I don't listen. You can't just put out music every two years and, and you just disappear completely from the album. You got to play. You got to play the game. You got to keep yeah. up with the times. And as much as we all like to say, like, I wish it was back in the early 90s when I could go to Tower Records and thumb through and look at the pick up the actual CD, look at the back and look at that shit's gone. I get it. So you got to stay with you got to get with the times and you got to do what you can. Well, well, you got to back it up, too. So no yeah. matter what you do, would, you're going I on Spotify, say. you got to have good music. Yeah, and for sure. That's what you guys got yeah. in your back pocket. Yeah. So you, you have that. I would say, though, as far as, you know, it being gone, that's 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 such a good point. 
I think nothing's ever really gone. It just kind of moves, right? So so going to Tower Records and looking at the back of the album, that same feeling you got is now what people get when they go to Instagram and scroll through and see me being like, hey, what's up? We're at fucking blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> yep. the same kind of like, oh, this is the band. This is like my peek into their world. Yep. It's just changed now. But those same uh, those same things and those same feelings are, are just human. So they're always going to be there, even though the, the look of that. You're match. right. That is something. It's a great different. point. It's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I we could talk music shit with Dallas all night. I know. It's um, a point. But, uh, you know, like I said, you got to have the music. So as much as yeah. the marketing you're doing and how do we do this? How do you do this? <laughs> it doesn't mean shit if you're putting out shit music. Well, from yeah. what I heard, and I'm sure what Tom will agree with me, you guys put out some excellent music and you guys are, are fun. You're a fun band to watch. You guys can hit it live, which is the key because nowadays live entertainment is what people now are craving. And so you artists wow. can make a lot of money from is more the live stuff than how many vinyls did I sell this week? Right. Yeah. 40 cents worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. But you guys hit it out of the park. You guys, hopefully if you guys are interested We'll make it back to another Kiss Cruise. Is that a possibility? Uh, it's not not a possibility. Yeah, we just straight up walked up to Sixth Man at the end. Was like, "Yo, if you want us back, we're there." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect. So perfect. They were like, "They were like, don't worry, we'll we'll have you back." Like, nice, that's, nice, perfect. That's great. <laughs> so Dallas, so tell us, so so tell everybody, our listeners, uh, where can they find you? Obviously, you're very active on social media. Your website, your social media. Tell tell all of our listeners how they can get more of the Alley Maybe. Yeah, sure. The hub is our website. So that's lamaybe.com. And uh, that will take you, you know, that's kind of the center of the spider web. You can go out wherever you want from there. But whatever social media platform you're on, just look up our name and you'll find us and we're probably there. Perfect. Uh, we have new, you know, new music video just came out. We have all sorts of content we put out on our YouTube page. We have a podcast we put out every week like you guys. Nice. And so we have, um, you know, all kinds of stuff going on in our world. So that's kind of where to keep up with us, lamaybe.com. Perfect. That he's Dallas Dwight, lead guitarist, songwriter for the LA. Maybe they kicked major ass on the Kiss Cruise. If you're not familiar with him, you just heard him. Check him out. Visit his website. Buy some physical product. Yes, not go vinyl. To, go, go to Spotify. <laughs> buy yeah, buy a vinyl. Unless you're listening to us in Germany, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but Dallas, thank buy you so shirt. much for your time. This has been a great conversation about music in general and the cruise in your band. Yeah, Tom Zeus. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Dallas. Pretty amazing time there, getting all four of those bands to talk about cruise, kiss, music, everything. Great, great fun. We can't thank them enough. It was amazing. We're talking to young bands like Sisters Doll and even younger bands like Plush, veteran musicians like Black Savage, LA Maybe, up and coming. Just great stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I'm telling you. So once you got the logistics done, then you're on the, like, let's see, our our winning streak has continued. We have yet to have a guest on that we're like, dude, this guy fucking sucked. We always keep our expectations in check and then love it when they get blown away. Absolutely. So every one of them, never mind the fact that they were so accommodating and professional about it. But once you get them on again, we were going with the thought of like, let's get 15, 20 minutes or half an hour at most from each one of them. But the conversation's flowing. You yep. don't want to cut it off. And, I, and each time I'm like, fuck it. If it's long, too bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so exactly. Let's start with Black Savage. Incredible. First of all, first off, they were awesome. They're big kids fans. But listen to Angie tell those stories. 
about being in the rehearsal studio back during the reunion or just just crazy stuff you know and then and then hearing their story about why they chose to be a black sabbath tribute band and just just getting in in, in the heads of of a of a band and musicians and kiss fans just tons of fun and angie's just got boatloads of stories and emily is like the hugest kiss fan and Alice and Melanie, super cool, obviously newer to the Kiss experience, and but loved hearing how this all-girl group Black Sabbath band got together and the stories they show. The, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Angie will be back. She's got a shit ton Incredible of stories. stories. Fucking hilarious. I love when people through no probing of our own, just start doing ace impressions. Hey guys, yeah, can you tell Gino she had, and Paulie? Gino and Paulie. Oh, um, it was great. Yeah, and uh, again, stay tuned towards the end of this episode. Yep. Yep. Okay. You'll 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 see why. Uh, the they're awesome, and they they kicked ass on stage, and uh, we loved it. And you got to see that poster. Oh my has. god! Oh. She had the the OG a coin destroyer poster signed oh. by all four original members. Ah, so cool! Fucking great! All right, let's turn our attention now to the ladies of plush. That's right. Yep, yeah. we had three of the four. Uh, we had Bella, Ashley, and Faith, and unfortunately, Mariah was not available because she is touring with Trans Siberian Orchestra. Uh, that's pretty amazing for her. But what a time with them. I mean, you got Faith just out of high school. She's 18. You got Ashley at 19. You got Bella at 20. And these girls are, they just rock. They kick ass. They were so accommodating. We had so much fun, so friendly. They're huge Kiss fans. I mean, it's amazing to hear the passion that they have for albums like Revenge and Dynasty and the stories that they had about seeing them live. And uh, and then just just their story about a, a rising band and being on the cruise. Just tons of fun. The way they present themselves at yeah. that age. Amazing. Oh, my God. Super kind and sweet and just humble. And but don't let that fool you because they kick their ass. music fucking rocks and what a show they put on yeah i'm telling you like all throughout everything we kept hearing about people talking about plush and uh yeah the 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 ladies were super funny you missed them at the bingo bacon bingo thing that we did oh yeah yeah the rapport they had with the uh, guy doing bingo it was funny you could tell they had a a great way of carrying themselves had a good sense of humor and uh another awesome band that just can't wait to see what comes of their career because they're only going to get bigger and better oh no doubt no doubt yep then these guys were setting this up and telling like okay all right zeus we're flying back from our we'll be in uh australia at this time and we can get back and we'll be on with you at this they just flew back to australia not an easy flight my friends and uh and uh brennan set it up and next thing you know the three brothers are on super gracious super cool and uh really had all the ladies all the ladies. I mean, I was kind of saying that to him, but it's no joke. All the ladies on the cruise were like, "Where's the sister dolls, brothers?" 
Yeah, Brennan Bryce and Austin Sisters Doll, those guys were great. Um, again, huge, huge Kiss fans. I mean, you guys, if you were at Creatures Fest, you saw them, you heard them. Uh, that's where the buzz really started to build uh, for the Americans hearing about them. Uh, and then that buzz just carried all the way through when people found out that they were announced to be on the cruise. Great stuff, great stories. Another b- bunch of young guys rising. Um, they're really excited about the 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 reception that they're getting in the States. They want to try to come back here and, and do more. Uh, you know, obviously being in Australia, it's going to be a bit of a challenge, but we know they're working towards that and huge things for them too. Uh, three great, great guys, uh, a ton of fun talking to them about their band, their experiences with kiss, just great fun. Yeah. They're, they're really going to take off and, you know, they came on our radar uh, with the whole Peter thing and their conversation about Peter just really, for me, I loved hearing it. Oh yeah, how, it was great. How their their relationship with Peter, how they were the last band to perform with Peter at his last shows, and uh, how he was instrumental in them getting a Creatures Fest and all that stuff, and their love of Kiss. Man, we got to see them again perform live. They fucking kick ass. They're, they're yeah, they're so fun. Another. So this is the a part that I like because now it's like, remember when you was a kid, you would buy baseball cards and like oh i got his rookie card yeah yeah yeah, he hasn't become a star yet but he will my card will go up in value yeah that's what a lot of these bands are like you're like oh i i learned from sisters dog when they just starting out before they got that big fucking song that hit the radio same thing yeah fucking great guys and uh can't wait to see what's in store for them yep finally la maybe and we had dallas on that's right. Yeah, we had Dallas Dwight, guitarist and songwriter from LA. Maybe uh, he represented the band. Uh, we talked to him, up, and it was—I really—I kind of enjoyed talking to him about Kiss because he's not a diehard. He doesn't Kiss wasn't his thing. So hearing that perspective was a little bit was interesting and different because very rarely, if ever, do we have guests on the show that aren't Kiss fans. Um, but it was it was interesting to hear that. And then of course we started talking about the band. Uh, you know, the origin of the band name and then some a great conversation. And we did talk about this with Sisters Doll, too. Yeah, a great conversation about the state of music. Like we talked about on our Dome Damage sidecast, the streaming, the vinyl, the CD, all that stuff. Just really gracious and a great conversation. That that conversation kept going even when we finished recording. Dude, that was with just him. Just Imagine him. if the yeah. rest of the band was on. Exactly. A yep. six hour episode. Yeah. A uh, lot of info from Dallas. He's uh, obviously got a lot to say. His band kicked ass. The thing about so his good. band was so like, I had no expectations of them. Nothing yeah. about them. Yeah. So Black Sabbath, you hear an all girls band, Black Sabbath. So regardless, you're going to be like, I'm sure they're pretty good if they're yeah. doing Black Sabbath. Uh, uh, Plush had already kind of had a little bit of buzz going. Yep. This is all we were familiar with. Yep. LA, maybe I was just literally walk down the steps and be like, oh, what are we watching here? Like, yep. holy shit. These fucking yep. guys, you know, maybe banging their heads up on the on the ceiling because it's above five yeah. and a half feet tall, but they fucking rock the joint out. Yeah. Kick ass. They're a new and upcoming band. They got one band, uh, one album out. Fascinating discussion about how they're trying to a young band is trying to up and come like uh, sister's doll is and get their names out there. Same thing with plush. Yep. Right. And you yep. know, you got black savage talking about their touring things. And each one of them has got a fascinating way to talk about music, where they are now, how it works. And 
a little bit of history along the way. And I and I got to say, I did like his story. Of Paul oh, man. Member ways. Doing like the Heisman to the drummer. Oh, oh not I, now. Oh, man. <laughs> there was a couple other things we got, too, out of out of Dallas. But uh, I'm, yeah, not quite, I'm not quite sure they made it onto the episode. But uh, no, and the, great, whoa. great, great stuff. Same thing with Angie too. Yeah. Oh yep. man. These like A stories and Paul oh. stories and Gino stories and all this stuff. Fantastic. Listen, we don't want to keep this episode too long. Obviously, too late. Can, yeah. <laughs> obviously, late. you can tell how much fun we had with these bands yeah. and how informative and entertaining it was. I hope it was for you guys. I think it will be. And can't personally wait. To find out when Black Savage is in the Boston area or yeah. the Any new of album bands. from Sisters Doll or yeah. Alley Maybe or when, where's Plush going to next? Yep. Can't fucking wait. Telling you guys, you will not be sorry. Go out, go to their websites, buy them their music, buy their merch, see them perform live, support them, go on their websites, go on their social medias, like them, follow them communicate with them they love that stuff and uh yeah that was one of the great conversation pieces we had because of the internet stuff now you you may not be able to peruse like the background of these albums at a record store but now you can see the guy instagram tell you a story about why he wrote that song yep there's a lot of good stuff out there check these bands out yep and and it, i find it, it i find it kind of ironic that of all the places that you would get news or or the energy behind new bands. It's us. We always talk about kiss and bands from the eighties. Well, now we, we got exposed to these bands. We love them. And we, we want to, we want you guys to know more about them. So we can't thank, we can't give enough. Thanks to black Savage plush sisters, doll and Dallas from the alley, maybe. And, and, and thanks to the, that band, the whole band themselves, just an, an amazing time. And we hope you guys had as much fun listening as we did talking with all of them. Tom, what do we do next? We go to our question of the week. And our question of the week comes from fellow Patreon and previously mentioned podcaster himself, Adam Stevenson. He says, sorry, Tom, for the trigger warning, because he's talking about Monster, the album. Uh, I'm listening to Kiss on Letterman for shits and giggles. And I had a thought. Kiss has stated that Sonic Boom and Monster were meant to be records that got back to the classic 70s sound. So I'm curious as to what tracks you think from those albums could have actually fit into that classic era from the debut up to Love Gun. Any songs on the top of your head, Zeus, that you think could have that sound that could be thrown on to Dress to Kill or Rock and Roll Over or Love Gun or whatever? I can think of maybe one or two. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay. Modern day Delilah is probably a little too heavy for 70s kiss. Um a song like Hella Hallelujah could probably go on to Love Gun because it kind of had that kick-ass vibe of like I stole your love. I think it could probably do that. Um Take Me Down Below is a fun song, but I don't think the band was really that's that an silly. 80s kiss song. I was just—that's what I was going to say. They weren't that silly in the seventies. Silly, silly, I tell you. Um, honestly, I know it's a Tommy song, 
But I think when lightning strikes, that's where my thumb is on right now. There you go. Zeus and I, we share a brain. I think that could have been an awesome ace. He's copying me. He's trying to be the spaceman and talking about lightning bolts. <laughs> that makes go sense. Ahead. Go look ahead. Go ahead. Look at look at the rest of these songs on, like specifically Monster. Yeah. None of them work. None at all work at that at that stage in like 70s kiss they don't no. sound anything like it no. they sound like somewhere between i don't know animalize and psycho circus which is not a compliment <laughs> <laughs> but although i don't although I, although i although I, I should take that back because we love those albums. i mean we might not love psycho circus uh but i do think it's funny how zeus and i we don't when when i pick these questions we don't talk about them i i uh, drop them on zeus. i have no idea Right, so for us to both kind of agree on when lightning strikes, that would have been a, gr- a g- great Ace song. Yeah. Or a good Tommy song. Eh. Yeah, it's always copying me, and I'm the real spaceman. <laughs> uh, good question, Adam, and go listen to the Metal Oasis uh, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Great question. Tom, where can people find us? People can find us uh, when we're not recording seven-hour podcast episodes. <laughs> they can find us on our website, shoutoutloudcast.com, shoutoutloudcast.com. You can go there and find all of our episodes for our Shout Out Loudcast, our album review crew, our Dorm Damage, our Zeppelin Chronicles. You can find all the reviews. Everything is there. Our rankings, everything is there. You can comment directly and message us directly from the website. You can click on our Patreon link, on our merch link, on our Amazon shopping link. All kinds of stuff is there. That's the best place to go. And then, of course, we always talk about our email address, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com, and our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. They're all there. Maybe we'll do Snapchat or whatever the kids are doing. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe Uh, Twitch is next. Oh, maybe Twitch stream. There you go. Uh, and as we mentioned many times in the show, our wonderful Patreon family, including our friend, the amazing and awesome Tracy. Thank you for being our newest member. And we're always proud to say that we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network of shows. Tons of great music podcasts. We're proud to be part of them. Check them out. Pantheonpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us and tons of other great music podcasts. Yeah, Jay from the Hook Rocks is over there. You got one of your favorite, Martin Popoff. Plenty yep. of good podcasts out there to give a listen to. Great stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And Tom, I always tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We get them constantly. Uh, we try to get back to everybody as best we can, but it's a good problem to have. Uh, people can subscribe and follow and like our YouTube channel. YouTube. Again, uh, we're getting those numbers up. We appreciate it. Our YouTube subscribers and comments are always now almost rivaling our uh, social media posts. So thank you for that. And that's uh, actually one other thing I wanted to mention. Like when you post on our episodes and comment on our social media posts, it's awesome. We love it. But when you post on an episode from our website, it stays there. So it's a running dialogue. So three years from now, somebody wants to go in there and shit on our review of monster, the album, go ahead. It's there. And then two years after that, you can comment on it. So that's just something that we always wanted to put out there and check out everything on our website. As Tom says, everything is there. Go check out the shout it out loud cast merch page because the holidays are coming. 
And who mm-hmm. wouldn't look good in a Shout It Out Loud cast t-shirt, Tom? Of course. And who wouldn't want to take a little nap after eating your Thanksgiving dinner on a Shout It Out Loud cast pillow? Oh. Right? Ooh. Ooh lay God down. damn. Or who wouldn't want to cuddle up with their significant other? Hey, baby. Settle up here on the couch with my Shout It Out Loud cast pillow. <laughs> my Shout Out oh. Loud cast perfume. You know what else they got? And I could vouch for it. They got socks. They're great. Cuddle up with me in my perfume, the shouted out loud cast perfume made up of puke, piss, and and desperation. It's called the buffet bathroom. (laughs) The bathroom smells like orange, citrus, and shit mixed together. I feel bad. These bands are probably going to have their friends and family listening. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we were on this podcast. We did an interview. Great. Don't listen to the end of the show, though. <laughs> like, what does citrus shit mean? <laughs> what is a piss cup? <laughs> These guys are talking about orange juice in the bathroom and on Paul's pasta. What the heck's going on? Yeah. Oh, uh, please uh, give us one of those five star, star. child reviews on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Facebook, uh, Podchaser, wherever you can give a five-star child review for us, please do so. That's uh, step number two on how to help the show besides Patreon. Step number three is our Amazon store on our website, and uh, that's greatly appreciated. We got a five-star review here from Dave Dynasty, Tom, on Apple Podcasts. All right. Go for it. Thanks, fellas. That's what it's called. Uh, Great show. Love your passion and honesty about Kiss. Always look forward to a new episode, and you always make me laugh. I'll tell you, other podcasts may be more informative, get bigger guests, do all this other shit. Nobody, nobody can talk about Kiss and make you guys laugh like we do. And I'll put that up against I will challenge you, people. Hands up, gloves off. He challenged the Chiefs. Challenge the Chiefs. Call his names. Call his names. Guys, they're really funny. Believe me. I laugh too all the time. Oh, shit. Are they making fun of me? I laugh so hard sometimes I puke up on my socks. It's crazy. (laughs) That's actually a kid. That's step four on the rock and roll fantasy camp. Don't forget about the new uh, the new uh, sitcom coming this fall. Uncle Ace. <laughs> oh, Ace? We call him Uncle Ace. Hey, kids, who wants to drive me to the liquor store? I need to get a packy going. Poor Ashley. She's such a sweetheart. And she oh, was telling us she about her story. Horrified she, she's like, she, she's like, oh, yeah, we call him Uncle Ace. Me and, Stilly, me and Zeus <laughs> like, that's a new character on the show. <laughs> Hey kids, happy holidays! Uncle Ace has a couple presents. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Uncle Ace, uh, th- this is a half-empty bottle of bourbon. Oh, jeez, <laughs> give me that! I didn't mean to give that to you as a present. I had some sponge cake for you guys, but I ate it because I was stuck in the car. I locked myself in; I couldn't get out, so I had to have something to eat. Next week on Uncle Ace, he tries to go through the drive-thru alone. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Ace goes to the 
uh, school conference parent meeting. Oh, how, the, how the kids doing in geography? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, can I jump in this dodgeball game? Watch out for my nose. I don't want it to get any bigger. Don't hit me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Uncle Asa, I need a ride to practice. Hold on a second. Hop on the back of my Schwinn. <laughs> I lost my license again. Stay tuned for scenes from the next Uncle Ace. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Call the attorney. I think I'm getting cuffed. Poor oh, Ashley. She was such a sweetheart sharing that story. And now we're ruining oh. the image of Uncle Ace. Oh, oh God. Fucking Uncle Ace. God almighty. Uh, anyways. Too much. Too much. Yeah. So uh, thank you for that wonderful review. If you want to give us a five-star review, we love them. We appreciate them. And they're a big help to the show. Uh, please go to the website, shoutoutloudcast.com, shoutoutloudcast.com. And then you could always email us, email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. We love the feedback. We love the fact that you guys are so involved. Do us a favor, though, as we said earlier, support these bands, go to their websites. Go to their social medias. Get involved. You guys will not be sorry. They all kick ass. Yep. Go to their websites. Follow them on social media. If they if they are selling physical product, buy it. If they're on streaming, support them on streaming. Give them some plays. Support them. They kick ass. They're all great people, which makes it easier to enjoy their music, is that you're supporting bands that are full of good people, hardworking artists, nice people, good people, solid kick-ass rock and roll. Yeah. And Tom, what we do is we always like to end with famous last words. Do you have any? Oh, I do. Okay. Hold on if you're coming. Let go if you're staying behind. I feel the need. The sky's humming. I'll take the lead. And it's my turn to shine. Get up. Lights. Camera, action. It's getting time for the show. Tonight, you're the main attraction. And if you want a lover who can play the other role, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Boom, boom, boom. Nice. Sisters Doll did a kick-ass version of that. That's hence the lyrics. Exactly. All right. Black Savage. Plush. Sisters Doll, Alley Maybe, Kiss Army, Loudcasters, most of all, Tom, thank you. What a fun week this has been. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough. An unbelievable shout out to all the bands Black Savage, Plush, Sisters Doll, Alley Maybe. Incredible. We hope you guys enjoyed this mega episode. Uh, hopefully, you've stood with us through the end here. Enjoy it. Check out these bands. Please, thank you guys, as always, for the amazing support. Zeus, my friend, as always, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Here's my favorite age story. Well, there's two. One, uh, a woman walked into the studio, and she saw him standing there, and she goes, oh, hey, I know you. You're Ace Freely. He goes, oh, yeah? Did I fuck you? She said, <laughs> <laughs>
And then he also, he would also call the studio and leave messages on the answering machine, like that he was going to be late and stuff, oh, yeah, you know, and, and I would, and I would call my friends and leave them on their machines. And then people oh. would use it as like their outgoing message. No, you, know, like, you don't oh, have hey, any of those. Do you? Hey, really? Will you tell Gino and Paulie, I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> like Gino, he'd say Gino and Paulie. And my favorite one was he, he put him pulling me aside and saying, um, I won't use all the language he used, but he was like, he was like, these fucking guys want me to come in here and rehearse on Easter fucking Sunday. <laughs> um, and he had some choice words about uh, the, the difference in their religious beliefs. I know, I know who you're going. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, 